Painkiller Already, episode 411 with our guest, Optic Hex. Kyle? Two sponsors tonight. Monster Energy Espresso, PUBG, uh, Lending Club, Squarespace, Movement Watches, uh, Fallout 76. Support for today's show comes from Fallout 76. Bethesda Game Studios, the award-winning creators of Skyrim and Fallout 4, welcome you to Fallout 76, the online prequel where every surviving human is a real person. Work together or not to survive. Fallout 76 will be available worldwide on Wednesday, November 14th. Coming up, pre-order now at participating realtor, uh, retailers and play the beta. Games play best on Xbox One. Also, what could be more evil than Nazis? Producer J.J. Abrams dares to imagine an answer. An overlord. A thrilling, pulse-pounding action adventure with an unexpected twist. Set in Nazi-occupied France a mere hours before D-Day, Overlord follows a team of American paratroopers who come to f- come face-to-face with in- enemies unlike any the world has ever seen. You'll have to see it to believe it. Don't miss Paramount Pictures Overlord in theaters November 9th, rated R for strong, bloody violence, disturbing image images, language, and brief sexual content. Hopefully not too brief. Violence and sexual content are some of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's going to be good if it says gratuitous violence. You have to be on the lookout for that word when it comes to movies. Gratuitous violence means people are getting like limbs, fingers, things chopped off. I like a little torture. I like an appropriate it? amount of torture. And some rape, if I'm being Not honest. something garish. You, you know, know what? And that, that's has what to be done in the me. right context, Kyle. Back me up on this. Tasteful rape. <laughs> Whoa, okay. No, no well, you comment want, on that. You want a tasteful rape in your in your movies, but you know you know what's convinced me more strongly than anything <laughs> that waterboarding is not torture is that it's really boring to watch in movies. Yeah, like yeah. that's the form of torture that you're like, really? Like you you're you're wet. Like yeah. it's not as I know it's actually I know it really sucks, but you know if why I'm it's boring? A movie, I want it's like not permanent. I want fingernails pulled out. Yeah, it, it, it's the unrecoverable aspect to torture. Like the, the whole time I'm like, well, that finger won't grow back. You know, that's I feel like I need to protect myself from this conversation. <laughs> that's just... Like, we started... Like, whoa. Hex, what are your favorite kinds of torture, Hex? Right out of the gate. Uh, anyway, Hex, what do you do what when they want to leave the team? Uh, I'm sure you've done a lot since we had barbecue together seven years ago in northern <laughs> Chicago. Uh, what have you been ago. up to since then? I saw that... Uh, I don't. I, of the three of us, I follow professional gaming the least, but mm. Chiz linked me to something that, like... The owner of a baseball team is now involved in what you're yeah. doing. Like it, it's gone. I had no idea it was such a real deal. Like, like there's an esports arena going up in Arlington. Yeah. I, I had no idea it was this huge. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's uh, my business partner Neil Liebman and uh, Ray Davis. They're the you know they're the owners of the Texas Rangers. Uh, they're in, they were interested in esports. They see the movement. I mean, there, there's been so much that's happened in esports in the last. I don't know, three to four years that it's just been like super, super beneficial for not only the space, but, you know, individuals within the space, um, you know, learning from from a, you know, sports culture like baseball and what they've done throughout the years from a you know sports perspective, just processes and, you know, sort of the blueprint that they created and how we as Internet people can sort of, you know, take what it is and reinvent it somehow that fits, you know, our culture. Our way of consuming content. Did you have to make like a big pitch to these kind of like real deal like sports owners? Or I'm, I'm sure they're businessmen too, so they yeah. see the potential here and they want to get in as close to the ground level as they could. Yeah, and they did. You know, they they they, they were very well researched. Uh, we met with a lot, a lot of people, and and finally we we ended up with with this group because I felt um, I felt a sort of connection with with Neil. 
Uh, so that's that's what I chose. That's All awesome. right, Hector. I, that's so cool. <laughs> I I've heard your story, and I think maybe in my head I blew it up. <laughs> so you're from you're literally from Mexico, right? You were born there, and you're, you were, you. Oh, no, I was born I was born in, in El Paso, Texas. Okay, and so to to give an example, El Paso is right here with Biggie Smalls is, and then. I lived where Bruce Lee is. That's there's like on the border, the Rio Grande, like it's 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 separated a bridge. I could get from my house where I lived to the United States in ten minutes by car if there was no traffic. So that's how close. So I was born in in El Paso, Texas, but my family lived in in um, oh, and that my mom happened so you're to work from in the Mexico. United States. You just happened to be born in America. Correct. Roger, so you could be yeah. president. Now, uh, of course, that, that explains yeah, why I was confused. We'll see, <laughs> <laughs> dude. How I'm in Texas broke now. I'm were Texas. you? I, I think yeah. I've taken your story and blown it up yeah. into my head into like comic proportions. Did you have running water? We had running water. We for a couple of years in my childhood, we didn't have a, a, a toilet. So at night, instead of having to go walk somewhere, we would use a bucket essentially i don't think my dad or mom i don't want to talk about that but i don't think they used that i think it was just for for me and my sister uh so yeah all right they had a toilet they wouldn't let you use no yeah i just i don't think that they would want to get up to go walk to you know around the sort of place where we live to go use the public bathroom essentially man from what i remember and and did you always have food yeah yeah we had food it was really thin Food, but it was th- you know it was, it was still food. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, f- food was always a, air conditioning. Uh, air, no air, air conditioning in one of the houses. I remember like towards when I was like maybe seven, eight, or nine, we had AC. Yeah. All right, and then did you did you go to school in Mexico, America? Like- I did. Yeah, I went to school from kindergarten all the way to seventh grade, and then in eighth grade is when we moved to Chicago. How was your I'm English? In Tex- I'm in Texas now. I had to learn my English. Well, it was bad. I didn't know any of it. I mean, I understood it because of the cartoons that I would watch, uh-huh. and obviously, I had cousins that lived in there, so they all, uh, you know, spoke English. But uh, I had to force myself to learn English because I was not going to be one of the one of the guys that people made fun of for not speaking English. That was your motivation. Well, I've always had this like sort of conflicts where I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I I always felt I I never want to be embarrassed of myself, and in this case, you know, kids in you know junior high, if you if you if you have broken English, you know, even you know some of your own people would make fun of you because you have an accent. Mm-hmm. So you know, within the first six months, I believe is what my parents said that my my English was just like you know good, and I, I remember it being being good but not good enough to where i would be I, I would i would have like this issue with it but then uh within the next six months it was all focusing of like on on getting rid of the accent and making sure that it's not there the only person to the state that says that i have an accent is my my wife judith she's she every so often if i'm done speaking spanish to somebody for like a 15 minute minute period of time and i come back to english like some words will will be like a little bit mm-hmm. accentish in a way so but Oh, I was gonna, what'd you do career-wise before YouTube? Um, at, at the age of 18, I decided that I was not going to go to college. I went to college for like about, about a semester and a half. Uh-huh. And uh, I, remember, I remember saying to myself, I'm like, I am not, I am not a student. So I'm like, all right, I want to make money. I'm not, I'm not going to be poor, essentially. I want to work with money because I want to make money. You know, I want to live a certain lifestyle. Uh, and... I said, all right, I'm, I'm going to work with money. I'm going to work at a bank. So I worked at a, at a bank as a teller. And then from there, I, I was like an assistant personal banker. From there, I went to work at a at a call center for Harris. Remember Harris Bank? 
Mm-hmm. I think it's BMO now. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. All right, so Harris, and then from there I went into the mortgage industry from 2003 to 2000 to whenever it blew up the the mortgage industry because of subprime. Yeah, it lending. was super hot at that time. Yeah, I, mean, I was murdering it. I, mean, I was bringing in like 140 to 150 when it was hot, and then uh, and then it blew up, and then I had to get a, uh, a a real job. I mean, not not that that wasn't a real job, but you know, a more level paying job. And I I dropped from if I remember correctly, uh, I dropped from making one thirty to one fifty, you know, depending on bonuses on, on how uh-huh. good I was, to forty five a year, and I had to give back. I had to. I couldn't afford my. Uh, at the time, I had a Navigator and my and my girl, whose wife now had to give back her Mercedes, um, so we can must have been make hard. It yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You know, I, was, I was used to the finer things, and then you. But was it like down. Dude, uh, let's explore that for a second. So you say you're used to the finer things. That's only part of it. Like, were the finer things you own like a part of your sense of self worth that you had to give back? Not, yeah. I mean, yeah. Of course. You know, for for me, it's always been about making sure that my parents' sacrifice was worth it. You know, for for my dad to leave his mom back and you know only see her like uh, you know once every other year or whatever, and. And, you know, and for, for my mom to also leave her family behind, uh, although we have family here and, you know, my mom had, my dad didn't have any family here. Um, I had to, I always had like this, this chip on my shoulder where I'm like, I, I'm not going to let that sacrifice be something because I would never leave my mom behind ever, 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 ever. Um, and, you know, when, when I made it, when I truly, truly made it just recently, I just, you know, I bought my mom a house and she doesn't have to worry nice. about a mortgage ever again. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, so wait, know, a minute, wait a minute. it was, it was a self-worth. Does it have a toilet? <laughs> yeah, oh, that yeah. would have been fucking hilarious. If you're like, I bought you, I bought you a seven bedroom, zero bath home. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Back at you, mom. So when yeah, when were you doing the like? When did you meet Hutch in this? Was that during your 150 time, your 45 time? After that? Oh, it was way after that. It was it was okay. after it was after my 45 time. Wait. Because I remember that when I left AIG, which was my final job, and I was the account analyst uh, in the private client group, so, you know, rich people. And one of my accounts was uh, was Facundo Bacardi, the great-great-great-grandson of the Bacardi empire. Um, so that was one of my clients. And, and we had a bunch of clients, but that was one of my focuses. Like, I'm, I had to make sure that all of his art was covered. I had to make sure that all of his houses were covered. And, I, you know, there's the, the amount of... And, and you know, I don't want to get too much into it because I don't know if they'll come after me this late in the game. But hmm. it's been it's he been was, at least it's been at least fifteen years. He's one of our patrons. Yeah, <laughs> I, that would be like a good one to have. You know? <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. Now the 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 reason that we moved here is is one of the one of the again one of the reasons why I I had to be successful. And I'll get back to was it me losing a little bit of self worth? And yeah, it was because. You know, accomplishing a certain level of lifestyle for me meant, meant you know, my parents not having to sacrifice what they did for what they did. And now the reason that we moved here is, is a little bit more, you know, a little bit more fucked up. Uh, I was, right, I was like twelve. Mm-hmm. I was twelve about to, or, yeah, twelve about to be thirteen or thirteen already about to be fourteen. I don't remember exactly, but my dad used to in Mexico. You can just apply to be a cop and you can be a cop. And my dad did that for a little bit, and you know he would do like traffic, and then he would do you know cop work. I think, if I remember correctly, I don't really talk to him about it because I, you know, I 
I, I don't have the balls to ask him, you know. Um, but at one point, he was he was uh, security for the lotto, and it, and I say this is because it's it was like a it's like. I don't know if the Mexican lotto is, and is, it has to be, it's obviously way different, but you would go to a bookie, you would put down your numbers, and if they were running, they would hit it, it would be televised and that. So my dad would be, would do security for, for this, you know, company. I don't even know if it was a company. Who the fuck knows? But on one of the pickups where he was, you know, walking around picking up the money, uh, he got carjacked, you know, gone, gone to the temple, the whole, the whole nine. And I, if I remember correctly, from eavesdropping on the conversations, and I will ask him. I'm fucking 38 now. What's he gonna do? You know, <laughs> what's he gonna do? <laughs> uh, but I, if I remember correctly, they took him to like a very secluded area. I, I don't know if it was a cemetery or like a construction site or whatever. But it, you know, my dad thought that that was it for him. You know, and and I remember I was playing soccer in front of my grandma's house, and he was walking up the. And, and you gotta you understand, Juarez is, is a city. It's got some dirt roads but they're like way off you know the city is, is is a city it's got you know cement and shit so when he was he was coming up the hill he was walking because we didn't have a car he had blood coming down the side of his head and i'm like oh shit so i ran to him and i'm like what's up man and i'm not man like, what's up dad what happened and he's like oh I, I bumped my head on the side of a air conditioning unit and two weeks later we're moving to the United states so that's 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 what made my mom say we're not raising our kids here we got I bet it a lot of okay. I, I bet a lot of that rough stuff has spurred you on to have a real strong work ethic huh like seeing the sacrifices and and even the dangers it sounds like that that, yeah. you, that your parents had to go through how many hours do you work in a day oh my god what I, I, what do you consider work uh, it, what I, you know, when your when your attention is focused on something else, and and there's no there's certainly no you, you certainly wouldn't call it your leisure time. Like you're okay. not watching Netflix or just relaxing, watching TV, like none of that. Like your your focus is 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 on the game, right? You know, making money, running running your empire, planning a new a new segment of optic. You know, just talking with you know your partners, that sort of thing. Uh so I. I so lately I've been waking up at like 5.36 and 5.36, 6 a.m. And I spend that time from 6 to like 8, 8.30 is like my catch up on emails and, and all that. Um, from 8.30 to 9.30, since we homeschool live, I spend time with, with Jude and, and, and Liv. And then from there, I just I come to the office, to this office now, which is my, my studio. And I have it's it's pretty much all go the whole time because i'm I'm vlogging sometimes i i play video games. i haven't been able to play videos in the last two weeks but sometimes i stream but the majority of my of my true work is you know still a little bit of optic uh not a lot uh but mostly just like what my next project is going to be and you know certain certain actually for the first time when was it uh, this week i just uh i just closed on my first investment uh, since you know since the whole deal happened. Uh, I haven't announced yet what it is, but when I do, it's it's, it's I think it's a pretty cool investment. So, Dude, um, I, but you know, I'm excited about hearing. I, I want to go chronologically. So, please, you're, uh, sh what happened here? You're down to 45. Did we get past that? You, you're oh, you work your way back. You work on insurance, and mm -hmm. somehow 45 is started. Oh, okay. Yeah. Real ha quick though, are you drinking a Capri Sun? Yeah, that's dope. I love it. It's good. This, is, this, is, this is this is my this is my vape. Oh, that's great. It's my Sorry. vape. So, how did you get like into YouTube and and growing that? Because at some point, YouTube became yeah. not just a hobby but an ambition. 
Yeah. So t- when did Call of Duty 2 come out? That that game right there. This 2005. One? Yeah. Okay, so in 2005-ish. So for four years before... Well, I started making videos in like 2008-ish. So I was already on my way out from the from the AIG world. I was already like my my brain was just the whole time I was like a space cadet, and I was thinking and and I came from a a job where I was a top performer, um, you know, company newsletter front page, you know, like uh, you know awards left and right. Mm-hmm. And then when I when I came into this thing, into into AIG, I had already been playing video games and sort of making YouTube videos, but it wasn't until. So for two years, when did we? When did when the whole monetization started? When when we made Must when we made two thousand ten, okay, two thousand ten, right? Two thousand ten. Okay, yeah, you started so. that. Yeah, I almost yeah, I helped. I helped. I helped. I didn't start it, but I helped. I, I I led the revolution for MCNs to partner individual channels for individual channels to be able to monetize their own shit. Yes, people don't uh, know how many lives you changed. No, they don't. You, just, let's you gotta tell be them. OG to know. <laughs> yeah, before I'll tell them. There was a time when to make money on YouTube, you gave your money to Machinima, and then they would maybe grant your wish of uploading that video for most people. So maybe some people auto uploads um, junkyard, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. And then Hex worked with them, and I think essentially your position was, "Hey, I'm gonna go unless we can work it out so that." My channel is also monetized. I'll make X dollars, a thousand views, and I want to make money by uploading to my channel. And to keep him, they offered him that. And then because he got it, it, it extended to a bunch of other people, including me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was uh, it was sort of a deal where we were either going to leave as Optic, we're going to go to another network, or. They were not only going to give Optic Jay a job as as part of the deal, right? Like you're gonna, hi- yeah, you're gonna hire Jay to work in Machinima, <laughs> and on top of that, you're gonna give us the ability to to upload videos to you know to create a sort of mini MCN to where you know my players will give us you know videos for us to upload for us to monetize, and then we would give them that we would keep ten percent and we would fund the team that way. We would fund the travel. We would fund. Uh, at the time, that it wasn't really a salary thing because we were allowing them to upload to uh, to our to our channel. So all the Nate, like early Nate shot days, Merc, and and all that. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I I I I talk about it, but I don't remember like how often it is that I should I should bring that up more. You know, like people owe me money, okay, and I want yeah. reparations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, but. Funny no, thing no, no, about so, that. <laughs> so so it, it, it was. So it was, um, it was right there in in 2009 is when when I left uh, AIG, mm-hmm. but by that time I had already for like uh, for like six months straight. Uh, you think of Grizz and Grizz has 50,000 subscribers on YouTube, and I remember sitting there. And if I can pay money to have my my that you remember those flippy <clears throat> calendars that that just yeah. tiny little things that you flip. I wrote down a whole bunch of ideas there, and one of them was, I'm like, I need to, I need to, I don't know why. I've never heard of management. I never heard of, uh, of, of, of an agent. Uh, I don't think Entourage was going on at the time. If it was, then maybe that's where I got it from. But I'm like, <laughs> I got to be Zerg Grizz's agent, and first order of business is get them on Game Informer. They're going to fucking be ecstatic at the fact that they're going to have somebody who has 50,000 
people watching them. I don't even think that they have 50,000 people that subscribe to it in my head. And, and I'm like, all right, that's for order business, second order business. It would be really cool if we could have something called the zero hour where people can watch him play live and go for clips. And, and then I'm like, all right, cool. So, I, so, you know, little by little, I was thinking these fucking thoughts and, Little did I know is that I invented Twitch, you know, in, in on that <laughs> Rolex. I'm kidding. But I, I think about that. I think about it a lot. At the time, Twitch wasn't a thing. Justin TV, I don't think, was a thing at the time. But, you know, very early, very early on, I'm like, I got to get a, a one hour a day where he plays live and people can spectate him like a TV show. Um, so, you know, little by little, I, you know, my, my productivity started going down. Judith's working with me at the time. Uh, we both, for the most part, for the better part of our careers we worked together uh, like in the same company we worked in the mortgage industry in the same company and we worked at aig this obviously is, in the same I, I got lost you and who worked together judith my wife my wife oh, okay, okay sorry jude jude um and uh and at the time jude's pregnant with olivia we have you know we have a a, a good job to where we can make ends meet and all that and then i leave because of uh of disagreements with my manager right she thinks that i wasn't performing right I wasn't, so I pretended that I was, and we had this discussion, and we're like, all right, cool, well, you know, it's time to part ways. So you were depressed, maybe. I wasn't depressed at all, no. No? No, no. Well, you were underperforming at work. You went from star to, to burnt yeah. out star. I, I think I was, I, was, I was in my space cadet mode where I was just daydreaming of different things, and just, I, I don't, you know, I, I it's like, I don't know. I don't you kind of you mentally then. checked out a little bit, like you were yeah. focused on other stuff. Yeah, and and you know I would I would pay close attention to my analytics. You know that I, I got two thousand views on this sniper clip or less than sniper video. You know how do we make that you know four thousand? How do we make that same person click the same video twice? How do you know a whole bunch of different things going through my head? And little by little, you, you know, worlds collided. They cla They they crash. I'm out. Judith's seven months pregnant, so now I have like two months severance, and then for the rest of uh, two thousand and ten. There's nothing coming in. Just uh, the little savings that we had, plus her 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 work mm -hmm. that that she had, um, and then Machinima comes along somewhere in that 2010 era, and I tell Jude, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, baby, we're finally gonna be able to make money off of this. What I'm doing, off of making videos for like almost two years with no money, no way to make money, um, and that's what a lot of people. You know, I used to get mad when people would call. You know, you Woody like like uh, like a money whore that you only did shit for videos. And I've I'm like, heard that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like these these kids or these same people don't understand that we all uploaded videos for free for fucking years with nothing but a thank you from the fans at the time. So yeah, it, it only makes sense that when when you have the ability to monetize something and you really want to give it your all, you're gonna have to make that your job. And in order to make that your job, you have to your job you have to be be able to 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 cover. You know your expenses. You know you're a dad. You know, in your case, you're you're you know you live with somebody or what, whatever the the case may be. You're gonna do that. If somebody offers anybody that's watching this right now money to go do what they like, whether it's playing soccer or whether it's whatever, they're gonna fucking take it. Okay. So anyway, so we did that, and and my, you know for a whole year she's like, show me the money, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, look at this top five kill cams. Just did 1.5 million. You know times 2.5 CPM. Boom. You were my first one, Kyle. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, thank you. You started it off. Um, you won the number one spot, FPS Kyle. I remember that. And it got 1.5 at the time, 1.5 views. And I'm like, man, if you multiply it by $2.50, that's like, oh, my, oh my God, this one video. <laughs> Life changing. Made, yeah, I'm like, holy shit, this guy, she's like, show me the money. So sure enough, the cutoff of uh, from the time we started 
to the quarter because it was 90, 90 days that they paid was like 16 cents, I believe. And I was like, fuck, you know, I've been telling her for a whole year that, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna happen, and then all of a sudden, sixteen cents. Granted, the second one was for like twenty six grand, and then little by little, it's like yeah, like, it was hard to get motivated, right? Like 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 yeah, because when you're when you're like you're like the work I'm putting in today, I'll get paid for ninety day. You it, but you're not getting it ninety days from today. Ninety days from today, they'll think about paying you, and then maybe two or three weeks from then, like you'll actually get the the PayPal uh, like like transfer. And it, it was just like, God damn it! I it's hard to stay motivated and grind when I'm not getting that instant satisfa- satisfaction. Not instant, but like any job, you know, you get paid every two weeks or whatever, right? You're like, ah, this work I'm doing today, getting paid for it in two weeks. Like, Hex changed the world with individual channels getting paid. I changed the world with that. Like I was the guy. I sat down with the owners, and I was like, man. Here are some things we need to do this as a job. One, we can't have this kind of delay anymore. And that's when it became, you get paid for four weeks, and then two weeks later, you get paid for that. And I was like, also, we need predictability in income. Mm -hmm. The way that you do it, we look at these things. We don't know which views are mobile, which views aren't. I want to be able to look at my analytics and predict my paycheck. If I can't do that, then then I I can't invest all my motivation into this. And uh, they took that to heart and made a change for everybody. Yeah. And remember at the time they would be like, uh, you, you always have to assume that half of these views are UK and you guys don't get paid for UK views. Uh, and I'm like, okay, so, you know, it's not 1.25 million views. It's, you know, half of that. Uh-huh. Uh, do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mobile European views, like none of those counted. Remember and, when people would make videos and be like, hey, and I'd also appreciate it, guys, if you'd not watch on your phone. Uh, I never said that. Like that. I remember, oh, I I remember. that. Yeah, I, I couldn't that get away with it. People were so on top of me for making money on YouTube. It was something unique to me. Like they had extra rules. I always thought for me, yeah. I yeah, can't yeah, use yeah. the FAMAS. I can't make any money. I can't do this. I can't do that. They were always uh, eyeing me. So it was carefully. the polar opposite of my channel where I'd <laughs> upload the same footage over and over with just different commentary and, Yes. And they, they were fine with it. Uh, I used to envy uh, guys like you. White boy used to say like, Hey, you know, if you could, would you make my YouTube channel your browser's homepage? And I was yeah. like, I would get roasted for that. Oh, yeah. I did that, too. That was my idea. White Boy and I would brainstorm on these ideas. We'd be on my okay. back, back porch at 3 in the morning. Like, yeah. maybe, maybe you could make a whole channel. Like, it'd just be bugs. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, people watch that, too. I was like, yeah, they'll watch it, man. Let's just look at yeah. that bug over there. You see that bug? That's your first video. Yeah. <laughs> He's oh, yeah. like... Yeah. <laughs> Upload that shit. Welcome to Bug Seventh Street, my eighth YouTube channel. Twenty five thousand yeah. subscribers the next day. <laughs> quarter million views. Like, yeah. Do you remember when he would there? do that with different channels like every other week? He'd be like, Hey, this is Cat Seventh Street. And I remember yeah. watching his like Cat Seventh Street growth and being like, God, I'm getting blown the fuck out by a cat. Yeah. <laughs> there was like, a, <laughs> a, a deeper strategy to that too. Cause one of the things he'd do is he'd take all those channels. And he'd run a targeted video as the default play on all those channels. So that would make that targeted video hit certain view thresholds to get on the YouTube homepage. And then it would explode even bigger. So he, with all the, I may make it up. He had seven channels all pimping the same autoplay. It yeah. would help him break the threshold to break. Oh them. yeah, yeah. He, he he is literally the man, bro. I, I the amount of like creativity that went into like how to get people like to to click was fucking inspirational if anything else i remember this one time i was watching one of his videos and at the end on the annotations i clicked on it 
and it went back to the same video. And in my head, I'm like, oh, he, he probably fucked up. Let me send him a message. But as I'm writing the message, I'm like, he didn't fuck up. He did that not was my idea. Up. He did not fuck That's up. That's another yeah. one of my ideas. Yeah. I put an annotation over the entire video screen, a borderless, clear <laughs> annotation. Because yeah. you know what everybody does? They click the middle of their video thing to pause it. They don't go down to the bottom left and yeah. click the pause yeah. button. Yeah. They click it and blah, blah, blah. Oh, the video yeah. just started over. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's it. it. Dude, though, oh, like, those are all great ideas. White Boy, though, got away with stuff that made, like, making your channel the homepage. Like, I thought of that, but I can't say it. There were so many extra handcuffs on me, partly because yeah. I think I accepted it. Like, in hindsight, you know, when we ran, you know, the money's there, we don't care on, on the original PKA ads. It was like, look, we're, we have ads on this show. Quit your yeah. kitchen. And yeah, I never had to deal with any of that. I always oh. told people, like, 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 hey, man, I'm here to make money. As yeah. much money as I can make. I love money. Don't you love money? We yeah. all love money, right? Big fan of Give money. Give me, if you just want to send me money, here's my PayPal. <laughs> I, I'm not going to give you a thank you. I'm not going to send you a postcard, no ringtones. Just send me money because I like the money. Did you ever but, get money from that? Yeah. Yeah. Really? People just, just send <laughs> me money. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd sell my old gear. Like whenever I was done, like like early days, like when I was just doing gaming stuff, I'd be like, hey, I, I'm I'm switching at from these old Astros to the new Astros. I got these old Astros. Anybody want them? I, I mean, if you want, I'll fucking sign them. It seems weird to me. Fucking yeah. sell them for three or four hundred dollars. Shit like that. Like all my old gear, every old Xbox, PlayStation. Like, all right, enjoy it. I never did anything like that. No reason not. Yeah, to. <laughs> you, you 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 can't ever like like be like. Oh God! N never apologize. You never apologize for like oh, being yeah. a businessman or making money or just trying to support yourself doing what you love. You can never apologize because then they got you. Yeah, I didn't like, actually oh, do that. Like I never apologized. You are sorry, aren't you? I just <laughs> denied it. Like you know, Woody, would you still make a video every day if you weren't getting paid? And uh, I'd be like, you know, I think I would just I just make it on my own schedule. You know, I'd make them yeah. as they. Like as as the as my mood struck instead of like a job on a daily basis. I made two videos a day for years. Mm. That was I remember that. Yeah, you yeah. were you went hard in the paint for well, literally years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd sell you a friend request spot. I, I'm shameless. I know. I remember that. that before I was friends <laughs> yeah. with you in like 2009 or something. Like I saw one of your videos and it was like, and you can pay me twenty five dollars for a friend spot. And even then, I was like. This guy's not famous enough to charge for friend spots. I'm and not yet, paying this dude. And yet, and yet, there you go. <laughs> made, uh, made like a, I, I'd make like thousand dollars selling friend request spots. People like who I don't did know, that you have friends. Unhappy customers a lot though. Like I never wanted the unhappy customer because they'd be a friend spot and they'd be like, "Well, do you play with all hundred of us all the time?" No, I'm not gonna play with any of you. I'd love to know. He just made new accounts and then would play with his yeah. real friends. <laughs> I, I think, I, yeah, we, we were talking about that in a in a in a podcast and and. What it was, it was more of a, like, look who I'm friends with. So they weren't necessarily buying the opportunity to play with you. In my opinion, uh, weren't buying an opportunity to play with you. Uh, yes, that would be, like, the ultimate goal, sure. But it was more about people going there and be like, damn, who's he friends with? Like, Holy shit, how the fuck did you get FPS Russia on your fucking yeah. You know, <laughs> on, on that. Cloud. Now that I think, yeah. I paid to play with Hutch once. And I played with you that night. I know you probably don't remember that. I was no one. I had... You're welcome. I had, like, 200 <laughs> subscribers. And... Uh, uh, Hutch wanted money, I think, for an HD. Oh, new monitor, right? He, he yeah, needed yeah. A, he needed a lot to get to record yeah. an HD. You needed a better monitor. You needed a better recorder. You needed the a whole bunch nine. of stuff. So, um, so I sent him money that seemed significant at the time. It might have been twenty dollars or fifty, like. But he was only asking for like one or two, so I way overpaid. And I and I sent him a message. I'm like, hey, I sent this. 
what I really, really want is just to play with you one night. And that was it. I feel like now my thirsting for Hutch attention is embarrassing, but that's how my whole YouTube career started. I watched his videos to learn how to play better. Mm -hmm. And as I did, I was like, man, if he and I were on the same team, we'd never lose. Because I thought the videos, the games that he uploaded were his average games. I was like, yo, we just win all night long, all night long. Hutch and his, you know, don't miss Sniper and me. And and that that was what I wanted out of YouTube when I first started. Just to win yeah. games. Yeah, it's easy to forget how exciting it was to have like that big YouTuber on your friends list. Because I, I remember when I played that one game with all, uh, well, Woody, Kyle, myself, and Wings, and I had Wings on my friends list because he had just added me in the pregame lobby, and I was like, <laughs> hell yeah, somebody's moving on up, you know. <laughs> and then I ruined the spawn trap in that game, and he removed me, and that was the end. <laughs> and that was the end of that. The- I was like, oh well, I was on his friends list for about. 11 minutes. The first time I ever met Taylor was a, it was, it was a money thing, but it was a, it was for, um, yeah, March, that March of Dimes. Yeah. But it wasn't called that. It's like a walk of dimes or something, but it was with the March of Dimes. I was raising money for, for children with birth defects. And, uh, if you, I think it might've been $50. If you did that much, I'd do a dual com with you. And that was how I first mm-hmm. met Taylor. He donated to a charity. Yeah. Cranial enlargement syndrome. I remember that. <laughs> well, cranial those, shrinking. Those <laughs> poor little bobblehead babies. <laughs> Uh, so Hex, back on you. Uh, yeah. So you didn't found Optic. Did Jay found it? I don't know my history. Uh, I think it was like three people. Okay. Um, uh, Jay, Crew, and some fucking person, some other person. How did you lead it? How did uh, it... everybody left, and it okay. was just me. So at that time, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna recruit my brother. I'm gonna recruit that, and then my brother's like. We should make videos on YouTube the way that you know Grizz is making, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, we should. We're good with the sniper, yeah. So we're like, we, the whole sniper team became a thing just by happenstance that we mm-hmm. just all liked the sniper rifle, and you know, little by little, we started, you know, picking up people, and we played so many one v ones, it was almost impossible to beat us in one v ones because that's yep. all we did, and our advantage was the fact that we practiced with uh, no steady aim and um, and no dead silence, uh, so. When people would come in to play, be like, "Yo, take off fucking steady aim and take off uh, that silence," and then they were just at a disadvantage because, you know, steady aim helped a lot back then. So, um, so yeah, for for years, for years, there was there was you know it was just me, my brother, and corrosive, and like some other people. Um, but yeah, I, no, I didn't, but I made it what it is today. 100%. I remember you made a video in Modern Warfare Two, and you're like, um, "We're gonna stop doing the sniping competitive team because." Nobody can beat us. Like, yeah. like no, there, there's just no one out there on the planet who can put a team of snipers together who can beat us, and it's just getting old. This isn't going anywhere. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna have to just find a new mountain to climb. Quit, it, quit we, at the top. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, God damn, that's ridiculous. Like, like, no one can beat you. And and that was the case. That was great. That was great. Well, it, it was, it was. Uh, again, it was just a, we we un, we practice, and then we made people play with an unfair advantage. But even when they <laughs> when they when they came on after competing, they would still get demolished. You know, and then D-Treats came along, and it was all over that. You guys did that to me, and I didn't realize what was happening, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, like we're playing on shipment. I'm doing snipers. I'm playing against like, Hutch and Hex and some other guy. Like, I, got my, I got my money's worth. And, uh, but they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, what, these are the, the shipment 1v1 sniper rules. And I'm like not putting up a fuss because I didn't even know the rules. You know, I'm such yeah. a noob. Now I realize that like, you were stacking the deck. 
I didn't know. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we let people come in, you know, weeks after, after they've been practicing. Rules of the cross, you know, you, you after a kill, you would have to get out of the middle part of the uh, shipment so you don't spawn trap. And, you know, all these rules that I made up just because it made competitive sense. Uh, and then little by little, you know, people started getting better and better and better and better. But even then, you know, when you had Dietrich on your team and, you know, it's just you know, almost, almost, almost cheating because he was so good, so goddamn good. Still to this day. But he never played he's, at the pro level, right? Did he? Well, he, he did. He, he did for well, the CPLs. First pro team. Yeah, he played. No, not on the first. He played in the CPLs at the. What, what are Do you know what his background was like when he started gaming? Like, like because yeah. I, I, I'm very interested in like the people who are at the tippy top of uh, performance in video games. Like, like how young they started. Because I was, I know Shroud, for example, his dad was really into PC gaming. Like, mm-hmm. like in the early 2000s when Trav was like five years old or something. Mm-hmm. They had a LAN center set up in his basement with like five or six PCs in a row with like whatever the best components were in 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. He's been, he's been make, doing flick shots since he was a toddler, right? Yeah. So like, like, like when you see him now just fucking go off with 60,000 uh, people watching live, you're like, yeah, yeah, this guy was raised from infancy like a Spartan warrior to <laughs> yeah. fucking do this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's nasty, man. And then when you start thinking about, you know, Counter Strike players that are better than him in Counter Strike, then you think, you start thinking like, I am literally nothing in yeah. this world. In this world, I am uh, nothing. But uh, you know, Wings of Redemption came to that conclusion fairly publicly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a time where he thought he was like he literally yeah. thought he was one of the best players on the planet. I know. And he had a really small world, right? You know, he would just play pubs and beat games on the hardest difficulty. Uh, Hector, you might, you probably have never done that, but Wings can. <laughs> uh, never, never. Last, last uh, campaign I played was Crossing the Rhine, Call of Duty 2. Uh, but yeah, and then when he got YouTube famous and exposed to what great players really are, um, it was eye-opening for him. It was hard to accept. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I remember the, the video we played uh, uh, Tom... You know, where the fuck you stream that shit or something like that. Look, that that I will remember that for the rest of my life. I will yep. never, I will never forget that. And I remember, uh, <laughs> I met Wings of Redemption in person, by the way. Uh, when was it? A couple of years ago, and uh-huh. I got him a, a VIP pass, walked him in, and all the whole night. So, I, I think we we squashed whatever we had at, at, at you know whatever little animosity we had towards each other at the time because I I really like I was really. At one point, I didn't hate him, but I was like, "Man, man, fuck that dude," because <laughs> because he, him, and this dude, uh, Blame Truth. You guys remember Blame Truth? Oh yeah, I think you didn't like Blame yes. Truth. I didn't know. No, that. of course not. Well, <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell you why. Uh, yeah, I'm out of loop. I, from what I know, okay, I might be wrong because it's, it's years ago. Wings had him because he had the the, the gamertag glitch where you can change your gamertag. So they made a video of Wings beating me in a 1v1. But it wasn't me. It was Blame Truth. And I was like, I've never fucking played you. Let's go right fucking now. Like, let's fuck. I had no doubt in my mind that I was going to fucking destroy Wings. I mean, he's, <laughs> you know, he's, he's a camper, right? That's, that's Can you hang deal. on? I knew Wings well. We talked every day. I have never heard that that wasn't actually oh, yeah. you. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, Wings Redemption never beat fucking Optic Hex. No fucking way. Wings had this inferiority complex because he'd make these videos of him sitting in the back of the map with a thermal scope on, popping fucking smoke with Scavenger and fucking sniping people at long range through it and maybe getting like a 30 and 3 game in like Mm -hmm. Dom, not playing the fucking objective. Meanwhile, Hex and fucking Hutch 
and all the optic guys and anybody else who like wanted to have their version of what was cool in the game are fucking running, fucking like bouncing off, you know, yeah. doing super jumps and three sixties and like exciting gameplay. Where and 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 they had this little war going on back and of words going back and forth. And I have recordings. Does I have recordings? I have recording. Wings cooked up some propaganda. Like I have, does. I have a recording of me talking to Wings. So he's like, he's like, all right, man, let's fucking uh, bury the hatchet here. And it was one of the first times that I ever spoke to like a southern, southern draw in a sense. So I was just like, all right, slow, slow it up for me, you know. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let, let's let's talk. And I'm like, I'm recording this. I'm like, I'm like, dude, why, why did you, why did you pretend to beat me? Like when you could have just played me and maybe beat me for real. I don't know, fucking good you are. He's like, well, no, yeah, the only way I would play is if it's on. Uh, what's that big map where Bog, where, Bog Wasteland? No, no, no. Yeah, Wasteland. That's where you got the. It's like grass on the ground. There's kind of yeah, yeah, in the yeah. middle. Yeah, exactly. There. Let's play on that. We'll play snipers only. And I'm like, that's a big fucking map. No. And he's like, yeah, we'll use. Uh, what was that? The baby monitor thing that you put oh on your sniper. Oh my sniping? god. Heart heartbeat. Heartbeat. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Harvey. He wanted to play with that. And I'm like, I'm not fucking playing that shit. Come on, man. It's boring, man. Let's fucking let's play. Let's fucking do this shit. And uh, and yeah, he ended up uh, apologizing for faking it, and that was that. So he, yeah. I mean, look, uh, it, was, it was so long. I it really, was, I'll but never it's forget fun it. to hear this old stuff. I'll, I'll, like, I'll never forget. I'll never forget it. But dude, yeah. this Walk could be like lane. a Buddy Holly Elvis like beef session, and I'd still be interested in what happened back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Wings, Wings had beef with I can't so believe I've never heard about many that. people. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I knew they that, had that beef. shit all I had the time. No idea that was fake. Um, you ain't gonna fucking beat me. Come on, night my prime. <laughs> you see that? That's <laughs> a River City's finest championship three versus three hardcore tournament win, right? That's my only one. Two time blockbuster <laughs> champion. <back> <laughs> <there>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, wow, I didn't was, know uh, that. Like asking like something else about the business. Like, did it kind of suck? When you handed over optic to uh, to that other guy, like for majority control, like did you kind of feel like, oh, my, my baby's kind of leaving? No, or were was, you just more psyched? No, it was my choice. I could have I could have had it my way any any day of the of the like the deal wouldn't have gone down unless I had my 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 way, right? Um, but no, no, I I get to ask that a, a lot, and I'm like, I, I look at where I'm at in life, and I look at what I've done for my family because I didn't just take care of you know my my mom and my dad, you know, also Judith's parents and, you know, our siblings and all that. Uh, and then I think about like, what's like, yeah, it sucks. Uh, some, you know, how it's gone in the last year, but I, I worked at it very, very hard. I put everybody's, you know, well being before mine. I, there was, there was a lot, a lot of times where I was not about to make ends meet. I needed 10 grand and I considered asking like, like, you know, Nate to let me borrow, and he would have obviously given me the money and let it borrow. But I'm like, I got to do this shit on my own. I, you know, to to be a leader, you cannot ask for help from your, you know, you have to lead. You have to lead. So I, w I did whatever it could to, you know, to make it to make it work, and eventually I did. Um, so can we pause and, there? There yeah. was a time when you were running Optic when the mm -hmm. players were doing better than you. Oh yeah, the the whole time. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I when so so there was a time where. I always you know, wondered if that was true. Like I had heard that as a truth, but I, mm -hmm. I didn't. I thought like, oh yeah, but no, it was the, bad. these I mean, owners are downplaying how much they make. No, That's what I thought no, happened. No. Uh, you know, I, I mean, shit. You know, those countless years where Jude and I were just fucking stressed out of where I was. Yeah, you're, you're running at a loss because you believe in what yeah, you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and 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 still, so, you know, I, I would I would pay myself like the the, the very least that I could. 
to do that. And all the sponsorship money will go into, you know, salaries and expansion, salaries and expansion. And for, I mean, since 2010 to 2017, my first employee was came in 2017. And that was, you know, Jay to come back to to help me with, with some of the, you know, some of the managerial work and stuff. Um, but I had to I had to stop paying myself and start daily vlogging so I can supplement the cash that I was getting to live from you know from optic to pay him that salary. So even even to the last day to the last year, I was like overworking. You know, not not only was I, you know, running a business but creating content, uh, daily content, mind you, you know, both as in, you know, to to inspire the players to to, you know, that if I can do it, you can do it sort of shit. But you know, mostly because I needed to pay myself and and that's that's how it, it ended up working out. Uh, but yeah, for like seven years, it was just me, myself, and I. And, you know, it, it, it worked out, so I can't complain, right? But dude, I don't know. It was, it was a lot of times where, where, where it was looking grim. And it would have sucked because the pressure wasn't just on me and, and what was going to happen in my house. It was going to happen. Whatever happened to Optic was going to reverberate across the entirety of, of, of the eSports realm, right? Because if, if Optic, with the, with the amount of sponsors that they have, are are operating at, at at a certain level. If at any point something went wrong, it'd be it'd be like red alert, like all over the place. Because it's like, all right, well, if it's happening, it's one of the biggest esports organization in the world, you know, with with views that can actually convert into into ad sales. You know, what's the little guy gonna do, right? So it's it was it was tough. But you see, uh, do you see world. any par- do you see any parallels with um, you know t- you taking the investment uh, money and, and partnering up and what the UFC did with WME maybe and you know maybe just bringing you to bigger things you know yeah yeah so again I, I don't regret it at all because of the new projects that I'm working yeah. on are just are just you know I, I I don't wake up and it's every single day that I wake up I'm like working towards something working towards something working towards something and that's a misconception that 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 you know some people have where they think that once you get you know, money and you're comfortable that that's, you know, it's kickback time. And I, I don't know who I was having a conversation with just recently where I said, you know, this past summer specifically, I forced myself, I forced myself to hop in my pool and enjoy the 110 degree weather with the Texas sun. I forced myself because I could, it would have been easy for me to come to the studio and worked on something, but I'm like, I gotta, I got, I gotta enjoy myself. Like I have to, have to, have to enjoy the fruits of my labor in a sense. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it was, uh, it was, no, I don't regret yeah. it, but yes, it was rough. That's what I, I've been anxious to talk about that. So, so I, I found myself in a similar position. I was kind of heads down for a long time. You know, like I had, I had millions and I still lived in that house I bought in 1999. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then after a while, I was like, like, this isn't bringing me happiness. I think the thing I want to buy is my time. Right. Yeah. So, so that's, that was like my big purchase. Like, I'm just going to yeah. stop working so gosh darn hard. Yeah. I guess my question for you is like, how much is enough? When are you gonna buy that? Someday you will. Wait, at seventy you will, right? I think. Um, yeah. What What drives you to do another business, like or whatever this investment? Can you give us a hint? Is it a, Is it like real estate or is it entertainment somewhere? Is it? It's a. Uh, it's a. It's 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 entertainment. Okay. I guess it has a little real estate component to it. Um, I don't know. It'll it'll be announced very soon. Uh, I'll tell you off off offline. Okay. Um. But but there's something to inspire you to roll the dice again because it sounds like there's a risk component. Maybe you're investing into it, right? You're no, putting, you're not putting your own yeah, money I'm, up. Yeah, I am, but it's not it's not something that would you know risk anything. Uh, there's there's nothing but upside. And, and at this point, 
you know, it's once I now that I've done this, it's like, all right, how do how do me and my guys, you know, continue to, to do this? Because, you know, I don't you know, it's not it's not an alone thing for me. I have, you know, I have a team. I Seth's right here. And, you know, I, I, I bring up investment opportunities all the time for him just to, you know, maybe say yes or maybe say no, you know, and and it's and it's everything. You know, we just uh, it's we just met with a with a with a vodka company. I won't say the name, but we just met with a vodka company that's, you know, there's an opportunity there. And and for me, it's like, it's like, how can I apply everything that I've learned in the last seven years and then build another business off of off of that? You know, from an advertising perspective, like uh, I, I've, I've ran a very, very clean camp my entire year to where I didn't I've never been like fucking buy that. And it's a fucking shitty product. Right. I always I, I it was mm-hmm. just not my thing ever, ever, ever. Uh, you know, when we when we sponsored with people, we sponsored it. It made sense because it, it fit the program and fit, you know, our lifestyles. Um, so, yeah, so it's it's one of those one of those things where. I don't know. It, so it's why do you really keep working? To, that was like the core of the question. Uh, you because want more I, money. I, you need to be uh, yeah, worth. It'd be nice. Like you <laughs> need, need to be worth three nine, commas. Nine digits. Like that's what you're looking for. Three commas is a billionaire, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a so, lot of commas. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, I don't know what it is. All uh-huh. I know is that, all I know is that up until I started doing this and all the endless hours from the time I was, you know, 11 years old and I would help my uncle carry groceries from El Paso to Juarez walking like, you know, 20 miles or whatever. Uh, and, and then, you know, helping him mow the, mow the lawn or going to work with him at the factory that him and my dad used to work at or helping my grandfather cut up cardboard boxes and then you know sell the cardboard and then take and go shovel uh, or sweep garbage into the garbage dumps i've i that none of that work has ever compared to to what i'm doing now because i don't consider this work because i know what work is this is like so this is more like a project that pays well you know Mm -hmm. and so let me ask you this is is uh is part of your motivating factor to a legacy or is or is or is part of it a fear of going back to maybe sweeping garbage again someday? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, to its very core, I'm pretty, you know, going back to that or having the worse, having my kid do that is just not something that that that. And 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 I will say this though, like I never had to work as a kid. I always I just wanted to, you know, a you know I had you know if I wanted to buy something else or you know as a kid, I don't know if you guys can see it. Anyway, so you remember the tops that you spin in and then you yeah. So shit like that, right? It, it, so you know, for, my parents never made me work. It was it was my choice to do that very early on. Um, so yeah, it's legacy, man. It's 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 the ability to to be able to take care of my kid and my kids' kids and their kids' kids without bringing you know uh, sort of bringing up assholes, right? Because mm-hmm. it's it, it's really easy to become an asshole when everything's handed to you. And you know, luckily, my wife and I are on, on, on the same boat when it comes to that. That you know, she started working when she was fourteen. You know, she worked at McDonald's, and you know, she's she's always been a super super hard worker like me. So we want to sort of you know put that sort of those sort of values on on not only my daughter but you know my brother's the same way with his kids and my sisters and all that. And they, and on her side of the family, it's the same thing. Her dad worked two jobs, and you know for all their lives. So yeah, it's it's a yes, never I, I never want any of my family members to to grow up the way that I grew up. Um but in the same side, 
I, I sort of feel sorry that they'll never ever be able to experience what I've experienced because of what it's made me do in my mm-hmm. lifetime. It almost you, uh, seems like it's sort. scorekeeping. Like I, I have, I have a yeah. bunch of questions written down. Like, and one of them is how much is enough? That's how I phrased it to. Yeah. And it almost sounds like nothing's enough. You're just running up a high score at this point. It's because yeah. money stops having value. Like if if you, I'm gonna make up. Let's say you're worth yeah. 500 million, right? And then we increase that to 550 million. That hasn't done a lot for you. I disagree with you on that one, by the way. Oh, uh, at some point. You know, it money is just. Uh, I'm you not gonna can go into so Target and get anything yeah. you want. Yeah, if but if your standards <laughs> are that low, right? Then uh-huh. then then two or three or four million dollars is. Why would I? I mean, want I sex? can go to Target and get whatever I want. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> even the TVs but, and stuff. Like, <laughs> but going from but going from five hundred million to seven hundred fifty million, you absolutely step up to a whole yeah. new class of living, right? Like it depends on the things that that you want in your life. Like, yeah. do you do you want a jet? Do you want a, a silly yacht? Do you want a, a home in Spain? Do you want like a sports you, team? Yeah. Or are you, you know, it would would just have a, a, nice, a nice house, you know, in your the state you live in is one house and one pool and like one car that that's that that's nice. If that's all you aspire to, if that's if that fills you with complete contentness, then of course you're you're good there. But a lot of people are like, dude, I I want three wives. I want to. I want my own island. I want. Yeah. I want. I don't want one super yacht. I want a fleet of. I want a super yacht making company. You know, yeah. like, like all I it, wanted you'll was be a terrible fuck you money, right? I, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you money to me was defined as like not being beholden to anyone, getting to do what you want to do. Like it just, fuck you yeah. money meant that like I didn't. I don't meet with my boss every week and try to impress him, right? Yeah. And there was a time at Cisco where like I, I guess. I, I still do. I think I was smarter than my boss. And every week I would go in there with like my list of accomplishments, hoping that I walked away with him like feeling proud of me. And it's like, yeah. who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. You know, like he doesn't even own the company, right? Yeah. Like he, I felt like I did his job better than him, my job better than him. Like, like it, yeah. I, I, he was just there before me. And uh, no offense at all. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, and, and and I don't I don't want that again. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to call it groveling because it wasn't that. It was just yeah. walking in there prepared with my list of accomplishments so that he knew that I kicked ass last week. And when you get away from that, that's the most valuable thing you can buy, according to me. Freedom. What do uh, you think? Like, let's say you you keep skyrocketing hex, like you're you know on the cover of Forbes or something in, in two years. What's the biggest thing you can see yourself purchasing? Like if you go like. Uh, bananas, you know, more money than you can dream of. Are you the kind of person that would be like, hell yeah, I want a dope yacht, or yeah, I, I'll get a, a G6 I, plane. I probably wouldn't do a, a yacht, or uh, I, w- I would probably maybe do a jet, but That'd be pretty I cool. don't know. I, and, too and small. I, and, uh, and, and Island? Come on, you want your be... own sports team? You, you want the Houston Astros or the, or the Dallas Cowboys? You, yeah, you, uh, Ten years from know. now, you can buy your partner's team. Right. Welcome yeah. to the optic. <laughs> he bought a deer and flip it on him. <laughs> don't you want to, you know, if someone's welcome to the optic dome, home of the Dallas Cowboys. Fucking Jerry Jones over there crying his eyes out. Like that's a legacy. <laughs> yeah, That'd you know, it was, cool. yeah, yeah. It, what's funny is that the uh, I'm in Texas. Now. I don't know if you guys if, if you guys caught mm-hmm. on to that, but I'm in Frisco, Texas, and Jerry Jones has the Cowboys corporate headquarters, like five minutes from where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. He. he He's. They, they have, I'm. A, I'm part of the private club there, so there's like a 11, uh, 1100 person, you know, waiting list and all that. I, because of you know my, you know, I, I just got pushed up a little bit, like at yeah. the beginning of last year, um, and you know you, 
you sort of what club? I don't is this? know. I don't know. Uh, Cowboy Club is what it's called. Oh, that, that doesn't it's mean just, anything to me. Is it? It's cool? like the, it's like the Soho House. Yeah, it's a like it's, it's more it's, it's more for it's, <laughs> it's, it's a rich more, people club. It, yeah, it, pretty much. But it's it's more for for like you know networking and business opportunities. Um, it's a rich people club. What do you do in the Cowboy Club? Do you attend games today? Today, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can watch it. It's a, it's a practice field. Uh, you can watch them practice today. They were practicing live. You can sometimes see Jerry Jones land his helicopter. So. I don't know. It, it, it was more of a, of a of a business networking thing for me than than anything else. But the food there is fucking incredible. Lamb meatballs, shishito peppers, ahi tuna as starters, and then you go into the forty four farms medium well. Ooh, it's Do delicious. you pay annually to be a member of the Cowboy Club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Can you share that? How much? No, that is? I can't. You I can't. can't okay. But, I don't know. But there was a membership. Uh, there's a membership uh, initiation and all that. But I'm trying to get them to open it up or. You know, lower something a, a little bit so young younger people can go in there. Because um, you know, at times in the nighttime is not as, as as cool. I've I've been to dinner there with my wife a couple of times, and it's just like not you know, could be could be better in my opinion. Um, but I don't know what I would I don't know what I would buy that'll make me do that. I I'm a I, I like being in this space just because I get to you know do stuff like this I can stream if I want to if I want to have a business meeting I can have that uh, you know traveling the world and all that doesn't the, so me saying that I want to line an island like almost doesn't even make sense because I how often would I go to live what the fuck am I going to do on that island because mm-hmm. I'm not going to be you know, does, does it have internet is a question you have homeless people to me. you have yeah. homeless people fight to the death on your island of course yeah Absolutely. Uh, well, yeah yeah well, I mean that would be that would be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and when YouTube, I pull a YouTube lever, monetize it. Yeah. When I pull a lever, the plexiglass floor slides out. Yeah. The sharks under there. No, that would be my rule of my island nation: is no extradition to any nation on Earth. So you're welcome here if you committed a heinous crime, but you have to fight for your right to live versus another person Why can't they who just committed pay a you? heinous crime. Well, because I'm a multi-billionaire, I want to watch bloody battles in my island dome. Trailer, like money is how no will your population ever increase if it every won't. time someone oh, no, comes, this someone is my dies? Island. Population one. It's on a sign when you walk in. <laughs> it's just me. So, it's so just, when he wins, you just snipe They him. get to stay. It's very lonely. <laughs> <laughs> just a lonely billionaire alcoholic watching rapists murder each other. Well, yeah. I mean, That's the life. Yeah. That, that's what... Uh, yeah. Oh, who's the what? guy that wrote Minecraft? Oh, uh, is not uh, the least notch. creative billionaire Mo- on the Mojang. planet. That's What's his sad, name? sad. I, oh, yeah. I know him notch. as Notch. Yeah. Notch. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? That's what he could be notch doing. Now. I've never met post. him. But... Notch oh. made some post online like three years ago, and he's just, he, like, like, how depressed. And we're still called. upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> not depressed about it. It's just like, get out of here, you bitch. Like, he, like, like be, basically, he, 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 I just don't know how to be happy. You know, I, I got all this money, but I'm. I don't have happiness. That's when we did that bit where we were like, dude, Notch, reach out to us. Either of us will be your minister of fun, and you will <laughs> never have a boring day with us yeah. around. You'll have rapists murdering each other. You'll have uh, just – that's only one whores. of the many good ideas. Whores, lots and lots know? of whores. Lots uh, of whores. The yeah. whores will fight. <laughs> They say money can't buy happiness, dude. We can hook you up with tons of pretend, pretend yeah, friends. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I guess there is a, a that's that's you you can't buy happiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm glad that I've always been like a, a really, you know, fun person. I think that I've I've been very lucky to not suffer with any of that. So when you said like, were you depressed? I was like, no, nah, I don't. I don't even know what that would hmm. what, what what that even means. Um, so yeah, no, I I don't know, man. I, what I, one thing I do want to do, uh, you know, as as early as next quarter, 
is I want to figure out a way to go back to the school that I went to as a kid and just like not only remodel it, but like hook it all up. And I'm not fucking paying this for myself. Pull LeBron. No, 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 no. He's pulling a Scott's tots. Scott's tots. Yes. Yeah. Scott's tots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, now, I know I, mean, I told you that I that you don't go to college five years yeah, ago before laptop I have to come under. batteries for everybody. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know what I used to want to do when I was, uh, I guess, at my most, uh, when I was at my peak, I wanted to be a commencement speaker. I was like, I wonder who they have like at Ocean City High School and whether that guy is a better speaker or a bigger deal than I am. You know, like, mm. how awesome would it be to return to my alma mater and uh, high school alma, alma mater and be the commencement speaker? But that desire's passed. Mm. But would you... First speaker, we have Lance Corporal David Stevenson with his <laughs> silver star for saving five of his comrades in Afghanistan. Second speaker, we Is that have what your high school had? gamer tag. My high school He's had like prestige, uh, the they, unexceptional it, gamer. Uh, the so, no, so maybe was a tenth prestige <laughs> in Call of Duty Four, a ninth prestige. Yes, it was a glitch lobby in Modern Warfare Two. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> no, no. But my high school would be like, you know, this guy is in charge of all the parking meters in Ocean City, the whole town. You know, bought his house and quarters because he's a thief. Speaking at our high school commencement, like we didn't have big athletes or real celebrities you know you, you see like uh bill gates or steve jobs doing the commencements at like ucla that's not yeah. what my high school was like you know there, there yeah. were people you'd never heard of before and you're like here's the yeah. whatever assistant the most notable guy we ever got to speak not mm-hmm. in a commencement just generally was that dude with like only a little bit of his lower jaw who scares you out of smoking <laughs> yeah i love that guy <laughs> he's like i used to be like you i thought it would never catch up to me don't end well, up like me. Funny. And it's like, you can't even <laughs> fucking that do anymore, man. Yeah. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. Fucking if God. anyone would like to fuck my throat hole, it's $14. I'll see you <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> they don't actually pay me to be here. I'm very depressed. I live in my car. <laughs> <laughs> the batteries on my throat box are running. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, what a shit life that would be. He's selling me, throat man. hole fucks for batteries. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <God>. So, <laughs> PKA uh, reaches well, a new uh, low. It, Didn't it, think it, it could it, happen. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad it was with me here. Jesus. Uh, moral of the story, kids, do not smoke. Right. Yeah. Rap, rap uh, get yourself well, an, an eBay vape. Who, uh, or a Capri Sun. Yeah. A Capri Sun. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen someone make a Capri Sun last that long. That's the most impressive thing. Uh, this, this is just He's just sucking sugar gas out of it at this point. You know, yeah. like the smell of Capri Sun. Dude, yeah. congratulations on all the stuff you got cooking. Uh, Thank you, man. That's pretty cool. I, I look forward. Can you type in the chat what your next investment is? Mm-mm. Oh, well, I thought you said you're going to. Yeah, no. Just, I don't just know. Can't. Under lock and key, Woody. Under lock and key. I until it's announced I can. He's dealing with MLB team owners. You got to be careful with this kind of shit. Okay, listen. The, uh, I will say this. I don't want to be kicked off the private chat. All right? That's. Mm. Yeah, I see where really you're coming nice from. Thing. Yeah, you don't want to be that then. That must be cool to be on a private jet. I've never even flown first class. I don't want to because I don't want the experience that Kyle always describes and then having to go back to coach. Dude, first class is wonderful. And and like it's not like you know I believe you. It's it's not oh my Skype just said, Are we losing you now? What the fuck was that? That's oh, literally no, you, you, something I typed to Hector because he said oh, he had to leave weird. at eight fifteen and, it and it's uh, yeah. 
No, okay. uh, he's Central Time. Yeah. Oh, no, no, right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Let right. me tell everyone Central about Time. Monster Thank Energy you. Espresso. This episode of PK mm. is brought to you by Monster Energy Espresso's delicious new espresso drink. When you need an extra burst of energy but don't have the time to wait in line, grab Espresso Monster. Espresso Monster is a premium blend of smooth espresso and cream packaged in an 8.4 ounce can. It's just the right size, perfect for when you're on the go. Each can has three shots of espresso blended with mm. European milk, just the way the Italians do it. And at 150 to 160 milligrams of caffeine per can, it's sure to give you the energy you need to conquer the day. Espresso Monster has two delicious flavors to choose from, espresso and cream and vanilla espresso. It's produced in Denmark, as well as the Netherlands. Espresso Monster is made with freshly brewed espresso coffee, hormone-free milk, and a unique energy blend that's complete with taurine and B vitamins. Close your eyes. Take a sip and enjoy Espresso Monster today. I enjoyed two Espresso Monsters right before the show, and I am fucking fired up. These things are so powerful. It's a ton of caffeine, and I don't get the shakes like, like I do with like Redline or some other shitty energy drink. These things are delicious. I love them. Ah. Big fan. Yep, today's show also out. brought to you by PUBG Mobile. Experience PUBG Mobile, the, uh, the mobile game IGN calls a remarkable Technical achievement. PUBG Mobile is the official mobile version of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, uh, featuring highly intuitive and customizable controls. It's one of the best mobile games available, and it's also free to play. Enjoy eye-popping graphics, super smooth controls, and a variety of exciting play modes. Survive pulse-pounding 100-player battles on a remote island filled with danger and opportunity. Make your way through sprawling rural and urban environments as you scavenge for weapons, vehicles, and supplies inside a relentlessly shrinking battle zone. Mix it up with different play modes and that include teaming up with three other players in squad matches. Play war mode, mini zone, and quick matches for fast-paced arcade-style play. Drop in, gear up, and stay alive as long as you can. No, uh, no Techie calls Pup, PUBG Mobile the daddy of all Battle Royale. Defeat every player, stay in the zone, and before you know it, you'll be shouting your victory cry. Download the official mobile version of PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds for free by going to Android or the iOS app store and typing in PUBG Mobile, PUBG Mobile. Uh, collect a special reward using the link and promo code provided in the episode's description. Play now. Mm, nice. Check those things good. out. Awesome. Can I'm going to go download about, it right now. Can we talk about the fitness challenge thing? Yeah. Before that, can, what's, what's the deal with the beard? For real. Oh, well... <laughs> Last uh, last week we made that our Halloween episode, and I, I came as Jesus Christ, and um, I bought this whole Jesus Christ robe. It was lovely, and it came with a beard and a wig, and I used that beard and wig for the episode, but I didn't know if it was going to be high quality enough and it was going to work out, so when I bought that, I also bought this glue-on beard yeah. as well as a, uh, a professional wig, and I, 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 just, I just had those extra, and you know, we were an hour before, the, before showtime tonight, and I saw my beard lying there. This is real hair. <laughs> and uh, and and I was like, I'm gonna glue some Where? homeless person's beard to my face. So why didn't Be you glue the beard for the Halloween episode? Uh, because this is homeless Jesus. Like the the, the, the fucking mm. look at it. This is not a Jesus. Beard. You look more like an Amish. Oh, Jesus. yeah, it's too exactly. Nice. It, no, it looks shit. It's ridiculous. This is not what Jesus' beard looked like. They told me to boil it, and that would make it curly. This I boiled it. It just got all weird. You boiled a costume beard. It's not a costume beard. This is real fucking hair. This yeah. is so some Indian woman had to lose hair, get it chopped off for this bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely not Indian. Um, oh, Jesus smells, smells like Christ, it doesn't water. smell yeah. bad. That's what you're doing. No, no, it doesn't have that. 
doesn't have that immigrant stink doesn't to it. Doesn't smell like curry. <laughs> and it, so, um, so yeah, you know, the show was coming up, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna glue a beard to my face because because I, I want to." And I was trying to get ta- looks tailors. good. It does look good. Yeah, yeah. it's good. gonna be hell getting this off. I use a lot of spirit gum. I've had prosthetics put on before, <laughs> and uh, and use spirit gum, and it it does not want to come off. Um, How long do you think it would stay on there if you just allowed it? Three or four days of like showering for sure. At do least. you think you could make it to PKN? On Tuesday, you wearing that still? Could I and would I are two very different questions, Taylor. Fair enough. No, it would be disgusting. Can you imagine getting out of the shower and it's just <laughs> soaking wet and cold on your face? Well, it's and starting I, to curl after three days. <laughs> I'm at the grocery store and it's all matted together and shit. And people are just giving me weird... No, I'm not doing that. But, uh, um, you know, I had a beard, so I, I thought I'd, I'd put my beard on. Yeah, that's all right. It. Yeah, It's really good. Yeah. It's a little long. I, I, when I came on, I'm like, there's no way, is it? I'm like, when was the last time I've seen this guy? Like, is it? Not seven years. He has been right, cultivating so, that for a tell while. Me, tell me about this uh, fitness challenge that you guys invited yeah, me man. to, which I'm going to have to decline, but Ky- go on. Kyle, would you lay it out? So, I will lay it out. In 10 Let's seconds, it, but, uh, we talked about this on PKN and at the very end of PKA, so I want at least one time for us to say it when people hear it. Yes, so... Do it very briefly, because I've got a... Uh, Hex-related question. I know we're limited on time for him. So Joe Rogan and uh, on his podcast did a, this whole fitness thing. They were using the uh, MZ3 My Fitness uh, uh, belt, which uh, goes right below, right on your chest, right below your titties, and uh, it measures your heart rate. Uh, they have a proprietary uh, scoring system for measuring effort. These are called My Zone Effort Points, or MEPS for short. And Every uh, minute that you spend with your heart rate in a certain level of yeah. uh, of its of its maximum gives you a different amount of MEPS for that minute. Obviously, higher gets more MEPS, lower gets less MEPS, and resting gives you no MEPS. So we're competing for most MEPS in a month. And uh, has I anyone actually, died from this? No, not yet. We haven't started yet. Um, Taylor's <laughs> Taylor's belt uh, is defective in some manner. And if, if you want to tweet at my zone, there'll be a link in the description at, for, of their Twitter. <laughs> Tweet at them and be like, fucking at Taylor or whatever your, what's your Twitter handle? Mercadurka. Follow Merka me Durka. for the updates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> at Mercadurka wants his belt. And then at us all, you know, and, and be like, we're doing a competition. We want this thing to work. They haven't gotten back to Taylor in a, in a timely manner. And they are holding us up. We have had the delay. I was ready to start last night at midnight. We were I, all ready to get going. I'm all chock full of stuff. I started I, anyway. <laughs> it, it won't count, but I did. It won't, yeah. And, and, and I got rowing machines. I've got under desk peddling devices. Like like I'm ready to fucking go over here. I bought the watch that goes with the thing. This is the the MyZone watch. It was sixty fucking dollars, mm-hmm. and I ordered I overnighted it so I'd have it on time. And it doesn't even matter. It's like thirty dollars of shipping that's wasted <laughs> to those people. So mm-hmm. yeah, at them, be like, come on, get back to us because Taylor's belt is giving him like information from someone who worked out in 2015. Now, they worked yeah, out I was hard. There. I was texting everybody like, so are you guys not getting your results right? Because it says I had a great month in September of 2013. Yeah. <laughs> and I bought hard. this yesterday, so it can't Wait, be right. Wait, did you buy it new? or? Yeah, Yeah, I bought it directly from them. And so oh, and there's, oh, something, there's something up with like, the got a fucking information refurbished. relay. Taylor paid full Other price. Other people sweat, bro. And he's got some refurbished model that you people sent him, and we don't care for it. All right? We're trying to do a competition here. There are hundreds of thousands of people who care about this. We are invested. I want so, to heavily. 
There are I'm amped up and ready to go. There are prizes that okay, matter yeah, that's my next for question. first through fourth, right? So uh, it's the the three constant hosts on the show, and Chiz is in it too. So there's four of us competing, mm-hmm. and uh, the prize that I care most about is the belt. There's a belt like a world champion boxer would yeah. have, right? Like a big gaudy thing with. I don't know medallions on it or something. I would really like to have that. That is my that my number one thing. Um, and then in the third and fourth places, it's not just like prizes you don't get; it's punishments. So mm-hmm. that is supposed to be a motivator too. People have talked. What are the punishments that we've talked about so far? Beard shaving, which is not punishing to me. Um, eating one of those one chips, like a, a spicy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Eating something really spicy. Uh, I like. All my ideas for punishments are more content-driven instead of humiliation-driven. And I think that's going to win out in the end with listeners, where I think if you lose, you have to like make, produce, and put out there like a five-episode YouTube series. It can be a solo podcast yourself. It can be going back to gaming for like five episodes or something. But you have Ooh. to put content back up on your channel. It could be five episodes, ten. I don't know. But I That's think the loser good. should have to make content. I, I Kyle, what good. if you used your um, second channel? Yeah. Or you could even yeah, you use would, your any channel, Kyle. Just use make my content. channel. I don't give a fuck. Look, I'll, you make forth any fucking thing you wanted to be. Because I'm going to be first in this thing. I'm going to destroy you bitches. Woody with his old man heart is going to crumble and die away early on. He's going to blow himself out, tear something. <laughs> Chiz is Maybe. probably just going to die. Okay, and and Taylor just doesn't have the time. It's it's not even a competition. It's 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 a competition for for second right now. So so I, I make fourth punishment whatever you want. Make make it getting railed in the ass live on the show. Make it shaving your head. Make it getting your nose pierced. Make it getting a, t- a face tattoo of whatever someone wants. I'll do anything. I don't fucking care because I'm not getting fourth. I'm not getting third. I'm not getting second. I'm winning this thing. Please you include guys this prop- in the montage if he doesn't win, fans. Yeah, include it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's trying to provide some entertainment here. God damn it. So, so you you <laughs> talking shit is what you do. Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> I like it. I, I like the shit talking. I uh, yeah. Yeah, I hope it. I hope it motivates you to get to get to get a few meps. Uh, dude, I'm. <laughs> so here's here's what's happened thus far. Uh, Taylor's worked with uh, ineffective customer support. That's his progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chiz and Kyle have spent a bunch of money on exercise equipment they haven't used. Right, mm-hmm. that's their strategy. It would seem. And I think that's like ninety percent of the population, though they buy, yeah. they buy it to you know, and they never use it. And I'm out there testing shit. <laughs> right, I'm doing activities. I'm I'm hitting the exercise bike. I'm out there kiting. Just seeing like what kind of activities provide what kind of meps. And, uh, Bro, yeah. So I'm, I'm, what it, I was gonna say is that can't you just get on your on your paramotor and like shut it off mid-flight? No, yeah. no, it's, not, it's, it's, it's heart rate. Oh well, oh, yeah, I think that's me. what yeah. he's getting at. But yeah. Yeah, 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 like I, I guess being terrified would work if you could simulate that somehow. But um, but yeah, what I'm actually doing is just finding out like what kind of things I do translate into what kind of meps I earn. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would argue that like, well, it hasn't even started yet. Buying exercise equipment that you haven't touched, I'm an unimpressed with what you've got going on so far. I've already oh, I'm not trying a, to impress a nearby. You. Yeah, uh, I'm letting you exactly. know I'm unimpressed. Gonna, oh, I'm I'm not looking for your admiration, Mr. Woody. Well, it's you don't have get, it. That's a good thing. I I, I wouldn't want. Oh, it. He was I bragging about how much his exercise bike cost. I absolutely was not. You were too. You're a liar. I was not. Pre-show. I pointed out. I point no. I, I I was talking about how much Chiz's exercise under 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 desk exercising machine costs. I, you got the forty dollar one. I got the sixty dollar one, and 
and Chiz may have gotten this this three hundred dollar underdesk peddler. <laughs> oh, I saw can that. You when really, I was can that. you really like get something going like under? Yeah. The thing is, Hex, it doesn't take that. So, um, I'm gonna share with the people. What it you only have to get to, to like 50% stuff. of your max heart oh, rate in order to I start earning it. points. And so you don't have to be like blowing yourself out 24-7. You can do like semi a little bit strenuous stuff and still get yourself to that, that threshold. Yeah, that, that's the kind of thing I was experimenting with. I don't want to share the results. But yeah. uh, I, was, I was just looking like, you know, if I do this, what do I get? If I do that, what do I get? So you're cheating. You're getting some advice. Oh, he's, he's researching, yeah. Stuff. Yeah, this cheating, is research. Anyone by can do dragging it my ass into a field and doing stuff. Yeah. That's oh, your favorite activity in the world. It must have been hard. I didn't actually. Can we have a take good time. a minute or two <laughs> to make fun of Chiz for spending three hundred and fifty dollars on an underdesk uh, peddler? That is that is insane to me. He's, he's I suffered actually, enough. I, I bought think. one too for like seventy dollars, and you can stand on it and do it if you want. Like I. That's $350. His has a, an that? iPhone app that you can use with it. Mine, mine doesn't plug it in. Just, it just it gives you no, notifications every five minutes. You're a, you're a fool you know, <laughs> for having spent money on a $350. You know, the, the person posted this on Amazon like, you know, it's only worth $25. You know, <laughs> ah, someone, some retard's going to buy it. You know? <laughs> that thing looks pretty cool. I can see why it was attractive to him. I can see why it's better than mine. But all I wanted to do is just... If you can keep yourself in the MEP zone a lot, I think that's a big part of it. And uh, I, and part of what I learned was personal to me. Again, I don't want to share too much. But, like, you know, how hard should I dread versus should I like, you know, what kind of points I get on return for that. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm out there experimenting. I don't think I've there's a way. I've already got plenty of good ideas. Like, I've picked out a dangerous alley nearby to run in to keep <laughs> me constantly afraid. I might go to East STL and turn text to speech on and create a Twitch account. And that'll keep oh, me God. running because I've seen the kinds of things people type in to say over there when I, well, I see Well, did you clip. see that? You saw that clip, right? Is that what you're oh, saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy who was sitting in the DMV. <laughs> is, is that what you're talking about? No, this guy that went trick-or-treating. And oh, no, I didn't see that. He, wa he walks up and he's like, give me all your candy, you cunt, or something. <laughs> the, the girl's like, the girl's like, and then he said, you know, other shit. And, and the girl's just like, oh, my God. And then closes the door. But yeah. I don't know about I don't know about those I don't have anything about against people I, I don't think I could ever ever see myself inconveniencing somebody especially a stranger for a prank you know what I'm saying I just I can never like even those the street pranks where mm -hmm. I just can never see I, I don't watch those man because it like it hurts me inside I'm like oh, like, oh it makes I would you uncomfortable it gives you a little stomach ache doesn't it where you're like yeah, oh. yeah I would totally like wear that band and watch that and beat all of you. That's how much my heart races. <laughs> the, best, the best example of that, there's a show called Impractical Jokers. Yes. Four buddies. That's hilarious. That will make you cringe so hard. Yeah, Basically, like the other three guys are in the other guy's ear, and he has to do an embarrassing thing in public, and they are the most embarrassing things you can imagine in public. Uh, they are just rough. Like going up they to don't like do a, it like, at the expense of someone else. They're making a fool of themselves. Yes. Well, is, it, is, that, is that how it goes? Because I, I thought I saw somewhere where they, uh, they make the dude ask the girl if she's pregnant. And she was just like a little heavy set. And I, right there, I was like, I'm going to see that's fucked up. Because, yeah. you know, you, if, if, if I'm minding my own fucking business, you know, I don't need you coming in and call me fat. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's fucked up. So I, I, I know what it is because it was, it was, uh, it was on Netflix. And I, I was running. I'm like, I'm like I, I can never, would never be able to bring myself yeah. to do something. Uh, just, you lost the oh. challenge, Murr. You got to go. Fucking pickpocket that bodybuilder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that, oh, you know what? Like that. People have talked about um, 
I think going on a PKA adventure type of trip, some sort of group vacation. And, uh, and that like the, um, it's funded by the bottom half of the group and the top half doesn't have to pay for it. We've talked about that. I would like first place to choose it. I think that would, that would mean a lot. That'd be something I'd really want too. Because I, I would choose a place where we do something, right? It, it would be some sort of zip lining through the South American rainforest, or we could go skiing up north. Oh, you cannot lose this competition. Yeah, if Kyle <laughs> wins, work. it's going to involve Uber Eats and Magic the <laughs> oh, Gathering no. or something. It's going that, to involve something you'll hate. <laughs> I can't imagine what that'd be. I can. What <laughs> if something? That oh, I'd love silly. that. Give a good one. Oh, oh, there'd be there'd be casinos, there'd be bright lights, there'd be crowds. It'd be great. Oh, there'd definitely be it, it would be very fun. Yes. I, I'd be down with that one as well. That yeah. could be very interesting. Winner First place chooses where the we vacation. go. Yeah, I like that idea. Damn it, That's... I know I'm not gonna win. <laughs> I, 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 you're uh... the favorite, Taylor. Everyone is picking you to win. They don't realize the time difference that like available time that I have compared to you and Kyle. Like it, it's just I some people have said that. I think that if I look at the crowd reaction, I have. Pretending this is like college football rankings, Taylor's in first place with like 60 first place votes. Kyle's in second with also a bunch of first place votes, like 30. And then it's me and then Chiz. And you know, there's some variations on that. But by and they large... They don't give us all full credit, huh, Woody? No, no. They don't think that I can... They, they don't know. I don't know either. It's going <laughs> to so we'll be me, Chiz, Woody, Taylor. That's what's happening. You think Taylor I, will get last? I, I think so. I, I don't think he has the time. I think that's, that's a, I, I was surprised when he even agreed to this thing. He, he, he has ma- at max like maybe two hours a day. Mm-hmm. That's just not going to cut it. But I'm going I'm I'm to do something. That's as that, a counter argument, let's pretend we had been wearing these things for some time now. Taylor would have won October, September, August, July, all the way well, back sure. for the last oh, year, yeah. right? Yeah, like so, if there so weren't a competition. So he's suddenly going to get fourth when we play? Maybe. Yeah, absolutely he will. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's inconsequential. That that's not. That, I just don't want to come in fourth. You're gonna have to work hard. That's my only goal. You know, I don't want to make ten podcasts by myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, is that is that a thing? No, we haven't we haven't figured out. We haven't decided it. I think that's a good one because it is entertaining that is a good one. and it forces content because people are always saying do more PK and it doesn't have to be a podcast. That was just one idea. Like it could be a solo yeah. podcast. It could be PKA plays with just you playing and maybe another one of us will jump in to to make it a little more fun. Like that seems like the winning thing here. More so content. yeah, I don't think I can do a, a paramotor vlog. That wouldn't be fair. But in my head, I'm like, well, fuck, I might fire up COD again, do some old yeah. Woody's Gamertag videos. Uh, a lot of have people you, have, have asked for... Have you played Call of Duty lately? What's the last time you played Call of Duty? I haven't played games <laughs> until just a few days ago when I started playing Left 4 Dead. Um, but uh, people have asked for a truck vlog and a motorcycle vlog for a while, so that might work those in there if I were to lose. Yeah, I've been playing a ton of COD. I love the new COD. Like, I yeah. think it's the best Call of Duty in four or five years. It's just excellent. Seven, bro. I mean, when, when was Modern Warfare 2 out? Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it is. Um, Are you right? I don't know. You might be right. I, I play. I I try to play, but not not as much as I used to. Uh, do, like, which one of you guys? Are you guys still all creating content or no content? No, no, huh? no. This just, is just playing for fun. Just, just love it. Just I, fucking love it. I make one paramotor video a week, and then the the show. Yeah. Speaking of content, you just started a podcast recently, right? Yeah, the Eavesdrop Podcast. What is it a uh, like gaming specific, more business talk, like general discussion? What what's kind of the genre? 
you're going for. So what I was thinking is is gaming was sort of a bridge that brought together a whole bunch of people from all corners of the industry, whether it was, mm-hmm. it's a pro player uh, to CEOs of companies. So I was thinking, you know, for example, with Wiz being the head of, of gaming at, at YouTube and Google, that was like a first one. I had easy access because he's a friend of mine. Obviously, Nate Shot, Scumpy, um, Vonderhaar was a was a was a good one. It, we, we, I didn't really get to spend that much time with him because I, it's like the launch week of it. So, uh, you know, hopefully I could get a follow up with him and really dive deep into like you know more meaningful questions about him because he he as a person like is super intriguing to me. Um, not that it keeps you up at night or that I'm like oh shit I wonder what he's doing. But you know, anytime he's in the conversation, I'm always like ah, oh, you know, so so many questions. And then Hasro. That I have uh, Sundance, Sepso ready to go. I have like uh, you know people all from all over the industry, mm-hmm. uh, content creators, like the whole nine. Um, but yeah, mo- mostly you know life I, in general, just lifestyle. That's cool. Have you ever had beef with Hastro? And I just ask because that can be natural when comp- you guys were competitors for quite some time. You, yeah, you I mean we be- still are. Uh huh. But what, so, they, uh, what does Hastro do? He's the CEO of uh, Team Envious and the Dallas okay. Overwatch team, Dallas Fuel. Um, we, we actually just had him on the podcast and we, you know, a, a fan asked us like, how competitive are you two with each other? And, uh, you know, we're friends and this is like the answer that we gave us like, we're friends, but you know, c- competition is competition and we don't let each other off easy. So, you know, there, there is, there is a high level of competition between he and I, of course. Yeah. There was a time when there was almost cooperation. Like I used to think of Envious and Optic as sister teams in the COD world. Do you had players go yeah, back and forth? Were- Say it again. Eon, remember Eon Interactive, the the first. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it, it wasn't necessarily sisters. This, people called it that, and and, and oh. that was one of the things I didn't like about it. Um, but yeah, that ended up not working out. And then you know, but we both made you know. Well, he's down the street now, like half an hour from me. He's in downtown Dallas. His whole setup is downtown Dallas. I mean, so it's like really weird that we both ended up in the you know fighting for the same state almost. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, is your podcast like in person, kind of like Joe Rogan, or is it remote, more like this? It's uh, it, it's never remote. It, it's always in person. Uh, it's almost a traveling podcast. Cool. We, we put everything in a Pelican case, and me and my camera guy just go. Well, we, look, we just we're in episode. The next episode is going to be episode number eight, and it's going to be the third. Uh, actually, I was going to say it's the third one out of my office, but it's not. This next one's at the person's like studio from where he creates content out of. Um, so the next guest is Castro, the FIFA streamer. Are you guys familiar? I'm not familiar. No. He's got. He's 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 a he's a player. He's definitely like a a, a big a big player in the FIFA world. Um, him and then uh, Lonkers TV. Rob from UMG, the the website UMG. You guys remember that? No, I do. UMG. I remember UMG. Yeah. So UMG. One of the early investors is uh, this guy named Rob. Uh, he invested a couple of grant, like a couple couple you know, a couple. Of tens of thousands into it and then walked away when he got paid out and he started making YouTube videos at the beginning of 2016 fishing videos and he's now like a he just passed a million subscribers does like with 10 to fishing 11. content like like all fishing fishing and hunting now but uh-huh. or started with fishing bass fishing specifically um, but yeah he and I became really good friends during the during the UMG days and I would make him. Well, I would make him, but I would ask him to throw a tournament in Orlando so we can go fish Lake Okeechobee, and you know, with Scott Martin, who's a professional, you know, fisherman. And little by little, we started like developing this friendship. And then 
you know, he said, it's like, yo, I want to, I want to do, you know, I want to make fishing videos like you. Cause at the time I was making, you know, fishing videos, but not as consistently as I was anything else. And then he started and fucking blew up, sells out of rods, sells out of baits, sells out of at, 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 uh, at Bass Pro Shops. Um, when he started taking off, I'm like, I'm like, dude, like you guys are on the verge of disrupting the fishing industry the way that, you know, influencers disrupted, you know, competitive video games in a mm-hmm. sense where everybody was sponsoring, you know, the players because they competed. And then, you know, we sort of come along with this new model where guess what? Our pro players are the influencers, check them out and, you know, same sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been a really cool. So he's going to be like the, the, the guests, two guests from now. Thank you so much because you just gave me my idea for what we're going to do when I win this competition. What's hey, it going to be? We're going fishing. Oh, that'd be for cool. Sh- for sharks. Oh, I've done that off, before. Off the so coast of I. Georgia. I'm, I'm totally down to yes. fish for sharks. Is that like your big leisure activity, Hector, uh, fishing? Yeah, but, you know, and one of the main reasons why I moved to Texas, but I haven't, haven't fished at all this year, unfortunately. That sucks. I went to an MLB. Man, it's like, it's Is November. It? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You really, you really haven't fished. All <laughs> yeah. Well, it's about to start getting hot, man. This is when, when, when it begins. Does it? I, I, Hector mentioned MLG Orlando. I went to MLG Raleigh with Hector, and he hooked me up. He gave me, like, VIP passes. I got good seats for every time people played, and it made me feel special. But the, the thing that made Hex so cool in my eyes that day is he saw Pistola, and he walks up to Pistola, and the two of them do a secret handshake. And I'm like, oh, he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, still, we still do that handshake every time we see each other. Yeah, that's good. What is yeah. he doing now? He's still competing. Yeah? Does he yeah, still play Halo? Halo? Yeah, Halo's, Halo's still uh, uh, an eSport that, you know, that, that's, uh, that's, it's, it, needs, it needs some work. Uh, but yeah, it's good. Uh, Optic just won a Halo Championship about two years ago, the the World Championships. It was pretty cool. Uh, they gave me a championship ring, um, which was fucking phenomenal, you know. And and it came from from three four three themselves because the players asked, and I was like, man, that's that's, that's good. It's, I need I need my fucking Call of Duty one. Where's my Call of Duty? One? You know, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. God damn it, just fucking <laughs> give it to me. You know, we 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 finally get a championship, and you know, it's good. Nice. Finally. Yeah, but uh, Texas is Texas is like such an esport forward thinking town that there was no other way that I could pick anything else. Especially here in Frisco, man. The mayor, uh, like everybody's all about esports. The building that I'm fucking in, uh, I'm on the second floor. Floor three, four, and five are are all gearbox. So the makers of Borderlands one and two. And every time I'm in the elevator, I'm like Borderlands three, and they're like. Not that I played it. I've never played it. But they're like, we don't know. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know. We don't know what we're doing. Uh, and then below, there's a there's a coffee place called Nerdvana, which is all it's like gaming, like board games, you know, like shoots and ladders, magic, the sh- gathering, and like really, you know, games that I, I personally don't play, but it's really cool. And then next door is a bar, which is Nerdvana Food and Spirits, which is like a restaurant bar. And it's all video games. There's a console every, at, at every booth. Uh, you you go to the bar and all Twitch streams. It's pretty dope. That's awesome. Really cool. Where do you think? I wanted to ask you about this. What do you think the future for for uh, battle royale games is in the competitive scene? How do they make that work? Because I watched the Dorito Bowls tournament or yeah. Dorito Bowl tournament, <clears throat> and what they do is you drop into a pub lobby, 
and you go for as many kills as you can with your team yeah. of four pros. Yeah. And and that's not a fair playing field. It's 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 so it's so hit or miss. Like like yeah. maybe you get into a lobby of it's it's like it's 88 players in squads maybe. So maybe there's 84 dumbasses in there or maybe you drop into a lobby with 84 badasses. Like it's it's really not fair. Now I I do think that the best team won that. Yeah. But but that it could have been much closer. Like like if I don't I don't remember what the gap between second and third was. But I doubt it was as wide as the gap between first and second. No, it wasn't that. It, it wasn't that that wide because. So yeah, it, look, I, I've 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 had this in my mind like forever, and I always bring it up. Um, I think I think battle royale is there is going to be a way to make it competitive once they figure out, you know, point systems. But you always are going to have this sort of luck involved right if you have two scumpies for example and i say that because he's streaming right over there if, if we have two scumpies and they each drop right same level same like a literal clone the, everything about them is exactly the same if if they fall into the same house one lands roof one lands you know bottom floor one might run into a gun let's 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 switch it even even more more common sense let's say i drop top floor and get a gun he drops bottom floor and has no gun i'm gonna kill him because i have a gun right i'm i'm, I'm gonna have that over him so the rng in the game is always going to be the toss-up of is it really competitive when luck is involved um yeah sure sometimes there's a there's a hail mary that's thrown sure there's a three-pointer that yeah, that's tossed up in the air and sometimes it's luck but you know it, the, the, there's elements that make it not be luck as well, unfortunately it is in battle royale why is it a bad idea to just have them play against each other right you know to, even then though even then the, the same scenario i just said you know group run it back, the, right uh, instead oh, yeah, of no, single elimination yeah, yeah. right you know play four yeah, yeah, times yeah. first place is one point second place is two points lowest points at the end of the day wins yeah average right but even then what if four times that weekend you land and there's no loot then, then you're the kind killed. of guy who makes excuses, right? You know, like, no, come on, really? You have no, yeah. I, I, I think so. If you if you land, you know where the loot rich areas are. No, so, no, 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 no. Go no. on. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, it's especially in COD. There don't seem to be necessarily loot rich areas. Like like in PUBG, it's like, oh yeah, if we go to this area, it's more likely there's level three gear, whereas these little farmhouses are more likely to be like pistols and shit. Mm -hmm. But in COD, there could be a it's very random. You never know where the good shit's going to be. It could be anywhere. It could be one house could have an entire kit, you know, rifle with all the attachments and, a, and an optic yeah. and level three, like armor and a couple stuns or something, which are super OP and, and COD. Stun grenades, nine bangs, all that shit. Like, that's how I lose. Like, like when I play solos, I'll drop, get four or five kills, go to the next circle, the next circle, get one more, one, two more, get a snipe think I'm going to win, and then engage in a gunfight. The guy takes cover, insta-heals, stuns me, and just kills me, and it's, it's GG. Yeah. And he, that was probably his first kill, but he's, he's got an advantage over me because maybe he hid in a house for the first two circles, and nobody shot at his armor, whereas yeah, I've been exactly. getting gunfight after gunfight. My armor's gone. I, I can't get new armor. So would you say that as you engage, you get weaker? Yeah, yeah. It's, it, yeah. it's, it's a game that like those of us who have played it a lot realize that the more engagements that you seek, the more aggressive you are, you're actually putting yourself at a disadvantage Later because that armor gets blown off of you. And unlike PUBG, where the armor has the armor has a lot of durability, mm -hmm. but, uh, but, but sort of consistent damage um, um, reduction based on which tier of armor it is, whereas in COD, 
it's got very low durability comparatively. So almost every single gunfight, unless you snipe the guy in the head with a sniper rifle and insta-kill him, his armor's destroyed, like, yeah. like in your gunfight. Like, every gunfight, yeah. like, like, that's the main call-out that we're always, it's, we're given three or four call-outs. It's like, armor's broken, guy's down, guy's finished. It's one of those three that we're constantly communicating back and forth, and arm, armor gets broken every time, and you hear it when, it, when you break a guy's armor. It's, yeah, you, you know when you've broken the guy's armor, and it happens yeah. every fucking time. So if uh, you're if you're if you've been in a lot of gunfights, you've got no armor. But if I you're don't a, like that mechanic, I think that's a mistake. I don't either. Yeah, in it most, is a mistake. So traditionally, b- before uh, battle royale games, there were like Hunger Games in Minecraft, and yeah. uh, you know, it, if I kill four guys, then I have like the accumulation of all the best stuff I got on all four of them, and it makes me stronger. If every yeah. time I engage, if, like if it rewards me hiding, then that's bad gameplay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it lends itself to be fast paced and and really call it like it. It's it's the only thing I've played since the game has dropped. I haven't played multiplayer. I haven't played a single game battles match, um, and it's the it's the only one that that the game that's like it, I needed that refresher in the game, and that's all I've been playing because it's the same mechanics and you know it's just it's just better in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, up up until that, I I played Fortnite for a little bit, but once the building got to the level that I got, I just you know I I knew that I was not gonna be able to be competitive, and instead of I I, th- I didn't have the 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 investment hours to put in to be decent enough to feel as though I had a fighting chance to where I'm just like eh, forget it. But it it was one of my favorite games. Uh, I called it the best multiplayer in the last you know five years. It was that good. Did you guys play Fortnite at all? I I, no. I was so into PUBG that like making the switch from sort of I won't call it a military shooter, but I guess it kind of is in a lot of yeah. ways to, to go from that slow paced, methodical kind of thing with mm-hmm. lots of communication to like, let's just fucking rapid fire build and jumping around and flying. It was it was too much of a pace gap for me. Yeah. And honestly, like and people don't like to hear this. I didn't care for the look of the game, like like, yeah. like that sort of cartoony kids kind of game, like just the palette. It just didn't didn't look nice to me, whereas I, yeah. I really like PUBG. I run PUBG on sort of medium high settings. I want my frames, but I also want it to look good. And I, I just prefer PUBG over Fortnite. But now that COD's out, I I haven't gone back to PUBG. I guess I will maybe when the new map drops. But still, like COD is it. COD is so good. Yeah, I'm I'm only gonna play PUBG on on the mobile device because of of PKA. Yeah, make sure uh, you use your but, code. Yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna use the code. But aside from that, like I, I uh, it's just too clunky for me. I and then when you play, and I played it. I played H1. Uh, but it was always just like, man, it's like, are we going backwards here? Like, what's why, why, what is it? So when, when Call of Duty finally announced that, I was, I was just on cloud nine, man. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be incredible. And sure enough, man, yeah, like little things here and there annoy the shit out of me, but it's 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 everything that I ever wanted in a, in a BR for Call of Duty. Trey you know what'll really fix the good. armor thing? Oh, good. To, to to fix the armor thing, every time someone dies, they need to drop an armor shard. Okay, uh-huh. and 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 like. It, you, you apply that armor shard to your armor and it repairs it by a certain percentage and maybe oh same four, way yeah, yeah yeah four shards will like get your level one back up to full strength or like like whatever something like that some way yeah. to repair armor or maybe if you've got five shards you can just fabricate a suit of armor something like that some way to like rebuild your armor you know anytime anytime I have an idea like that I'm like. David Vonderhaar already thought about it. That's the reason why he hasn't. Yeah, maybe. It. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe they can't implement it. Maybe it. Maybe it was unbalanced. Maybe people would. 
you know, they, maybe there's not a way to keep people from just having like six armor shards in their pocket and th technically having an extra suit of armor on them all the time. Yeah. I don't know. You know, but kill confirmed where they drop the dog tags and you pick it up again. And there's a yeah. search and rescue variant that has it too. I made a video saying they should do that. And in fairness, I think I got the idea from Reddit. But uh, when they added it to the game, tons of people were like, they stole that from Woody. They need to properly credit Woody. I yeah. wonder like, if they got it from me. Because I think some of the specific, like dropping dog tags was literally something I said. It's been a while. But yeah, I wonder if they heard that idea on yeah, my channel. It, it wouldn't, yeah, they probably did, man. They, they they watch and listen to everything and everything is implemented. And it's, if it's in the public domain, it's, you know, obviously. Oh, I'm not looking you know. for a, no, no, I a know. royalty I know, I know. or anything. I just wanted no, to I mean, know. Look, I invented Twitch, man. You were on the same thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> my, oh, my... when you were talking about that, like your um, influence in, on the world, there were a lot. I, I did this thing called Commentary March Madness, and yep. it basically just gave a lot of small people a platform to get known. Yeah. I wonder if that altered the trajectory of um, what's his name, like XX Fuzzy Games or something like that. The he's a big guy at Twitch. Fuzzy uh, Otterballs. Fuzzy Otterballs. He got jo known. Uh, Justin Wong. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, he first got kind of elevated into a person that people know by doing really well in my competition. I think he got second. Um, there were a bunch of guys. Captain Sparkles might be one of them. Like Jizz. Uh, um, there were a ton of people who got much more known through commentary March Madness than they would have otherwise. And mm -hmm. I wonder how many life trajectories it improved. It altered, yeah. 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 I remember Fuzzy. I mean, he's. I, I still, you know... I, we're we're friendly. We he was I saw him at TwitchCon like mm -hmm. last year. We talk and we I, you know we follow each other and shit. But that dude has always been super super funny. So like I I you know that sort of exposure helps people when their the talent is actually there and if they you know they they apply themselves with a with the most recent exposure that they just got. Exactly so. right. It's not that I made him successful. That's not true at all. But I was one of the rungs on the ladders that he used to get to the top. You know, and that was a. Uh, yeah, I just feel good about that. Yeah. About a just another question about Chiz wrote without commentary thing. March Madness he wouldn't be married to his current wife. Can you lay that out, Chiz? I'm dead serious. That has me interested. Sorry, I cut Taylor off. I'm sure it was pretty awesome, but this is too. Oh, the fame of commentary March Madness got him to meet his wife. I knew I altered his trajectory. I hope it for the positive. <laughs> they got married <laughs> the other week. Oh well, congratulations. <laughs> anyway, Taylor, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, it was, it was just like a. I don't know much about the whole professional gaming scene, but now, like Chiz was telling me, there's a new trend where, like, before it was like Optic versus Envy us, and it was like people from all around the world. Like, there wasn't any geographical, you know, uh, oneness with it. But now, like, Optic regions. owns, uh, yeah, no regions, you know. And so now Optic owns, you know, the Houston Outlaws, and Envy uh, apparently owns Dallas Fuel. Like, it, it, how, how does that all work? And this is clearly the future of it. Like, it's going to follow the same archetype as normal sports, I would think, right? It's a yeah. Team Star idea, right? Well, he, I, uh, I, I think it's always been discussed, but Team Star was definitely the first to do it in, in Call of Duty. He had the New York, um, what was it? It was good though. It, it was, it was the, it was the New York something, and then he gave them like worker 
suits or something like a uh, construction worker <laughs> sort of like th- anyway it was, it was, I don't think it was very you know good what he's talking about though like it, no he- i do i know yeah i do so he called it the new york something so so he made his team belong to the city that he was from uh what what we're talking about now is is regionality or assigning regions to esports teams for example hastro as he just mentioned owns the dallas fuel which means that you know dallas belongs to Dallas Fuel the way that Fuel belongs to Dallas. Houston Outlaws is my team, and it, it it's it's the best the best branding in all of the Overwatch League. Nobody can compete. It's uh if if when you think of Texas, what do you think of? G- give me give me give me Outlaws. the main thing. Okay, yeah, but, but Cowboys, um... Cowboys, right? Uh, have you seen the? Have you guys seen the logo? Can can somebody bring it up? It's incredible, man! It's it's it's. Uh, oh, that's with the two guns. That's an awesome it's, looking it's logo. Two revolvers with the long horns, and it's it's, it's genius. Okay, that's it's, like it's legit better. professional sports logo. That's off. That's better than most professional sports teams. Is there logo. a link that I'm missing here? You need a mascot. I, I just oh, uh, googled Houston Outlaws. So it's uh. It's it, it's it's nasty, man. It's such a, such a, such a good logo. Uh, we we sort of had a misstep in the way that I wanted to to brand it because I wanted it to have a capital O and a capital T in Outlaws. And in fact, the reason we picked Outlaws was because it had it, or the reason I picked Outlaws is is it's because it had uh, an O and a T in it. And I'm like, okay, we're gonna pay homage to 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 Optic, you know, mm-hmm. with a capital capital T. Um, some of the names that were on the table. Uh, you know, two two people. One of them wanted to call it hype, and the other guy wanted to call it uh, Nova. And I'm like, what? The, we're not fucking calling them that. Like, <laughs> time out. Oh, and those then, have been terrible names. Compared I to agree. Well, look, man. Yeah. Some people are creative. Some people got it. Some people don't. Okay. Period. <laughs> so anyway, so so we have the Houston, Austin, and uh, San Antonio region. So that so although we're called Houston Outlaws. We have those three major mm-hmm. cities. Yeah. A bigger team, obviously, bigger fan base. Uh, but it it's uh, it's 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 that sort of model. There's there's uh, the the London Spitfire, which is Cloud 9s team. Uh, they're in in you know London, obviously. The New York New York Excelsior. I mean, you name it. They're 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 assigned regions. So and and originally, I'm like uh, I was on the fence about it. I could have fought both sides of the argument. I'm like, yes, of course it's going to work. You you know your hometown pride and all of that. Obviously, it's going to work. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, this day and age of the internet and. And that why would we segregate ourselves to one city and and, and sort of alienate you know the surrounding areas? Uh, mm-hmm. So you know. For example, why would we, as Optic, not want to have Dallas not like us? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because we're not from Dallas. Yeah. As so Optic, you have the most to lose, right? Because yeah. like, like when I think of COD teams, there's Optic, there's Envy, Phase is up there, and then, I don't know, 19 other ones? Like something like yeah. that. So when you become... 100 Thieves, Nateshot now has right. his own team. I, yeah. yeah. I, but let me continue the thought. Like, yeah. But if you suddenly become like, you know, Optic Raleigh, it's like, holy smokes, what am I doing in that market? I used to own the planet and, and now I'm, you know, one third of North Carolina. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, again, I, I can fight both sides of it. But, you know, it, it showed itself to be, you know, a, 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 a smart idea because mm-hmm. when we would throw viewing parties, we had like 800 people show up to like this warehouse to just all sit there and watch them compete, you know, 10,000 10, miles away or not, not that many miles, but, you know, in, 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 in L.A. And then, you know, eventually it's going to get to the point where there's going to be a traveling team where, 
you know, just like traditional sports, essentially. Again, uh, the 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 secret, and I and I and I have a solution in my head. The secret is going to be how we reinvent that model that traditional sports have already had with the traveling. Uh, but yeah, but it's, this it's, was, I feel like we didn't get a chance to explain Keemstar's idea. It was this. It wasn't that he just had a team and called it the New York team. He mm-hmm. wanted to make a league that competed with MLG at the time. Mm-hmm. And instead of teams just... Because the problem he was looking to solve was that people look at this thing and they don't have anyone to root for by default. Mm-hmm. They don't know where to Makes get sense. started. And he's like, and if teams start having regions, then a new person can walk in there and start you know, having an allegiance and getting involved. It, it breaks that barrier on how to start getting into yep. esports. And it was a pretty good idea. Just the... It, it was hard to be his partner. Well, look, separate back team, it, it materialized. Is like, is, so are the outlaws made up of members of Optic, or is it a totally different team? Oh, it's a complete different team. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it's it's a it's a team full of the of of professionals in that in that category in okay. in, in, in Overwatch. Uh, you know, as good as somebody is in Call of Duty, like Seth, for example. I mean, I guess if if they apply themselves, they could get there because if you look at karma a guy that you know is a three-time world champion in call of duty has a 17 well had a 17 kd on on battle royale blackout during the beta so like for him it translates being able to you know go from controller to keyboard and mouse and still dominate the way that he did and seth has the same sort of like i think it's just a video game hand-eye coordination thing you know uh every every player that i've that i've that i've seen go from controller to mouse that's a professional you know, does really, really good. On the other, on the other side, though, players that use keyboard and mouse haven't had as much success playing in in, in console because it's just completely foreign to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't, we, we haven't really seen somebody to you know that that's gone that far. Yeah, watching Is it Shroud a- try to play on uh, PlayStation when the Blackout Beta was out it was was a little frustrating. It, you know, you're watching him have a real hard time. And it's like, oh man, when this comes out on mouse and keyboard, he's just going to dominate this. But he was struggling a little bit with the the PlayStation controller. Yeah, uh, he he's he's a uh, he's so nasty, man. Like I watch him and I get mad. I'm like, God, what? Give me ten percent of that. He's not just good; <laughs> he's creative. I and, and that's what makes him so big in that space as a yep. streamer. Is like he won't just kill you. He'll 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 fucking style on you. Yeah, he'll fucking do something that you you've never seen before. Like like. If he's in a fight with three guys, like he'll find a really creative way to make that happen. His yeah. movement is good. Like every aspect of the game, he excels in right away. It's not just about how quick can he flick to a guy and put put nah. bullets on target. It's his movement vertically, um, you know, up and down and left and right. Like the way he scales a building. Like you know, he'll zip line up on top of a house, jump, do a one eighty, come down, kill yeah. one guy while he's mid air, kill the second, and he knows just when to get into cover before he, before he dies and. It's just very fun to watch. It's, I love watching it's, these it's, streams. It's, a, it's an artwork. I mean, if you look at Ninja, the, the reason that he has the success that he did is because he had the same sort of mentality. It was all about style. And, and, and in a game where everybody's playing it, it's just, it's, it's, it was a recipe for success for him. Yep. Yep. Ninja's got a real, I, I saw his, uh, his new like streaming setup the other day. He posted a picture. He's got a really badass room to stream from. He's, it's it's incredible. Like, like behind him, there's there's like there's screens behind him with his logo, like like plasma screens with like his yeah, logo. Yeah, and, and the, the, what's dope is that they're not just all lined up like six of them. It's like they're like this. Yeah, they're, they're all it's set. all uneven. Yeah, sick. Yeah. Man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really cool. I wonder if uh, Red Bull helped them with that. Um, mm, I don't know. It didn't seem to be that branded, you know. It was yeah, like, it was I mean, like his yeah. brand. Does Red yeah, Bull yeah. give real money now? I want to say 
correct me if I'm wrong on this. Nate Shot had a Red Bull sponsorship, but it was almost at first a pride of being Red Bull and not really big payday. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit of both back then. I mean, now I'm I'm sure that they that they're that they're doing right by it, but you know, it is a pride thing with with the Red Bull athletes, man. Like uh, they they treat all their athletes like good for life. It isn't just like a like a thing. They cre- they create a really good culture behind behind the meaning of being a Red Bull athlete. So, uh, if you came from the Halo era specifically, and you saw people like Walshy, you know, a flame sword, that became uh, like the ultimate. I made it. So it translated to Call of Duty. And when Nate Shad became that, that was like, wow, bro, like we made it, we made it. Uh, and then when they put Flame Sword in one million of these cans for Destiny. Um, that was also super, super, super cool. So I'll, I'll always have like deep, deep respect and admiration for their esports program. Cool. How does like uh, trading players work? Is that the same as traditional sports, where it's yeah. like, all right, now Optic is trading Optic someone to phase for this, and then it's like, all right, you got to change your gamer tag, and you know, you're you're out of here. First trade. Yeah, to contracts. New York. Well, yeah, you transfer contracts, you buy out contracts. Uh, you know, some some people have you know three years their salary as their buyouts. There's been you know, massive, massive, like some multi-million dollar like buyouts for for single players. And Does that ever get nasty? Yeah, of course. I bro. bet it's like regular sports where it gets totally. Ever- oh, is is there like a spending cap where like there's a salary cap or uh, to like prevent like a Yankees situation where it's like, sort oh yeah, of. that guy's good. I'm taking him. Sort of, sort of, uh, and I think it's only in in a in, a, in an esport. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but yeah, so there is there, there are. Some rules they be, they be, it depends like I think it benefits I don't know there's there's like incentives if you don't spend as much as others or you know what I'm saying it's like that, that sort of scenario uh, but okay. not necessarily a cap but definitely some regulation there and use that term that, that term very very loosely huh. okay yeah back in the day Hex you used like to intentionally stay away from player trades that was like players figure out who should be on the team not me yeah yeah is that still still? yeah because there's a money in involved now and more than there used to be right yeah but you know it's i i will i will never i mean i'll help with the transition i'll i'll try to mediate if there's a problem i'll try to keep the team together as much as i can that this team specifically right here the call of duty dynasty the best team that's ever played together you know the scumpy the crim six the karma and the formal i didn't want that thing to be separated but you know they, they got to the point to where the players just weren't getting along and after you know months and months of trying it just you know it just it just had to happen and you know we traded we sold we bought it was it's it's you know it's a real business you know video games are serious if it's the business of video games um but yeah i mean if you look at if you look at contract um if you look at contract negotiations if you look at 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 Player options, buyouts, free agency—like it's it's as, as professional as it gets, man. Huh? Yeah, I, mean, I was—I thought maybe you'd have to be involved now because you know they might want some, you know, two million dollar a year COD player, and you have to say, ah, "Well, yeah, you sure we can't win with the team we have now." No, yeah, in, in situations like that, like obviously it, we we all come to an agreement, and it can't be. It, it sometimes it's gotten to that place where. Well, no, we can't. We're not going to spend eight hundred thousand dollars to buy out this player to pay him eight hundred thousand dollars a year. That's a one point six million dollar investment. Fuck that, you know. Let's let's try to figure a different alternative. But uh, you know, for the most part, players have always been really, really good at in Call of Duty specifically. They've been really good at under, understanding 
the benefits that comes with you know sticking together and building a brand together. It's scary. I, so after the Raleigh event, uh, you guys didn't win. And mm-hmm. uh, if people don't know, Optic is looking to win every event, right? They don't take home third and be like, well, that was still pretty good, right? That That's not how Optic rolls. So uh, they were like, we all went to dinner afterwards, and I'm just a fly on the wall at this dinner, but there was a, a vibe of who's getting cut, who we bringing in. Uh, there was another player from a different team that went to dinner with us who <laughs> they were kind of courting. And, uh, you know, you have to be wondering, like, well, shit, I haven't been talking to those three about who we're getting rid of, so it's probably <laughs> me, <laughs> you know? And, and it, was, it was a really neat thing to attend. Like that, that was interesting. I don't know if you remember it like I do, but that happened. Yeah, I mean, that happens. That, that used to happen a lot. And that's the way that things were done back then when it was still a little bit of a wild, wild west scenario. But now that it's gotten to the, to the level there's uh, like that, there's like so many rules that are both fair to the player and the organization, like almost equally. Uh, and I say almost because obviously players end up winning the majority of the, of the thing because they're the ones that will, you know, not play or bench themselves or you know, pretty much be a pain in the ass to the organization. And I, luckily, I, I've never had to deal with any of my players being that, uh, largely because I, not only do I take care of them, but I speak to them like humans, and I tell them, in my old day, this is how we used to do things. <laughs> you know, it's like a handshake means a lot, and this, that, and the other. So I've been very, very lucky, man. Yeah, but it, it and uh, you know, when you're a pro gamer, being on Optic or even, you know, like, having your team want you isn't just a financial thing, although it is, it's also your sense of self-worth. You know, when your teammates all get together and decide you need to get demoted, that's a rough time, you know, and it kicks your confidence, which kicks your game, which it it hurts a lot. And, but it's the reality of it. You can't just keep a guy on. So you never hurt his feelings and lose. Yeah. Yeah. You know, more often, like nowadays, more than ever, it's it's become a little bit more professional to where, you know, where players, you know, are looking more for a for, you know, a, a better pace, better salary so they can you know do that. And, and, and they have to because that's what the market's demanding. You know, where, where in the past would be like, all right, we're going to give you this. But, you know, you are an optic. So if you stream, you're going to get X amount of money. If you make YouTube videos, you're going to get. So we at, at one point I felt as though I'm like, I'm like, why would I pay a player fifteen hundred dollars a month? to come make $5,000 a month and total $6,500 a month. So we would work out some, you know, like, the, and, and it changed obviously like as, as the years went on. But you know, those, my, my, uh, my thoughts at the beginning of it, I'm like, why, why? I'm like, I don't understand. Like I'm giving you a you know, life changing opportunity where if you lose, use where if you use this platform correctly, you won't need any team to pay you anything. You could just go off on your own and do yeah. whatever you want. You know, it's, it's, Back it's in that. the so, day, Parasite joined your team for like a month. Does that sound right? I mean, no, I was like, Three days. Okay, three days, yeah. and I'm gonna make up numbers. But his Twitter following went from like forty grand to hundred and twenty grand on those three days, and uh, he didn't mesh with the team, so he didn't stick around. But it was yeah. like, dude, he just elevated his position amongst the fans, like in terms of visibility by a ton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if the, those were accurate numbers. No, probably but not. It was, but it was, but it, but they were significant, significant enough for that to happen. Like maybe two more times during that, that time period. And that's when Seth, uh, Seth left to Envy for a couple, for a couple of us. They called it the optic juice at the time. You know, it's, it's, it's what I mean. And it's still, it's still a thing, you know, with it, with the Call of Duty specifically that, that, you know, that, you know, you're, you get the viewership that you don't often get anywhere else because of the hard work and, 
and our our deliberate plan to be different than everybody else out there to build an audience before a championship team to to you know sacrifice you know countless hours of both practice and content creation to build an audience so you know it it a lot of credit goes to like the originals that that came you know that came before the the current state that we're in right now you know because they they did we built a really cool model, man, and it sucks that not a lot of organizations put it into effect because we'd have, you know, in Call of Duty specifically, you know, I, uh, my dream was always to, to to help make Call of Duty become like one of the, one of the top three esports in the world, and and if if other organizations were as committed to building the way that we build, I mean, and face look at face, man, they fucking blew up, man, and it elevated us, and 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 you know, if other people, if, if we could have like three more. Uh, teams do what phase did we could have had like major 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 control uh of audiences across all of esports and and people would you know that you know it was the game too like i I don't know people would say cod wasn't competitive Mm -hmm. and uh it took me a long time to understand what that meant you know and to me this is what it means like let's say i'm playing you and you're much better than me at cod right if i 1v1 you it might go 15 to five, right? Because, you know, sometimes it just goes down that way. Whereas if I were to play a different game where you're much better than me, like Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. it would be 15 to zero, right? You, you yeah. Like you're, the better player would just win all the time. Yeah. Skill ceiling. Say that yeah. again? The Little skill ceiling. ceiling is different. You well, know, when you, when, there are some games that when you're great at them, no one can touch you. You know, you, the, the, the skill gap is, is much more well-defined. I understand uh, skill ceiling, but it, there's also an element of randomness in there, right? Like, I don't know, the worst player can win sometimes in sure. COD. And, uh, and th- you know... A lot of times with a competitive rule set, though, that it takes a lot of that bullshit away, right? Yeah. You know? and, and, the fact, and the fact that, like, uh, you know, the Vonderhaars of the world are always looking at every single number with diligence to make sure that it is competitive... That has helped a lot through the years. Uh, Call of Duty is, has never been as competitive as right now because there are so many superstars in every single team that can beat the shit out of you at any given point. You know, any given Sunday is the, is the term, uh, and it's never been truer in Call of Duty than it is right now. So it's 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 good, man. It's it's we're we're entering into the golden age of of Call of Duty for the next couple of years for sure. Yeah, this, I think I think the on the back of uh, the current the current game. I think that uh, it's going to bring a lot of people back to Call of Duty. I think it has, and I, I think a lot of people are going to discover COD for the first time as a as a really great first person shooter. It's so good right now. I, they, the the I, I don't know how they were able to make such a good battle royale so fast because you see what's going on with Battlefield. They're not going to put that put out their battle royale until like March or mm-hmm. something. That's how far yeah. behind they are. So it's uh, they did a really good job to get that thing out in a timely fashion on release day. And have it quite well polished, and, and you know they came out with an update the other day that addressed a lot of the issues that a, that a, that a few of us had, and I'm sure it's going to continue to improve. Treyarch is so good. Like if I list my co- top five CODs, it's like a bunch of Treyarch games in COD Four. Yeah, same. Well, COD Four and COD Two, but that's you know, Modern Warfare. Oh, COD Two. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah COD Two. It's just that's that's more. I don't know me me reminiscent, but Call of Duty Four is still one of my favorite games of all time. All the prestigious are right here. I have a whole bunch of like cool shit back <laughs> there. But yeah, for for me, it's it's a it's a game changing, life changing sort of game that I was so passionate about it that it helped me, 
you know, sort of think of things differently that allowed me to do what I did. Um, you know, from a content creation standpoint, from a, I don't know, from a, from a, from a cultural cool standpoint, like what, what sort of storylines do we want to build around ourselves that, you know, makes people more interested than, than just because we're, we're players. And that's, you know, that's, that's what us commentators helped build essentially, right? When we started sharing our, our, our livelihoods over a video game, that's when we started developing those, those sort of friendships with friends we've never met and will probably never meet, you know, which is your audience that are vested in your success because they know who you are. They know that you have, you know, a wife, you know, that you have a kid, they know the name of your dog. They're like, know all this stuff that almost makes, makes them, you know, vested in your success. I mean, that, that was the, the nature effect, right? The first of its kind, in my opinion, where, you know, he was in front of the camera so much and, and opened up so much that people were like, man, not only do I know uh, a kid like him, you know, sort of, you know, goofy, funny, but, you know, really, you know, really good at the game. But I can relate to the fact that, you know, he worked at McDonald's as a kid or I can relate to the fact that, you know, he's learning how to shave for the first time and this is the first time he's shaving. I've gone through things. And all of this sort of exposure and, and, and sharing of, of him of him being that, you know, himself made people be like, you know what? I want this kid to succeed because I, I know so much about him. I know more about him than I do someone better than him, you know? So I think that helped a lot. And, and that, that all came from early 2009, 2010 YouTubers like us. Dude, You're welcome, everybody. I, I talked about like the little lives that my channel has touched. When I first knew of Nade Shot, I, I did, I guess, two things that kind of pumped him up a little bit because no one knew him at all. He was, he was nobody yeah. who was still working at McDonald's at this time. And uh, one was we were going to do this thing with the billionaire challenge where we like yep. put pro teams together. We had a million dollar fake <clears throat> budget and I paid 900,000 for Nade Shot, more than any other player in the whole thing. And he got mm -hmm. known. And yeah. then it got shut down uh, because, like, he was gonna. It was like a suicide prank where he was gonna like fund the live streaming of a guy who had terminally ill. But it was never true. Uh, they yeah. ended up, you know, he woke up from the dead and sang the Monster Mash. But people got really <laughs> sensitive about it, and it yeah. got canceled. So what I did, it, they were gonna do this like uh, free for all tournament. And I talked to, I forget the guy's name. Do you guys remember the Billionaire's Bash guy's name? I, I'm thinking, it's like, it's, I'm trying to think. Uh, Cal, Kelby? Oh, Alki David. Alki David. Alki David. Yeah, go. yeah. So I Dang, talked to yeah, Alki yeah. David, and I was like, you've got to get Nate Shot in this thing. Like, and it was, you win $5,000 if you, if you win it. And, and he, uh, he said, no. And I'm like, no, no, you've got to do it. You don't understand. Nate Shot's the man. I felt an obligation to sort of support the guys that I had put on my team because they lost yeah. the opportunity to win money, partly because mm -hmm. I pulled out. So I was trying to take care of the people that yeah. I they'll hurt by pulling out, I guess. So I got Nade shot in it, and he won the $5,000. And I'm pretty sure that $5,000 is when he lost McDonald's. And uh, Nade shot obviously earned his own success. But yeah. that was a little part of it at the start. Yeah, he quit, he quit McDonald's fully when he won the first ever million-dollar tournament oh, okay. uh, at, at Call of Duty XP, which is this one. Call of Duty XP, uh, but yeah, no, I, bro, it, it did it did help him get on the map because it was exposure to to your audience, exposure to other YouTubers' audience that were involved in this. Um, but yeah, Alki David was the was the person that that did. Oh man, we went through some dirty patches early on. <laughs> Holy shit! I just remember like, oh my god, we did, didn't we? I mean, we literally got down and dirty with our hands and built a platform, you know. 
one of the things that that I'll, like just recently I, I posted a, a clip from my from my uh, podcast where I say you know hard work determination twenty four seven like ethic is is what gets you. and some kids like well it's easy for you to say you know it's really easy for you to I'm like it's never been easier I guess it levels out but when we started think about where the gaming community was on YouTube. Think about what having 50,000 subscribers meant back then. And YouTube yeah. actively, I don't want to say attack, but like unsupported gaming channels. Mm -hmm. You know, they would bury it. They were, there was no gaming category on the homepage. So you couldn't get there unless you mm -hmm. miscategorized, which fans would have hated me doing. Um, they, it, YouTube wasn't on your side. The first year I made videos, there was no local monetization. Like it was just yeah. for passion. Mm -hmm. uh, it was... Yeah, people say well, it's harder now, and it's harder in different ways. But yeah, that's that's yeah. that's where I, that's the point that I was getting at. I, I replied to him. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I made videos for free for two years and had to help build this community in YouTube. You know, how do we bring eyeballs to a place that's being invented? Think about generating generating an audience on any platform that doesn't have that. Like, imagine like you couldn't even migrate people from Twitch or from YouTube to to another one right now. It'd be it. We were literally building something that that would benefit everybody for the rest of their lives. It, it, it what what we did very very on very early on uh, as as pioneers and as as, as you know builders. Like we literally built a platform for people to be able to do this. And I'm not saying that all credit goes to us because obviously Machinima had a big part in that, and and and, and a million other creators did. Well, more like a hundred other creators did. But it uh it. I I am I am gonna go sometime in the future, and on my deathbed I'm gonna be like that the whole gaming thing that it's so popular. I had a big part in that, and yeah. that is gonna be you changed my uh, life, right? What what you did by making by moving it from Machinima being the center of the universe where you just hoped that they uploaded mm -hmm. your channel your videos to everyone being able to upload on their own channel that. It changed my life in it's, a big way. Yeah, I mean, uh, but it was it wasn't even like a th at the time it was just like you know let's band together everybody let's band together and we're gonna we're gonna win, and we did man. It, it's it would have been really easy for you to be like nah I'm good man I don't want to fuck up with the shit that I have going on right now. Or it, it, so everybody <laughs> did their part, you know what I'm saying? So it's it was uh it was good. Man, You're not giving yourself credit. You led that so hard. I found out about that afterwards. Like you know, it, and once you got it, <clears throat> it was like oh this is a thing that can be had. You know, we yeah. just, we people just didn't recognize their own strength. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, it was it was it was, it was a good times way back in the day, man. I I I reminisce about it every so often, uh, but I but I do appreciate like where where it's at. I'm 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 proud of of the work we built here, and not only here in Optic, but you know in in our our part in esports, our part in in entertainment on YouTube, gaming, and and all that, man. It's it's been a it's been a it's been a really really cool ride for me personally, because it's. I don't know, man. I'm in a, I'm in my own fucking studio. It's like fucking 3,500 square feet of just me, you know. <laughs> Let me see That's if awesome. I can show you, Matt. I'm gonna lift them because I, I built this place to everything's modular. So if I don't want to stream having this in the background, lift this really quickly. I'm gonna pivot. What am I the, the the cord. Just make sure it doesn't hit the. So I can I can lift. <laughs> watch the the power cords over there. Am I, am I good? Yeah. So. Look at that. Yeah, so it That's goes... That's like an Ikea. That's a <laughs> huge amount of space. <laughs> so, I don't know. You, you guys can't see... Uh, 
I'm sorry, my room is so big you can't see what I'm pointing at. <laughs> yeah, so Sc Scumpy's over there, and you know, I, I built this place because I wanted the content creators and optics to have a place to come and just you know stream and do whatever the fuck they wanted. Uh, competitors, like I have a land center over here where you can move the tables like to wherever wherever you want to you know, face Dude, anything, man. I was it's, watching uh, Scumpy stream. It was either last night or the night before. He was doing a. It, it seemed like some sort of pro level game battles. He was com competing, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Where the freak is he? Like, what? Why is he in a a, a strip mall right now?" Now I understand. Now I see where he was behind Scumpy when he streams. Is just a vast sea of empty space. Yeah, and and I want to say, does he have a good chair? Did he have a crappy chair? <laughs> I oh, no crappy chair. No, all right, I'm wrong about that then. But yeah, I was I was watching. Yeah, it's uh, hold on. I have to perfect this whole moving the things, uh, but you know it's it's pretty cool. That's so, so what is that dope. for? Is that, that just is the awesome. VIP lounge or? Uh, that's just a you know a, a hangout lounge. Uh, it, I'm, I feel like I'm seventy percent done with the with the with the place. So these are all our trophies that were that I just got out of storage. I have to put in a an entertainment center right under the TV, and then I'm gonna put them all on top of that. But but yeah, man, like. I, I'm having a really good time. If you're ever time, looking for a like, Magic the Gathering division, yeah, that's hit you. me and Kyle up. We won't do well, but we will spend a lot of time in that warehouse. <laughs> yes. Win-win for me. But yeah, the, so that's what I've been up to. I guess I'll just leave it here now. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It's really that's cool. That's so cool. Thank I, you. I, seeing all this now, it really comes for full circle when we were uh, asking you about working, and you're like, you know, I don't even feel like I'm working. It just feels like a big project. It's like, yeah. Well, now I see why. Like, this looks like a fucking blast. Yeah. So, this, all these tables, these are these are IKEA dining room tables. Uh, these are like three hundred and fifty bucks, and then I put eight dollar wheels on them to be able to just move. It. This is part of my uh, my conference room, which is in this very place. This is the setup that Nature is going to be streaming out of all next week. But I'm going to move this more to here. It's like a big project, man. It's like I I. I I love being in here. It's like it's such a. I've been able to just come up with dope shit nonstop. That is just, you know, my 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 sanctuary almost a place to go. God damn it! Awesome. Yeah, man. that's sick. Yeah. So you guys, if you guys are ever in Texas, we'll do an eavesdrop podcast. Lot not live, but you know, here in the here in the studio. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be sick. Yeah, definitely. I know you've got to probably dip out in the next couple of minutes. But thanks for coming on, man. Uh, I I appreciate the invite, man. Uh, last time I was on, it was like probably like two. I can't believe how many episodes is that? Four hundred and eleven. But do you guys know how many times a week? Story. Once. Well, okay. So this PKA is four hundred and eleven. We do a private podcast for patrons, and uh -huh. that's at like two ten or something like that. Explain that that the private. Uh, uh. Well, so it's how how long is it? It's an hour, an hour. and for free, it's audio only. And for mm -hmm. video, it's a Patreon level. It's either five mm -hmm. or ten dollars a month. I think it's ten. Is it ten? Yeah. So it's about so. two bucks for that show. Yeah. You get this one early too, so you could call it about a dollar a show. And uh, yeah, so if you combine those, we're six hundred and twenty five dollars, man. The, the 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 consistency, like yeah, there's the five dollars. Don't don't give it to them for free now. A dollar. You better charge it up. <laughs> I, well, like, yeah, they, they're getting a steal, bro. I mean, <laughs> yeah. think about think about the consistency. That's one of the things that you have, like, it's, like monetizing this. It wasn't really monetized for the first couple hundred episodes, mm -hmm. and we would miss episodes, you know, because it it wasn't a 
you know, I don't know. We don't have much responsibility to it when we're not getting paid. We haven't missed yeah. an episode in years. It's, well, Wings has missed a few episodes here lately, like a couple hundred, something like that. I don't know. He, he, he doesn't show up. Fair counterpoint. I wish he you would You guys come. said to come in for one episode, and almost five years later, I'm still coming <laughs> back every week. Yeah, we don't want Taylor here. He just keeps showing up. Oh, it's about God. consistency. <laughs> I don't even get paid. <laughs> that's, that's I, haven't, I haven't heard of Wings in like shit like a, a Dude, year year and a half what, you haven't oh my Dude, god wings, wings, wings is, is going famous a, wings I, wings has done so many things since you've been gone all right so like yeah, for the last year he's been getting trolled so hard that he spawned like a dozen troll channels an industry there, there are youtube channels with like tens and tens of thousands of subscribers that, that sometimes get half a million views on videos that are just taking his twitch streams and making troll content out of them. There are music videos that are well-produced, oh. singing about wings. We should watch Mr. Big Guy right now. It's so fucking good. I, I, it, it's music, though. I feel like it's going to get copyright claim. I, I mean... Uh, I'll watch it after. What's it called? I, I'll link you to Mr. it. Mr. Yeah. Big Guy. It's so good. Uh, but he, I, I know he did he a got copyright a, claimed he, he got a, one of those weight... He went to Mexico and got weight loss surgery. That His stomach now, like his, his stomach stomach on the inside is four ounces. He's lost... We don't know how much he's lost, but I would say a hundred pounds, maybe, maybe, maybe seventy-five to a hundred pounds. Yeah, a lot. Um, he looks different. He he uh. looks different. Um, you know he's, but it, but but it's he's just, never been more unhappy. Ne- yeah, he's just <laughs> he's, so it, it kind of laid it out there. There's an industry trolling Wings right now, and it's interesting because Wings will stream and get a couple hundred people, but mm-hmm. he is way more famous than his personal numbers reflect. There, yeah, they, yeah. the people who upload content about wings and nothing else, by the way. It's not like these are troll channels doing a little bit of wings and a little bit of PewDiePie. or No, these are wings channels. That's all they do. They go to his stream, find like highlights every time he dies in a game or something. They put it all together. Uh, some of them are hard. Wings has a, a twitch where I guess he sniffs his hand or he rubs his nose like that. There'll be like a four-minute eight-minute compilation of him rubbing his nose. Uh, the one where he creaked his chair. His chair, uh, it underwent a lot of stress, and now when he moves, it makes more noise than other chairs do. And there's yeah. like an 11-minute chair-creaking combo- compilation. Compilation. And uh, it it blows my mind. So Wings is in some ways just exploding. And, oh, you might not know this. He put out there that he wanted to get the weight loss surgery. Mm-hmm. And people started donating to him to assist him in that weight loss surgery. I think his goal was thirty thousand, which he way surpassed. And then he, because I think because he was a little scared of getting the surgery done, he's not a guy who's left hometown very much. Um, yeah. And he was going to go to Mexico and get his surgery, so that's way outside a lot of comfort zones, but outrageous for Wings himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, he told it some lies, to, to be fair, about the progress on it. You mm-hmm. know, like he, he'd be like, I don't have a date yet, but I got my plane tickets, so that's moving along well. No, you don't. Oh, yeah, you could just change the date on plane tickets. It's no big deal. Yes, it is. And, and it, so he, he, the trolls just spawn and grew, and Wings is now, I, I want to say, as famous as he's ever been. When, when I go into COD lobbies, uh, like in, in Blackout, like my friends will frequently do this. They'll just type into like the all chat so that all 100 players can see it. They'll be like, any Wings Redemption fans? And they'll just spit back like quotes and stuff like in the chat. Like like every single lobby, 
they know Wings of Redemption. They know they know who he is. They know like that they'll they'll be like, look here, look, listen. They'll say stuff like that, which is one of his famous quotes. You know, he, yeah. he freaked out. He's like, look here, look, listen. Like he grabs the mic and screams at it. You <laughs> Appearing know? offline doesn't stop it. We know the it. quote. <laughs> <laughs> stop talking about things you know nothing about. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, ban anyone who talks about things they don't know. They know nothing about. I, he just. Uh, I'm looking at one. Uh, Wish we were get stream sniped and loses it. Eight hundred eighty-six thousand views. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mr. Big Guy video I linked is one hundred fifty thousand, and it's the best content that's been produced ever. Let's roll um, the dice. Can we? Pl- let's play. No, it. I'll, I'll, I'll watch. No, I'll watch. I'll watch it. Uh, I'll watch it over here. Have uh, you seen? Uh, I, uh, I, yeah, Mr. Let, let's not do it. You're yeah, right. I was no, about to pull smart. up. I was about to link Mr. Medicare and, and show him that too. Like, like not to watch, but just to see the the views on uh, on it. Yeah, he made like a full length documentary. Do you know yeah. Mr. Medicare? No, he does exposes. Oh my god, I'm gonna stop this because it's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Were you watching Mr. Big Guy for a second? Yeah, it got oh. it got to the point to where some dudes like. Hex, look at the views on that the one that's got the Call of Duty like icon on it. That video that I just linked. Look! Look, right. look at the views on that. In their internet. Uh, oh my god! Momentum in seven hundred and fifty-six thousand views Jeez. from just a few months ago. It, it hit half a million in like a like a couple of weeks. Dude. Oh, so when, when he comes back and 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 get gets back into the swing of things, or is he back? Like, I don't know. Like I've literally he wants ten thousand dollars to come on the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, how much? Ten thousand dollars per episode. He said if we paid him ten thousand dollars, he would come on PK again. Dude, we, we I know declined. you guys. I know you guys aren't gonna like it, but I think it'd be worth it, man. The, the <laughs> cartoons, the animation, they were all. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, listen, thank you for having me on, man. I'm, I'm gonna go home and spend some time with the fam before they go to bed. Uh, but it was good catching up, man. Uh, if you guys are ever again in, in Texas, hit me up. We'll do the we'll do the eaves drop, or I mean, I I don't know, maybe. Maybe we'll do it like this in this format, uh, which would be easier for for everyone. But anyway, yeah, yeah uh, pimp, I do your, uh, pimp your stuff. Tell us where you can find us. Tell us about your social media, your podcast. Uh, you know everything optic that you'd like uh, our listeners to know about. Lay it so, out. So yeah, so if you guys like podcasts like this one, uh, not as good or as consistent. It's just it's brand new. <laughs> it's the it's the eavesdrop podcast. It's syndicated to every single audio platform. Uh, it's fun on on, on YouTube, and uh, we haven't done any live live events yet, but but it's something. So so far. Uh, you know, honorable mentions. We have Fwiz from the head of gaming at Google, Nate Chat Scumpy, uh, Courage, uh, you know, Hastro, and David Vonerhar so far, and, and a couple of cool guests in the upcoming show. So, yeah, please, please check it out. Yeah, man. On YouTube, uh, Hex is a, you can just find me as Hex, H3CC or HECC. I appreciate it. I thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for coming on. Thank you, boys. I'll, uh, when, when does this go live? When can I watch it? Saturday I wanna, I wanna see, hear what I morning, miss. noon, something like that. Okay, but okay, so I have to be a Patreon to see it, or no? That's when it goes live for everybody. Okay, perfect. All right, yeah, yeah. Patreons will get it tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thank you, boys. Be good. Okay. Yep. Later, yep. man. Later. Take care. Bye, bye. All right. Let me do a couple of advertisements here. If you're carrying revolving debt, that means you're not paying off your card every month. And you could be paying thousands in interest every year that you don't have to. With Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt or pay off credit cards with one fixed monthly payment. Since 2007, Lending Club has helped millions of people 
regain control of their finances with affordable fixed-rate personal loans. No trips to the bank, no high-interest credit cards. Just go to LendingClub.com. Tell them about yourself and how much you want to borrow. Pick the terms that are right for you. And if you're approved, your loan is automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as a few days. Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with over $35 billion in, it in loans issued. Go to LendingClub.com slash PKA. Check your rate in minutes and borrow up to $40,000. That's LendingClub.com slash PKA, LendingClub.com slash PKA. All loans made by WebBank member FDIC, equal housing lender. That's very smart, consolidating all of your mm-hmm. bills into one nice little monthly payment, getting that interest off your back. Also, Squarespace. This episode of PKA is sponsored by our friends over at Squarespace. Whether you need a domain, website, or online store, make your next move with Squarespace. With easy-to-use tools, you can create a beautiful website. With Squarespace, is all in one platform. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. You can create a beautiful website or online store with an award-winning template. Squarespace's award-winning templates are the most beautiful way to present your ideas online. Squarespace also offers a unique domain experience. It's fully transparent and simple to set up. They're trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. Squarespace is used by a wide range of creatives and people, including musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. Everybody needs their own corner of the internet today, so get started and start your free trial today at squarespace.com PKA to get 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com PKA. Begin the next move in your career today with Squarespace. Check, Check both out. of them out. Good stuff. Yeah, smart moves. Build your website with Squarespace and make sure that you're taking care of yourself financially. Don't wait until, uh, until you're in your late 20s or something to do that. You won't like it. I was meaning like like aggregating all of those payments and like taking more responsibility, like it's a better thing to do. Right now, gotcha. I enjoyed Hex. I'm glad we had him on. Yeah, yeah doing cool down stuff over there. Lane. And if you guys are uh, are only doing the audio version, you really should watch the video version of this so you could see Hex's uh, badass setup there and all that stuff yeah. that he was talking about behind him. It was very cool. <sighs> yeah, it was really cool. So fitness, dude. Now I am still stuck because. I can't there, get my device to work. Tell me about your customer support experience. Are you talking to humans? Are they getting back to you? Are they like, what are like you, a, what, what's happening I, on their side? I sent them like the support kind of email and then got back like the boilerplate, like it's been added to the list of things to, you know, uh, that they're working to handle. And I was like, and Chiz was like, just use your Twitter. That'll get them way, way faster. And so I used my Twitter and kind of complained about what was going on. And they got to me pretty quick in DMs. But, like, they were like, oh, okay, someone's definitely going to be, like, helping you tomorrow. And then tomorrow, so which was yesterday, came and went. The and person then, that got to you on Twitter maybe works in marketing and not support or something. Yeah, yeah. They even, t- like, they told me, you know, oh, send it to this email. And I'm like, yeah, I, I did send it to that email. It's not going to work fast enough. Like, I explained the podcast situation and even told them, like, so this is the issue I'm having. It's recording my heart rate and it's sending it to my phone. But then when I try and go to the part, which is, quote, my stats, which is the area where you'd see me, Woody, Kyle, and Chizz's kind of in that four, uh, just showing all of our activity, it doesn't go to that. It says that I haven't done the activity even when it's it says processed in another part of the app. And so I don't know what it is. I think they're going to have to handle it from their end. But I don't know. I, I wish it would have been a little faster because I was like ready. I was amped up, ready to go, like excited to get this going. So that was disappointing. Yeah. Have you tried making a new account? Well, it's already registered with the account that I used to make it there. Mm. Like when I, when I bought it, I pre-registered. I didn't receive it and then register. Yeah. See, that was something I didn't understand about. So you pre-registered, as did Woody. Chiz and I did not pre-register it. Um, and so, Woody, what, 
were you given a facility code when you pre-ordered it? Did no. you ever have to involve a facility code with your setup? No. Um, so when you buy it, you can either create an account, which involves a facility code, or you can just log in. So when I bought mine, I logged in and it came pre-programmed with that facility code. If you look at so it there's on my the account, issue. it says my zone. Okay, so we've gotten to a bit of the issue then because Chiz and I, we did not pre-register. We just like closed that box. And so when it came, we had to register it. And that involved me contacting them and getting the facility code. And I believe like if you're an independent um, person not working through a my, my zone gym, the code is generic. It's uh, it's region based, or or more specifically, mm -hmm. it's it's nation based. So they gave me the code for the United States of America, which I won't give it out for whatever. It's just a nut. It's it's just like MZUS zero zero one. You know, it's very generic. Um, Taylor didn't have that same experience. It seems it seems that his did not come to him pre, like registered or coded mm -hmm. because he did need that facility code, and I shared with him my facility code. So I think therein lies a bit of the issue that occurred. Like, I feel like they should be able to hop in on their end and get this straightened out pretty quick. Like, they must be dealing with a lot of, of issues sounds, with these devices. So I pre-registered and mine came pre-programmed. It sounds like you pre-registered and yours came poorly programmed or something like that. Like, it just it, it didn't, didn't sync up like it was supposed to. Yeah, I just don't get why. Because it's not like yeah. the whole thing is busted or something. Like, it records my, my data correctly. It just doesn't send it to where it's supposed to. So we'll get it figured out because I'm really looking forward to this. As far as... Uh, punishments go where are you guys leaning so i love the uh, idea that winter chooses the um vacation hmm. i like that's that one, that, one could, though. that could be fun uh for, but but that's also a punishment for the losers because they got to finance it i agree yeah they oh you know what maybe we should put a budget on that because i don't want like i'm know. already like honestly i'm already not psyched that i'm probably going to be out half a grand when I lose on this, like I really, I don't want to be bankrolling someone's vacation. So it's I'm not, I'm not funny cool with that. to me. Too, yeah, I can understand. You're probably that. gonna win, <laughs> but I... <laughs> even if I win, I'm paying my way through our trip. Like I, I don't, I don't want it to be a money thing. Okay, okay, I, I'm with you on that, and I, I think I agree. It's, it's fun. Maybe we just go, go go do something like that anyway at some point, and we all just cover our own ends or, or something like that. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's not a good idea to punish whoever's already coming out with $500 to like pay for belts and, and, and championship belts and stuff like that. Maybe we don't lay another $1,500, $2,000 or whatever. It's going to crazy. It, it could get crazy. So I like ideas that involve us on this show doing something painful, humiliating, or, um, or silly. You know, things that create content for the show. So it kind of comes full yeah. circle, and there's a bit of a feedback loop of uh, good an content. I an idea about that where... The loser, the fourth place person, has to write like an official, real, not ad-libbed, a real speech. Not sarcastic in any way. It must be a speech lauding, praising, heaping, heaping adulation onto the winner in a way where you're constantly having to like say to yourself, and I myself as a weaker man was not capable of doing, <laughs> but like it has to be, and you can't sneak jokes in. You can't sneak jokes in to try and dig at him. You have to write an adulating speech. And, and be very humble giving it. So who does this to who? Fourth does it to the, first? The fourth place player has to really blow the first place person. <laughs> can, can I jump in and I say, like that. let's make that the third place person has to do that for first place. Because the I think third fourth place, place okay. because yes, I think fourth place should be a little worse. I like the idea of something like eat that one like chip gross. challenge where you have to, 
either gross or painful and something you eat. So one idea would be eating bugs, right? You can buy those packages of like crickets and grasshoppers and shit like that, eating a whole package of those. What is or, one chip? One chip is this, uh, it, it's like a single package. It's a, it's, I believe it's like a chip that's like super spicy. It's, it's covered in some kind uh, of crazy. Extra pepper. large, painfully spicy Dorito. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's all good. right. Well, I, I don't like that at all. And so it's probably a good idea. Right. I yeah. would hate that. Like, like I was, I was sitting here last night. I made myself like a burrito bowl type thing, and I, I, I like put a bunch of um, sriracha on it, and I was just crying just from sriracha. And so, I, that chip okay. This, this is a scary looking package. Packy tortilla chips. Like it looks like a, uh, a casket. This is this is good. I like this this idea for fourth place. I I like it too. The only thing I, what I don't want to do is bring shame to my family, right? Like I don't want fourth place to have to like slide over three feet and see how fast they could jerk off and show the semen as proof, right? Like, look, <laughs> I, no one wants you to do that. <laughs> well, we all did that before the show. <laughs> we we right? kept telling Woody you didn't have to. Look at him. <laughs> The competition hasn't started yet. So I just, just, you know, like, like, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to bring shame to my family. That's all. But I'll eat a spicy chip. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like the spicy chip one. We'll do it towards the end of the show with maybe like 20 minutes remaining. So it doesn't actually fuck with the, the talking part, but that'd be funny to do it towards the end. Yeah. And I, 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 like vote on these ones we're coming up with right now on, you know, in the comments or on the subreddit. Like, I really think that the speech idea has potential to be funny. I think I think the speech idea is great. I like the SAT ACT idea. I think that's fun. Uh, we couldn't film it, though. That's like the big thing. Oh, that holds I think that you thing. film up to it. And then immediately afterwards, you know, your, your feelings, your level of confidence. Um, and I don't know. There's something no bullshit about that. That's a little revealing, you know, it, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mask high school. I match high school Woody's SATs. No way. I haven't There's done no algebra in a long time. Yeah. No, I, like- I, I would. There's, but see, that one wouldn't work because none of us would take it seriously. I guarantee, like five seconds in, I'd be like, this, like, this is silly and dumb. Like, I, I really? I'm not gonna so actually you're gonna take it that post seriously. your 300 and be like, oh, here it is. I didn't try. It's just not that funny, I don't think. Like, I like okay. the content idea. It's like, the number I, I one like thing the fans want. Writing a speech want. or the thing of uh, um, having to like start your own web content for a while, <laughs> like five episodes of a solo podcast or five episodes of you playing COD or um, Magic or whatever the, the the case might be. I I think that one is going to be good. Like, people want more content. Yeah, I, I think it, that'd be good too. I think I think they'd be pretty excited about it. Uh, and and like I said, I think you can upload it anywhere. You know, like, because I know Kyle might not want to put a driving vlog on FPS Russia, right? Like, that, that might damage the brand. But he could put it on KLM four numbers, I forgot. Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got that channel that's just FPS. I could put it there if I could figure out what the password is to it. In the you, can, you can put it on my channel. Once yeah. I remember yeah, the we'll password to that. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> no, I, yeah, we could do something like that. Honestly, like, I, I don't feel like that's a punishment. Though, see that—that's my issue with that. Like that, I, I get that the fans might enjoy that, and and maybe that's just something we should do. You know, I'd be down to like do some gaming content when maybe we just start a brand new channel and just put the channel, put the, put the content there or something like that. I, I'd be, I'd love that. If we, if, how about if the loser me. has to get all the balls rolling on a PKA plays legit channel? I, I mean, what balls are there to roll? That's a, that's like an email. All right, fair enough. That's really easy. Yeah, that's right. the, that. W- the, I would just be like. All right, I lost. I have to get the ball rolling. Chiz, 
So we're going to want the branding to be nice. Get, get, get going on this. You know, like, like I'm just, I'm going to delegate, right? Like, Chiz like, loses that's no be, matter what. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. But about Chiz, like, at oh, what yeah. point, what episode is Chiz coming on the show? Because that has to be a part of this competition. He has to come on oh, and be able to talk. I feel like, like Chiz can fix his audio. And it is true. But, uh, I talked to Chiz actually just before this show. And I was thinking to myself, is his audio really that bad? Yeah, it was pretty shitty. I, I, the audio that Chiz... But you can fix that. Howard, Chiz, Chiz is an audio technician. I don't know if you guys know this. He literally would do like audio tech. I think at MLG or something. Like it's a thing that he's good at. So he can solve this problem. Uh, well, of course he could. Like if, if, if he, he could... <laughs> rat. He go, he could, <laughs> Did he say that? You know, I mean, worst case scenario, <laughs> he what? Did. He goes and gets a... An Airbnb in the area for for two hundred dollars, and he, he goes and stays somewhere and invites a nice lady over for the for the evening, and, and he films from there. You know, like like he could make something happen. Uh, um, he says he's going to come on. He says he's going to come on when the results are revealed, which would be in a in a month or so. Fourth but, place uh, could be you have to take at the end of the competition to get fourth, you have to take a shirtless picture and put it on Twitter or Reddit or something like that. Woo! That's awful embarrassing. No, I don't want to take a shirtless picture. That, meanwhile, that meanwhile, would bring shame Taylor to my family. Like, yeah, right. Oh, that's such bullshit. I just processed that. Taylor's, Taylor's like, like, you know, yeah, yeah, we I should take like, like shirtless this. pictures. <laughs> like, um, dude, there's think... a bunch of there's a bunch of trash around here. It's not gonna look good. Stand <laughs> up and flex and like get a pump before you yeah. do it. Get a spray on tan and get the light just right. Everybody's <laughs> like, well, Taylor lost. And I want to fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> right? Taylor's punishment will show up on his Tinder profile. That's <laughs> horseshit. <laughs> no. Damn it! I thought I would sneak that one past the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chiz, would you write down who you think will come in first through fourth, and I'll circle back to it. I yeah, want to know where Chiz's confidence level. Yeah, I like the idea of eating that chip. That that chip is awful. I, I think that anyone who who is like, oh, I don't care about that. You should go watch one of the videos of someone eating one of those chips and see just how horrific it is. It's it's very rough. I mean, like you immediately, if it's like ghost peppers or anything like that, like your whole sinuses become inflamed, like it hurts to breathe. You're like suffocating because you've got mucus pouring out of your nose and like so much spit in your mouth. Like it's a little better than that. I um, pepper spray yourself on the show. I've 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 got a can of saber red in the other room over there. I'd happily douse myself with it real good. And uh, and it is one of the worst experiences I've ever gone through in my life. I Although, think... fifteen minutes later, you can continue your podcast. There's just 50, there's twenty minutes of suffering while you wash your you wash your I eyes. I prefer out. the chip idea. Oh, and by the way, Chiz, I would too. <laughs> Chiz says it's going to go Chiz, Kyle, Woody, Taylor. If there's one thing we know for sure, I'm in third. I feel like that's consistent with it. Like, no matter who you ask, I'm nailing third. I'm really going to go for third because I would a million times rather write a really over the top adulating speech about Kyle or Chiz than I would rather eat that chip because this chip looks terrible. Absolutely. Well, I like these ideas. Uh, I and I do a tattoo as well. I wouldn't I do, will a not do a tattoo. I'm right. a parent. I, 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 I got this. Yeah. For all I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> So am I. Big yeah. deal. You think my kids care? They don't even know where I am. <laughs> now, this isn't for the show. This is a disguise. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I try not to break the rules. No, you're looking for a Kyle Myers with no beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's the thing I wanted to share with people. These are the belt logos. Um, yeah, man. So just really to, in case you're not in the know, part of the winner's 
uh, purse, if you will, is a championship belt. Another idea that I stole. And it will feature some PKA-relevant emblems all around it, you know? So, so Ch- Chiz's buddy made these for us. The, the taco is mine. It's meant to represent my two favorite things in the world, pussy and food, all in one package. I, I, excellent job with that. It's a little meatier than I prefer, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right? Oh, but, uh, but I think he did an excellent job there, and that would look really nice engraved in gold around my waist. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I, I need to, I need to fix the images. People can't see anyone but me. But Kyle is the taco. Taylor is this amazing owl with like hammers forming an X behind it, which is a little, little nod to St. Louis. Uh, Chiz is a coffee cup, Doctor Coffee MD, and I am this uh, paragliding wing with clouds and a propeller and a compass thing. Like I, I saw this. And I immediately wanted to know who did it. I was mm. so impressed with yours. Is excellent. I feel like you probably want that as an actual family crest. Right. Like, like, like that. I was. I want to do something with this. I'm like, should I change my uh, um, channel? How about a tattoo of it? Well, <laughs> I'm now, getting a tattoo that's just a of great an owl idea. head with hammers behind it. <laughs> well, when I was in my twenties, I was on a podcast and I lost. <laughs> <laughs> What was it called, Grandpa? Don't uh, don't worry about it. Ever since the great YouTube scrub of '42. You know? <laughs> oh man, Grandpa Taylor did a podcast in the in the early 2000s where he said a lot of things that would get him put in prison now in in, in our luxury gay space communism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh man. You know, I saw something really interesting today that, like, I'd never seen before. I was getting gas at a gas station where, where I'd get most of my gas, and I was filling up. <laughs> I had to process that. Sorry, Taylor. <laughs> so you get your gas yeah, at I, what kind of store? <laughs> I don't know why I included the details. <laughs> so I was getting gas. There was uh, this woman with Down syndrome in front of me with uh, putting gas in a car. And I was like, huh. I... That, that's really nice of whoever's driving to let her like feel part of the gang, like getting this going. I bet she's in there buying a soda or whatever, like or he or whoever like uh, this person's uh, guardian. You know, guardian is. And so I was like, all right, and I walk in to get myself my Diet Pepsi, and I'm like, oh, nobody in here. That's weird. And so I got my Pepsi and I walked back out and I pull my gas thing out and I see her. She'd already taken hers out. She's a couple steps ahead of me, and I was like, what is what's she doing? And then she got in the front of the car. And drove away. And I was like, is this allowed? Yeah. <laughs> Retarded people allowed to drive? I was like, this this can't possibly be cool. Like, what? I, I, this, I mean, she didn't get in an accident, from what I could tell, but immediately. That's, it is. Like, immediately so, let me. I looked inside and, what? Really? It's like, uh, uh, interesting. I, I had no idea they were allowed to drive. Uh, they totally are. Uh, they have to pass the same driver's test, uh, written and driven like anyone else. And if they pass it, they get a license. And the other thing about Down syndrome that isn't widely known is um, you can't look at them and see how severe their Down syndrome is. Uh, mm. there, there's a, a medium, and I think it's called mosaic Down syndrome, where some people look like they have Down syndrome, but they barely have it. And then That's... the opposite is true, too, where some people look pretty much like everybody else. They don't have that characteristic Down syndrome vibe about them, but they actually have Down syndrome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, who's that, that comedian who did the bit where he's like, uh, there's nothing worse than 
going up to ask what looks like a normal dude directions. <laughs> and then you're like, hey, do you know how to get to IHOP from here? And he turns around and he's like, oh, do you want to do it? And then you're like, ah, oh, what are you doing walking around looking normal? Get out of here. Like, That's so <laughs> mean. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, it's who that comedian. And I go. But yeah, I, I had no idea that people with Down syndrome could drive. I knew it was, I'd never heard that term mosaic. But I knew that there were like there was a, a spectrum of it, but I didn't know that any spectrum part was like so not impaired that you could that you're allowed to drive. Just a touch of the downs, just a little bit. A little yeah, bit. yeah. I'm trying to think. Like I've seen, um, there was a guy who did a TV show. He was an actor, and it, it centered around him. I think he was the star of his own like TV show. He had Down syndrome, and uh, I thought Kyle would know the actor's name immediately because sometimes he does, but. Uh, that guy must have been memorizing lines and running a show and doing stuff that's a lot tougher than driving. Yeah. I, running I, a show is maybe not the thing. But. The show was called Downtown. Was it? Was it really? <laughs> no, it wasn't. All right, I'm too gullible. I, I've got my own disabilities. 23's company. <laughs> you guys are bad. Well, I looked up Down Syndrome TV show, and the first thing it says is it's about... Uh, keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> That's funny. It's called Life Goes On, I think. And the guy's name was Corky, and the actor's name was Chris Burke. But yeah, that guy, like, I don't know. He he was the star of the show. He had a lot of lines. So, Mosaic. Yeah, I there's um, uh, what was the there was a movie that specifically had like, oh, The Ringer, when Johnny Knoxville basically pretends like he's retarded to win the Special Olympics, and he ends up befriending. Wait. All of his, all, all of these people who are on the retarded, and, and like they're played by actors who are clearly retarded, but but they're fine. I, I feel like they're what you described, Woody. They just got a touch of the downs, and they're, you know, they're they know their lines. They're funny. Their timing is good. It's, yeah. Because yeah. one of the guys in that movie has actual Down syndrome, and he mm-hmm. has the look that he looks like he'd be severely impaired. But it was what Woody described that he clearly doesn't. Because he's yeah. in some old, uh, that same dude is in some old, like, Jackass and Wild Boys clips where they, like, in the, like, Jackass 2.5 or whatever, where, like, they do stuff with him there. And he's clearly, like, impaired, but he's, like, cracking jokes, like, with it, with them. Yeah. So. You might not want him to be a crane operator, but he can, he can, he can, he can come up with a good joke and he can act, you know? Mm-hmm. Plenty of people fall within that. <sighs> Wings was a crane operator. Wings has been, wing, yeah, right? Wait, I, I watched, in a, confirmed? Confirmed, please, come on. I'm just telling you what Wings says. Okay, well, I, I need there, to know. There yeah. should be a whole channel called, called Wings Says. And, <laughs> and now there is. <laughs> and now there is. Like, like recently, I've owned three motorcycles in my life. Flipped them all. Just, just dropped that out there, laid that little thing out there. What did I used to do for a living? I was a crane operator slash metallurgist. Just dropped it. Drop that out there. Well, maybe by crane, he's not talking about the thing that we're thinking of, where you sit inside like a vehicle almost and yeah, yeah, operate yeah. a tower. Maybe the crane is more like, um, what do you call it's, it an, when an there's like the work. chains that lift things on rails? Is it a gurney system? I know what you're talking about. I don't know what it's called, but it's like an it, like oh. in, inside of plants and factories, they're used to like move heavy things around and they're sort of on a track. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's talking about that, but I just don't know if they allowed him to operate it. But <laughs> like, like, like when he describes his job, what I've heard the most is when he's like knocking slag off of the melting pots or whatever, which involves taking like a big metal shovel and hitting a thing with it. And that sounds to me more like a wings job. He was a uh, he used to brag about how he ratted on his coworkers a lot. Like if they didn't work hard enough, he'd 
go to management and tell him that that guy wasn't carrying his load. And I, I, I don't know. That always sat a little wrong with me. It's something that young people do. Actually, they don't keep to themselves a little bit and try to like tell on each other. Um, yeah. When you hit yeah. 30 at work, like, I don't know, dude, when I was 19, like working in that car dealership, like there was a bond between us. Like, like, like there was a hierarchy of people that like, will share, I'll share everything with my friends. I'll share almost everything with my coworkers. I'll share most stuff with my like managers and we don't say shit to like the managers, managers who work at corporate. Like, like when mm-hmm. they come down, we all try to make the people above us look good by doing what we're supposed to be doing, you know? Yeah. Like, like nobody's throwing anybody under the bus or anything like that. So like, I, I think I can almost explain that, right? Like, you worked in sales, which is a batch of people with a high EQ, right? IQ is intelligence. EQ is this emotional quote, being able to relate to people. So car salesmen are, they get weeded out if they're not good at that. I worked with computer programmers. These are the opposite end of the spectrum, right? People who might be in the autism range. And, uh, you know, or a lot of them from a foreign land of some sort and they just had different yeah. cultural norms yeah that's a double fucking fist right there when you're both on like perhaps on the spectrum your 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 mind is built to like be good at that programming job and like like just because you have that aptitude that's probably isolated you a bit from people already and and you don't have the aptitude to 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 to, to like counteract it either and then on top of all of that you're Indian in America, which is just the worst. Which is just the worst. <laughs> We've talked about that before. If we if we got to pick a race, I'd pick Jewish. Like like that. That's definitely. I think that's the best group of people to belong to. Is 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 to be Jewish. They have their own thing. They you know they they they're. they're they, we don't need a wall. We just need to hang a giant net between here and India, right? Chiz doesn't want to talk about our <laughs> so favorite they, and and so least favorite races, which is come. where we were heading. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was interested to get the new, you know, Kyle's rankings are like the AP top 25. Like they're always morphing, changing. He's taking things into account. He's got a very sophisticated algorithm. And so I'm always fascinated to learn who's moved up, who's had a good week, what are the power <laughs> rankings, you know, like if Ireland has a great week, like, right? they go so, up. Let's suddenly Conor McGregor wins. And, you know, big yep. switches. But uh, America's always won, isn't it? Or just, just sometimes does America get knocked down? Well, are we talking about like country, our favorite countries, and where we would America's like to not live? a race. America's a oh, melting pot. Okay, car. well then, fuck whatever I was saying. Do, do you? Do you? <laughs> do you know my Skype doesn't auto scroll? Do you know the solution for that? Maybe you have to. It like I don't know, especially because you're either. you're doing like your OBS thing and recording and stuff. Mine does auto scroll. Like like right now, I am full screen in like not. I don't know if it's called windowed mode or whatever it is. The new Skype is annoying. I've got a giant box of Woody, huge. And then, and then Chiz, I mean, uh, Taylor and I are on these two little boxes off to the side. And then I've got the chat on the left side of my screen. If you click on me, will it right size me? Or you don't think no, so? No, I've been trying to so hard. What? Hey, words hurt, man. <laughs> I mean, I, I've just been, it just makes it worse. Now gonna, <laughs> I just keep like, supersizing I, every I, time. I double tapped you, and you just got massive. <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay if I rub my nipples? Is that bother oh, you at God, all? No. <laughs> <Get> on screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the punishment for hours three to four. You must be touching your nipples at all times on the show. Just, yeah. Oh, oh! Don't explain the, it to guests. See now, <laughs> and it right, has to be under the shirt. That's an interesting <laughs> thing to do. Like, like maybe there's a component where we don't. We have a guest on Punishment Week, and we don't tell them about an embarrassing thing that we're doing the whole time. Like maybe Taylor has to stut. Like the loser has to stutter. And really like drag things out with a guest who has no idea. 
like, so Paul. Paul. Ah, this is making me uncomfortable already. Wondering. Stutter slaps himself. Or you could just do Tourette's. Tourette's might be great. Like, you know, that. The the, the the guy's talking, telling his story, and you're just like, bullshit! <laughs> Fuck you, bullshit! <laughs> but every, you have to, a lot of hard R's have to be dropped. You need to sell it. <laughs> you gotta do that. That's uh, rough. Know, it's, like in Kyle, as you're like stuttering, you're like, you fucking idiot! Fucking get it out! Like, that kind of thing. I would, I would actually, that would make me more uncomfortable than pretty much anything else we've said. Like, do you guys have, like, little things where, like, weird random stuff will, like, pull on your heartstrings more than other stuff? Like, or I'll, I'll be like, you. oh, yeah, clearly it's sad when someone dies a terrible, untimely death. But then you'll see, like, a puppy it happened to, and it's like, man, I know on a logical level it's much sadder for a human. But, like, the puppy gets to you more because it's innocent. That's you know how what? I am with people who have, like, speech impediments or stutter is I don't know what it is. Like, I feel so bad for them. I'll like what, it must suck to like be that self-conscious all the time because you know those people are going out there like uh you know someone's going to be thinking about this and doing this and that and like and it's not their fault like like most of these people try their damnedest to get rid of these like I don't know that that really makes me feel for people is when they have a speech impediment or stutter. The thing that makes me uh, like like really like makes me sad. I saw this earlier. Uh, there's a family in a doctor's office, and the two year old girl is hearing for the first time. She got an implant or something like that, and the mother's holding her, and the little girl starts reacting in this really adorable. She's like, ah, ah, ah. She's hearing, and the mom's holding her, and the mom's face just gets so red, and she's just sobbing with like you know happiness for the daughter. And I I I, I like I was scrolling through Reddit looking for like topics and stuff. Uh, like like an hour ago, and I saw that, and I I was it it really hurt my feelings. Like I don't know if that's not the right thing. It it pulled at my heartstrings. I was I was about to cry yeah, you with empathized her. with her. Yeah, I so saw much so. a similar one that Kyle mentioned, but um, it was a dude. It was a grown up, and he had lost his hearing as an adult, and it was like a really tough time for him. I think he had some other maladies that went with it, and as he got his hearing back, he was gay. He either proposed or was proposed to by his husband as the like the first words. And That's really cool. Yeah, it was re- it was really powerfully done. The video it was pretty cool. There's a yeah. lot of those like sad montages on YouTube that like every once in a while like I don't even know how I get there, but it'll be like dogs like running at soldiers when they get back home and shit, or like a, a really young girl or boy like seeing their like dad show up at career day for them. And like I've watched those before, and it's like a 20 minute video montage and I'm like at 12 minutes in like crying and I'm like, why am I doing this? It's, like I'm so a lot sad. Of the same thing. Like wait, <laughs> I've done that. We've both gone down the, um, arm wrestler. Uh, what do they call the hole? The bunny hole. Anyway, I forgot, but yeah, we both gone down the arm wrestling route of watching video after video of guys with like, strength deformities in their left arm <laughs> and they just win like world championships it's pretty mm-hmm. cool yeah the one guy with the hand yeah with the with the arm the size of a normal person's quad yeah that yeah. guy's insane dude it and the people he's competing against are also practically superhuman and when mm-hmm. like when you dwarf me well you're amongst the one percent of the population that can do that when you dwarf people who dwarf me now you're outrageous yeah. Yeah. He's like his arm is so big that like you would think he was like cosplaying as uh Hellboy from yes. like fifteen feet away. Like that's how big it is. It's, his his hand is bigger than Hellboy's mitt. It's he he arm wrestled the shit out of Hellboy. 
His hand's yeah. easily bigger than your head. Like, oh, if yeah. he were to hold your face, like, it, it would be way bigger. Other big men with big hands, like, he'll grab around their whole hand, and, like, it'll end down here, <laughs> like, in the middle of their forearm. And it, it, it's insane. It's like, crazy. Those people have to be like, this is ridiculous. That particular like, this guy, is, <laughs> <laughs> this he was fair. a world champion with his right arm. Then he got injured, so he just started being a world champion lefty. That's... Oh, that would be so insulting. You only won because of your fucked up, goofy hand. And he's like... <laughs> Actually, you know, I'm pretty good with the other one. It's like, yeah, well, I, I bet. <laughs> Both his arms gonna, are huge yeah. like that. But yeah, it, it's crazy. Oh, I yeah. don't know. So I was thinking of that other guy who's only got one big arm. Have you seen that? He's like a pretty so. normal looking dude, but then he's got one enormous arm and hand that like hangs down like an extra hand length. That's how Homer Simpson became an arm wrestling champion. You remember that? No. Homer I, Simpson went to like... Um, I want to say the episode entailed him going to McBain's, oh, who was like the Arnold Schwarzenegger ripoff guy character. Went to, he, he was going bankrupt, and Homer goes to his yard sale, and there's only one dumbbell for sale. And Homer's like, yeah, I'll take it. And Homer's so dumb, he never switches arms. <laughs> and he just keeps curling with like one arm while he's drinking beer, while he's yeah. watching TV, and weeks go by. And he's just enormous. And Mo comes up with this gag where they can like, um, like trick people. He'll challenge people to an arm wrestling match. And, the, and, and, like, and Mo will be like, hey, I, you want to make it interesting? Let's make it $500. And the guy's like, sure, because they're looking at Homer's weak side. And then Homer turns around and produces this enormous <laughs> fucking jacked left arm. And they're, they, they're just like, ah, come on. <laughs> There's so many good classic Simpsons episodes. I want to get back in. Oh, speaking of like those shows that we'd spoken about recently, we haven't seen in a while. King of the Hill apparently just got added to Hulu. Hulu. I just saw that. People have been tweeting it at me. So now, that's great news. Can you explain Hulu pricing? Is it like so much a month and then so much a month plus more to not have advertising? Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's eleven ninety nine a month. I think if you don't want ads, that's what I have. Yeah. I think it's like three dollars less if you have ads. So I think it's the same price as Netflix. What is Netflix yeah, now? Roughly. They just I, went I, up. Maybe twelve dollars. I, I really don't pay don't attention, know. and it depends on what level and if you're doing four K and how many screens, etc. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, whatever it is, it's worth it. I was talking to some old men about this the other day. Like, like I was, uh, I was with my dad, and like, and, and he, he, two of his friends had showed up. They wanted to buy some stuff for from me, and they're all in their sixties, and uh, and they were like, you know what, we got, we got the Netflix over at our house. It's got everything. They're, they're, these guys are literally just dis- discovering <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, well, have you seen this show? And they're like, no, I've checked. And I'm like, tell them about Vikings. Or like, I'm, I'm like, tell them about House of Cards. And, and he's like, and he start, He takes out a, an actual pen and pad. And he goes, <laughs> all right, well, I'm going to tune that in tonight. That's good. <laughs> you know, ain't got no damn ads on it either. I, last thing I want to hear about is some mesothelioma or a class action lawsuit. That's all you hear about when you turn on regular TV. And I'm like, yeah, that's bullshit. Those are Fox Cut. News ads, not normal. <laughs> that, that's daytime TV ads. Is what okay, they're daytime. I, okay. I don't know if you've Dude, ever... That's, that's local news ads. Old people shit. Yeah. Where it's all yeah. like, oh, did your back hurt? Yeah, all the time. Like, yeah, just, <laughs> like yeah. It might be someone else's fault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's really fun like that it's it's almost like the same kind of experience that i would get showing matches to a tribesman who had never <laughs> seen them before that yeah. i get like when i got my grandma to start work uh to figure out uh hbo and get her house not her house of cards her game of thrones thing going because she's this old woman who grew up without running water with an outhouse like never like lives in a rural ass area like not very good internet at all, and like 
when she finally got it to click, because for the longest time she's like, well, Taylor, there's just not enough internet out here. It's not going to, it won't come through. And it's like, I'll, I'll figure it out for you. I'll, you know, I'll, what I ended up just doing for her is I bought her every single season of the show because awesome. she, she wasn't able to like scroll yeah. through it fast enough. And like every time I would go back, she'd be like, oh, Taylor, I just got to that part it, called the Red Wedding. And <laughs> my God, I did not know that was coming. My go- I, I love this show. I can't believe how much this is a good show. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, Grandma, I'm so happy to show you this. And my grandpa will be like, Grandpa, do you ever, do you want to watch Game of Thrones? He's like, no. It's like you're just going to sit here and watch professional bull riding. Chewing tobacco, which those are his two of his very favorite things, man. You know, I'm gonna do that for my dad right now, cause like I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy him the fucking Game of Thrones thing right now. I, it, he needs to see it. I, 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 he's seen like one, like he came over to my house one time, and uh, like I was I was trying to sell him on the show, so I showed him Battle of the Bastards, mm-hmm. and of course, to me, is the best episode they've ever made, and he was just like, "You weren't kidding. This is incredible. That was like a movie," and yeah. I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, and you don't even know like all the backstories. Yeah. You don't know why this was so fucking cool and how evil that guy is and how wonderful this guy is and how annoying that redheaded bitch is. <laughs> like Sansa? Sansa. Sansa. She uh she dressed up as Morticia Adams for Halloween. It was very hot. Very hot. I that a lot. Yeah, I don't I Game of Thrones has gone on so long. And I don't mean like it, it, it's going to be what nine seasons total, but thirteen years or something. I don't. I'm probably exaggerating. I'm frustrated. I'm legitimately like a lot older than I was when they first started. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel a good bit older from season six. Like it, it's it's been four years or something. It, it's too long. Well, yeah, it's, it's yeah. coming soon. It's coming soon. Yeah, it's been seven years. I've Wait, been watching seven years. Says first episode of uh, season one was April seventeenth, twenty eleven. Yeah, oh, I didn't expect that. But how many seasons have there been? I think seven, right? Seven and uh, seven I, years. That doesn't sound right. Anyway, I think I'm stuck on it. I've show. been watching Daredevil season three, which just came out on Netflix. Very good, very good. I I hated season two. Season two annoyed the fuck out of me. I didn't like. I, I, not to just beat a dead horse here, but like I don't like weak female superheroes like mm-hmm. like like and i don't mean weak physically i mean like poorly like made i don't know electra was just so annoying i didn't buy it like like i got no problem with like a like 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 captain marvel is in the is going to be in the next avengers i love that i'm a, i'm familiar with that character incredibly powerful probably the most the most powerful member of the avengers no problem that she's a woman because that's explained very well how she gets her powers and it makes a lot of sense but like Electra was just annoying, and then like Stick. What, can you use the word weak? Like, it, in what way was she weak? Is she scared too much, like, or like? No, they, no, no, no. Weak, as in the character is. It, like, they don't explain why she's such a badass. She's just like, she just studied karate real hard, like harder than any profe- <laughs> any professional athlete, I guess, because she's beating up multiple men at once. You her know? name's just, Electra. So Electra. She- she doesn't have any electricity powers. No, no, it's an act, her actual real world name is Electra. You know, that's a, that's an actual like lady's name. Carmen and, Electra, right? Eh, well, we're getting we're getting off topic. <laughs> She's I, I just I just hated her in the show, and I also hated Stick, uh, who was like Daredevil's like mentor, who comes back as at least a seventy year old man who's blind, who's beating up fit young men with guns. I, I just don't buy it. I I, I have stretched. My disbelief enough to believe that Matt Murdock, a blind man, 
can do all the things that he does, and I love that in the show. They get, season one is incredible. Season two is a huge letdown. Season three, I fucking love because Vincent D'Onofrio, who plays Fisk, the kingpin, fucking kills it. He's so evil and devious and not evil in the mustache twiddling kind of like, I just love being evil kind of way. He's got a goal in mind and he, it, he's got clearly defined mental issues and, and that, that make him a bit, you know, a psychopathic, like uh, broken personality kind of person who will stop at no ends to get what he wants. And he's also a fucking criminal genius mastermind type character. And on top of all that, He's super fucking strong. So every now and then, he, like, like it, at one point, he's in a car with a guy who's his, who works for him. This isn't a spoiler. It, and, he, and, and he's mad at that guy. Not necessarily for something that guy did, just for some information that the guy relayed to him. And he goes, take off your coat. And the guy's like, sir? Take off your coat. Give it to me. The guy takes off his sports jacket. Kingpin wraps it around the guy's head and starts punching him in the face and beats him to death. Just right there. And, he, and, the, and the driver's like, <laughs> like looking up in the mirror and he's like, find somewhere to get rid of the body. <laughs> You're just like, oh, fuck, he's, he's so hardcore. They, they introduced a new villain this season. Very good season. Um, Matt Murdock is, uh, is played very well. Daredevil, that, that character. Um, I, 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 I get annoyed with the side characters. Foggy, his very chubby, unattractive partner. Who, who seemingly has like a gorgeous girlfriend now inexplicably and and that redheaded chick who used to be in uh, True Blood, you know, like the young vampire whose virginity kept growing back. And she annoys the fuck out of me. She's just, she, she me, needs to go away. I think I have this Daredevil lore right. He got his superpowers because a toxic spill happened and it got him. It, it, he was nine years old and uh, this truck of toxic chemicals uh, tipped over, splashed in his eyes, and I'm pretty sure that the lore has this to do the, with it's oh, the same God. stuff as the Ninja Turtles, yes. Right, and the guy that trains him is Stick, and the guy that trains the Ninja Turtles is Splinter, because he's little. That's all correct, yes. I think that's yeah. fun. Yeah, and uh, so, so, you know, he's not only, he's blind, but all of his other senses are super duper heightened, and one would imagine that had the ooze not gone in his eyes, it had gone in his mouth, then he just wouldn't have been able to taste anything, but he'd have been able to see like a hawk and <laughs> hear everything, right? Like, like I don't know. That would have like, worked like out I, better for him. Oh, why didn't it go in my butthole? <laughs> Shit! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, season three of Daredevil has entertained me thoroughly. I just finished it last night. Uh, very good season. Liked it a lot. Uh, the new villain, uh, who is, they don't name him. I, that's one thing they do well, is like, it's kind of cheesy if you're immediately like, call me Daredevil. I've picked that name. Mm. So they really don't do that so much. They, the, 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 the public kind of names him Daredevil, and he doesn't really go by that. And the same thing with Kingpin in the comics. You know, he's like, I'm the Kingpin. But in this, it's like, we don't use his name here. We use his code name. What's his code name? We call him the Kingpin. He doesn't call himself Kingpin. That's his code name and his evil organization. And likewise, there's a character who, I believe it's Bullseye in the, in the comics. He was played by Colin Farrell in the shitty Daredevil movie. But uh, in, in this, he's played by an, an absolute Norman Bates psychopathic motherfucker who's like, hears voices in his head and murdered birds and small animals as a child and is just a scary fucker who can just throw things, which sounds lame. But yes, like, he'll get, he'll get in a fight 
and he'll just start throwing office supplies at you super accurately, right? Scissors and staplers, and, and everybody's just like, oh my god, it's a, it's a, it's an onslaught of, of, of fucking. Does he staples. have a gun with him ever? Yes, yes. He often begins with the gun, but if that if he loses the gun, then then he goes to then throw. Then he's got a stapler. He's, he's like, got quick, stick. we got to chase him into Office Max. No, that's just what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the pen section. <laughs> he does that. Him. He does that. And he's just he's throwing stuff just with per- perfect accuracy. He'll ricochet bullets like like off something and hits and hit people with them. It's 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 this talent that he has. I that, remember watching that original Daredevil movie. Maybe there's one from a long time ago I'm not familiar with, but the ben one Affleck. with Ben Affleck and then uh the guy bullseye with his he like at one point like takes out a paper clip and like pew, like throws it and like this guy's dying and like I just remember watching that scene for the first time and I, I may have been in theaters and I was like wow that's dumb mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's really that took me out of this like, you already have me watching a blind guy like clap his way around the city <laughs> trying to figure out where he's going tripping on things uh, writing his you know his congressman for more ramps or whatever he would do. <laughs> like and now and now you've got a guy throwing staples at people. Come on, like yeah, at least you would you'd buy like shurikens or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Like a he ninja star, you'd have something cool made for throwing. Or no, he it's not. His thing wasn't that it was just throwing. He was accurate with like anything, right? everything, and 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 the same in the in the in the Netflix adaptation. Like it's it's anything. He 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 shoots accurately. Like you see a flashback where he used a baseball to kill someone like anything that he uses or utilizes he's incredibly accurate with so like he'd worked as a sniper he was in the military he was an FBI sniper like he's got this whole background what's his name of, again uh the character's name is Poindexter that's his, but but the uh the, the the villain's name in comics is known as Bullseye oh wait oh never mind thinking of dead eye mixed him up yeah yeah, yeah, a lot of people do that. The, the character that Will Smith played in uh, in that um, Suicide Squad movie. That movie yeah. sucked. That was that. awful. I have tried to watch it twice, and I still haven't seen the end. That <laughs> it, movie is it, it so, bad. so bad. I watched it all the way through and don't remember the end, so we're on the same... I mean, uh, it's possible I have to. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, I wanted that, that chick to die the whole time. Where she'd Margo be like, Robbie? What do you want, Mr. J? And it's like, ah. Oh. Uh. Like... No, I like Margot Robbie's hot enough to carry me through anything. I, I, I really liked her in Wolf of Wall Street, where she goes full frontal nudity, brightened, enhanced, brightened, enhanced, brightened, enhanced. <laughs> Dude, different topic. Mexico has legalized pot now. It really? Seems. When did that happen? Uh, super recently. Hey, hang on. I'm, I'm sorry. That, this is a good point. Everybody's going to go, oh, tell us more about the legal weed. Let me get two ads in before they, before they, can, they can look away. You guys have heard me talk about movement. You know, those two college dropouts that started their own company. This company has grown like crazy. And now with, with almost 2 million watches sold in over 160 countries, they continue to revolu- revolutionize fashion on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. I don't know if you've checked out their site lately, but they've doubled the number of watch styles and they're still expanding. Movement watches are all about looking good and keeping it simple. Movement watches don't tell you how many steps you've taken or blow your wrist up with text messages. It tells time and it looks good doing it. Movement watches start at just $95 at a department store. You're looking at four, 500 bucks for something on the same quality. Movement figured out that by selling online, they were able to cut out the middleman and all that retail markup, providing the best possible price. Classic design, quality construction, and styled minimalism. 
Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to MVMT, that's movement.com slash PKA. Uh, see why movement keeps growing and check out their expanding collection. Go to movement.com slash PKA and join the movement. I don't know if they're still carrying their sunglass line, but they sent me a pair of those, gla- those sunglasses and it's they're legitimately the sunglasses that I've been wearing since they sent them. And I've, I've gotten... Uh, compliments on them, like out in the wild, like I don't know, at the gas station or just 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 wherever I am. People, are like, oh, I like those, and they think they're much more expensive than they actually are. They were very affordable. Uh, I like them a lot. Whenever someone is in the market for sunglasses, I I link them the ones that I use, and they're the the movement uh, movement brand uh, sunglasses. Like them a lot. Very cool. Support for today's show also comes from Fallout seventy six, Bethesda Game Studios, the award winning creators of Skyrim and Fallout four. Welcome you to Fallout 76, the online prequel where every surviving human is a real person. Work together or not to survive. Under the threat of nuclear annihilation, you'll experience the largest, most dynamic world ever created in the legendary Fallout universe. Reclamation Day 2102. 25 years after the bombs fall, you and your fellow vault dwellers, chosen from the nation's best and brightest, emerge into post-nuclear America. Play solo or join together as you explore, quest, build, and triumph against the Wasteland's greatest threats. Fallout 76 will be available worldwide on Wednesday, November 14th. Pre-order now at participating retailers and play the beta. Games play best on Xbox One. Check I've been watching out. some of that content. Looks very cool. Shroud's been streaming it a bunch. If you're, if you're looking for uh, someone who's streaming, head on over there. Check him out. Uh, he's, he, he, he seems to like Fallout a lot. And, of course, you know his, his, his incredible skills don't really translate to that world. You know Everybody's about at the same skill level when you're in the Fallout universe, but it's fun to watch him play. Cool. So you're telling me that Mexico has now legalized marijuana? Is that a thing? Yes. Um, kind of like when Canada. we got gay marriage. Uh, it doesn't, didn't happen through the legislature. It happened through the courts. Uh, they ruled four to one. The Supreme Court, I guess, has five people on it. And the one that ruled against pot didn't even have a problem with pot. He just felt like he had a problem with pot smoke. And, and he's like, yeah, I don't want one guy to infringe on the rights of someone else for like clean air. And that's it. Now Mexico has legal pot, and Canada has legal pot above and below us. We're trapped between <laughs> these these potheads. No, that's awesome because now it's just another step in the right direction for the U.S. Yeah, I, I feel like how do they normalize it? Right, that, that's what it is. When you look around, you're like, you know what? A lot of other countries do it. We're not, we wouldn't be weird. Um, yeah, where's I, I? I don't know anyone who like passionately is anti-weed at this point like the most resistance i'll hear from people is like you know what i personally don't do it and i don't think it is good for people i think it makes them lazy but i think it's you know i think it should be legal you know like maybe there are people out there that i'm not watching but that seems to be the response people like that culture has changed yeah well i'm talking about like day-to-day people yeah i hear you i think what you described is not far from me um Mm -hmm. i i I don't have a high level of confidence on the lazy thing, and I can certainly point to examples where that's not true. But just in my own like personal universe, there's examples where it is true, and uh, so that's a thing. Um, but here's where here's what changed my mind. It didn't happen that long ago, like five or six years ago. I sort of thought like, what's the greater evil for America? Right? For America, would the as a society we'd be better off if we threw people in jail? for this like minor personal decision or would we better off if we didn't throw them in jail for this? And it's like, man, you know, like if it's meth, maybe we do need a strong deterrent 
if it's pot. So what are we against again? Cheetos? Cheeto consumption? Like it's just, yeah. it's not worth it to put them in jail for this. It's a bad societal decision. And that's how I changed my mind. Yeah, totally agree with you. There's just there's no excuse for it anymore. And I don't know what the actual stat is, but like it's not just a majority, it's the overwhelming majority of Americans now of all ages and stripes that are in favor of legalizing it. Like, I wonder if you old people vote better than young people. They just do. I wonder if you just looked at voters, how much that gets swayed towards. Because I also feel like old people are less pot friendly than young. You know, my parents yeah, don't want definitely it. Yeah, definitely true. My parents yeah. look at Amsterdam and Netherlands or whatever, and and they're just like, yeah, it's not good. You don't want that. It really is a negative thing. Uh, you know, it's dirty. It's stinky. It's this. It's that. Like they, they and they're looking to undo it. They tell me. I don't know if that's true, but they they're saying they're trying to go back and make it illegal again. So, you know. That might be a more common thought of people. What's a 70-year-old? A sedgetarian? Septuagenarian, I think. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, septuagenarians. And septuagenarians never miss a voting day. Oh, they're always there, bright and early. (laughs) This place doesn't open early enough. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that might be why it's been slow to change. Chiz, do you you have the link um, for the preschool fight club? Uh, right here. Thank you. So, apparently, a preschool has been running, well, a fight club. Where, as you might imagine, teachers look on and cheer while toddlers fight it out wearing Hulk smash gloves. And you might think, what kind of damage could they do? This little monster has this other kid in fucking side control just to move away from a crucifix. And he's grounded, pounding this motherfucker oh, with yeah. some Hulk gloves. While I'm, the teacher literally dances. Yeah, let's watch this. I'm working on it. Yeah. Skype is a weird thing where sometimes you click on the link and it pretends you clicked on a different one. <laughs> oh, fucking pop-ups. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost there, boys. No worries. <laughs> yeah, you're good. All right, I'm ready. Yeah, ready, set, play. Here at Adventure Learning Center on Gravoy, organized a one-day fight club in 2016 when the heater broke and they were trying to entertain the kids. Regulators did not shut down the place, but they increased inspections and found other types of violations. <laughs> oh, my God! A 10-year-old took this fight club <laughs> video with his iPad. He's with older kids in the, the next teacher's room. teacher's dancing. That's his little brother crying after three fights. One teacher's excited, jumping up and down, while the other teacher puts wow. Hulk fists on preschoolers. Mother Nicole Merciel cannot watch without crying. <laughs> he doesn't understand why his so friends were fighting him. Why he got beat up by his best friends. And it was on his fourth birthday. Oh. The fight begins. The kids fall. A teacher kicks in the air in excitement. The only person who tries breaking it up is another preschooler. But he cannot stop one child from pounding the other's head into that the floor. That is rough. They're fighting. Marcel believes Five it only stopped year, because her older fuck. son texted her video. She called the director to stop it. He said that the daycare workers were making them fight, not helping them. Daycare cameras recorded at least 30 minutes, fight after fight. Video, Merciel says, can be monitored by staff. Though it happened nearly two years ago, Merciel does not think enough was done. I want them to be held accountable, and I don't want this to happen to any other child. The police report says the director immediately Taylor, fired ran both the teachers shit at four and called old. the child abuse hotline. <laughs> the St. Louis Circuit the Attorney's Office declined to prosecute. 
I reached out to both teachers. Taylor! Those state regulators have still complaint. The Venture Learning Center continued operating normally, but with increased inspection. Eight visits since documented 26 wide-ranging violations, though none exactly like the fight club Even though it's only noon, we just had Four-year-old child said a teacher cussed him, flicked him, grabbed him, and pushed him to the ground. Also this year, a quote Taylor, agency staff member observed a caregiver time. grab a child approximately and did not respond. You're well, playing with my blocks? I'm going to send you back to the cubby. yeah. When you come into this four-cornered Lincoln Log ring, you know what you're getting. <laughs> I'm bringing the pain. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner of the Juice Box Invitational. <laughs> Dude, I, I, look, I watched it and maybe I reacted like I was horrified. Did you think that maybe it wasn't quite as bad as they made it out to be? That was a I big Hulk glove. No, it's know, pretty man. terrible to make children fight that aggressively in daycare when they're clearly confused and they're like only perspective towards an authority figure at the time is that figure jumping up and down clapping and cheering them the kid's on crying, Taylor, have you dude. considered yeah I, okay 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 half of the kids didn't enjoy it but the winners really had a good time <laughs> you know what i hadn't considered that <laughs> think about <laughs> the self-esteem good... boost that guy who was crucifix pounding the other one had got he, that kid, all this future ceo all this anti-st louis media Stuff they don't talk about all the many daycares here where they're not fight clubs. Uh huh. They <laughs> never look at the children. winners and think about what a great time they had. And you know who exactly. else had a great time? Teachers. Clearly. They did. Man, those teachers. They. You know, I don't think dancing don't for think joy. They were very good at their job. This is better <laughs> than no fat. How could you say something both so bold and courageous? <laughs> I know. I'm a, I'm a brave guy. Uh, I, I, it's a lot of hot takes, but yeah, that's. That's really oh, it reprehensible. Is. Dude, I like, would feel so up. terrible if my kid was involved in that. Oh, yeah. You'd be livid at that teacher. Like, yeah. You'd want to go after more than just her job. You'd be like, no, you can't. This is like illegal. Like Cliff Hutchinson would tell you, this is not only against the rules, but the law as well. You can't <laughs> force children to fight, even if you put a Hulk glove on there. Uh, uh, it is funny, though. It's, it's pretty funny. Ah, it's crazy. Yeah, man, I would have, I would have done well. Those are our best topics: illegal and funny. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Dude, both of those combined. I uh, all right. Pick a topic, boys. Scientists processed 109 hours of oral sex to develop an AI that sucks dick, or uh, the Department of, I'm sorry, the Drug Enforcement Administration is warning people of laced Halloween candy. I want to hear that, and if it's like actually legit. Because you always hear about this every year, but every year, like it seems like there's more stories saying, "Hey, don't fall for the hype. People aren't putting razor blades in candy and not dosing your children with LSD." Yeah, it's bullshit. I was listening to to the Stern show, and Robin was talking about this, and Stern was like, "Is anyone actually doing this? Isn't weed expensive?" And it's like, "Yeah, of course no one is." And Robin's like, "Don't you remember when we were kids and you didn't have to worry about this?" And it's like, this is exactly what a dumb, ignorant, and uninformed person <laughs> says about crime statistics and child molestation and violence, any violence, gun violence, drunk driving, anything. Because all those numbers are, are record lows, especially and when they were kids. You just did, 
it just there, there just wasn't this enormous news media propagating this idea with fear-mongering people into getting ratings. And that's all we're talking about Wait, now. Oh, and and it's especially true, worse because Robin is the fucking news lady. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, it wasn't drugs. Or maybe it was a tiny bit, but it was mostly like razor blade and broken glass and things like yeah, that. Razor blade. That's what I always heard. And uh, my parent, it, it was popularized enough that my parents checked all my candy. You know, they go to the, the kitchen table and they just look for broken packaging and stuff like that. Just, I don't know, honey. There's there's nothing in here. We even sent him to the bad part of town. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, we were at, yeah. We, <laughs> on Halloween, there were no rules on me at a really young age. Like, you know, we were just gone till 10 p.m. Every All the other trick-or-treaters were gone. All the houses wanted to stop giving out candy. We'd, we'd be like, trick-or-treat. And they'd be like, still? It's 10 p.m. And we're like, do you have any candy? Some had no candy left, but we would we didn't use Halloween things. We needed to use um, uh, like king sized pillowcases to carry. Do you remember what you dressed up as as a kid? Like like when you like your earliest costume? Do you remember it? Earliest shucks, I don't remember. My brother was Woody's going as Captain Darkness this year. He's wearing all black. (laughs) (laughs) My brother was a vampire a lot, and he did wear all black. but no, I had a bunch of costumes. A lot of times I would choose my costume, and in hindsight, they sucked. Like those completely plastic Spider-Man things with the oh. face masks, yes. the, the elastic <laughs> band in the back. They'd break. Like I couldn't walk very far before I had a big embarrassing like slice in the plastic pants. So yeah, and then she made some too. My mom was actually pretty good for Halloween. I always wanted to be a vampire as a kid. Like every year I was a fucking vampire, and, and uh, you know my mom would make me a cool costume. I had like this like red velvet sash thing and I had a cape and I had like face paint and my hair was like black and slick black and I had the fangs and everything. <laughs> I always wanted to be a vampire. Still do. I like fighting his sexy ladies. What can I say? It's just, I, I want remember, that to be a thing. You're selling it. Not a big One fan of, my, of blood. Also, you get ones. superpowers. I was a pirate a lot as a kid. A pirate and an Indian. I, I did those both a couple times. Ooh, that's cultural appropriation. Can't do that now. Cultural you know, appropriation. I, I, believe it or not, five-year-olds don't care. They're just like, <laughs> hey, I want to look like the Indian from the Davy Jones movie I watch five times a day. And it's like, fine, if you'll stop talking for two seconds, Taylor. Christ. I saw like, another I, I, woman I, I, lose her job over blackface. Uh, and this one I have a harder time supporting. So here's the scoop. She dressed as Beyonce. And again, like as a high level, like if... A lot of times people on Halloween are dressing up as someone they consider a hero or like whatever. And if your hero is Beyonce, then that's cool. But the thing is, her husband was Jay-Z. And I recognize that Jay-Z does have big lips, but her husband looked, what's it called, a minstrel show? So yeah, he looked, painted lips on? I, I don't know if he painted them on. or Dude, there was something enhanced about lips going on there. And, and, and Jay-Z, that dude... So I've, I've kind of said, like, I understand where Megyn Kelly's coming from. Like, if, if you want to be Diana Ross and that's, like, your little hero, then knock yourself out. That doesn't seem, like, insulting to me. I don't – it should be a thing that we have grown past. But uh, this woman, even though she was okay, her husband, there was some guilt yeah. by association there. I've told the story before, but I'll never forget that Halloween party I went to with my girlfriend maybe five years ago, I'm going to say. And everybody – I was – I mean, I was dressed as a Catholic priest. And I was trying to get my girlfriend to go as a, an altar boy. Like, like, I'm okay with edgy costumes. It's funny. It's a mm. costume party. We're all drinking and stuff. And then one of her friends showed up as Kim Kardashian. And her boyfriend came as Kanye West with blackface. Really awful blackface. And, like, as much as we joke about it, 
when you see it in real life, it's it's honestly offensive. Like, really? Like, it's honestly offensive. <laughs> I bet it is. Yeah. Like, 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 we were not okay with it. We were in a, you know, parties break up in little groups and, like, whatever. Like, we, I was on the back porch with maybe five other individuals, like, girls and guys. And, you know, we're all drunk and shit. We're partying. And, and I'm like, you know, that's kind of fucked up. Do you, do you see? I don't know that guy, but Christy's boyfriend, the... You see, they're like, yes. The guy with the what lips the painted on? Yes, that? we all noticed, Dude. and we're all thinking about it. So I'm showing it was... this to the audience now. This is the one that I did. Can you look at the picture, too? Yeah, yeah, I'll pull and it up. Tell me if you can see it through the same lens as me. Oh, my God, that's so racist. <laughs> the woman, yeah, this though. is racist wait, 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 wait. shit. Take a pause. Take a, take a break. Let's put a study on this. <laughs> Could you say that the woman is just dressing up as her hero? No. No, not the girl you know either. What, you know what she looks like? No. She looks like from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when D dresses up <laughs> as, as, as that Latina woman. Can I talk to yous? Yeah, when she's you out there. White boys. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I just can't see it. I, I, I see her. Like, she looks pretty, I guess. You know? I think what the difference is, is that next to him. Yes. With painted on lips, a guy dressed as Hitler. They'd be like, you know, I don't like it, but look at the guy next to him. Like, you know, like dude, he, I, that guy's stealing the attention because that's this. There's no, I don't like the. There's um, no the argument at all. Does that, Jay Z wear that chain? That's genuine blackface. He's got lips painted on. Like, I don't think there's any room for. Could those squabbling. be? Could that be his face? And it just by contrast, like, is he a white dude? They just. He's even putting his lips in a purse like that to like try and like like make a kind of a mocking look, you know? Yeah, he's he. I cannot get on the same team with. Uh, there's something going on. Her, if she was by herself, I'd be like, dude, she's just trying to be Beyonce. Yeah. Are you allowed to do other faces? Like, like we know black face is off limits. Uh huh. Can you do uh, red face? You can yellow obviously face? do white face because nobody's gonna get mad on behalf of you know impersonating a white person. Yeah. But like, you've got my permission uh, Asian, to be me. Asian face, uh, Indian face, like Indian face. People line? get upset is about. It... Wait, you mean like uh? Well, like people if get you, upset like, about the with, cultural. Like, yeah. Yeah. People don't like that. I mean, but I don't, I don't think that, like, actual, like, American Indians or Native Americans, like, care. Like, I think it's kind of the same thing as, like, the, the Redskins team, where, like, when you actually ask those Taylor. people, they're like, I don't, yeah. that, we don't really care. Savage Americans. <laughs> oh, Jesus you know, Christ. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that we changed our, our nomenclature a little, a few episodes ago. I'll change it. I I'll make an adjustment to it. Kyle and make a tradition of it. About to tell Taylor to be more sensitive. I thought that's where that was going. <laughs> Kyle is going to tell me to be more sensitive. <laughs> I mean, in hindsight, it seems so dumb, but that's where I thought that was headed. I watched, left my heart and wounded knee, and laughed and laughed. Like, like I don't, I don't care. That, 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 they were cannibals. They were literally cannibalistic, torturing, warring tribes. Yes, Kyle, cannibals. It's okay to be a cannibal if you use every part of the human. I, I think they just ate the heart. Wow, that is really wasteful. <laughs> Oh yeah, I wonder if like cannibal <laughs> tribes have like oh no, we do not eat at the left foot. Very nice. <laughs> like in things like that. Or if they're like eating every little bit, you know? I would think every little bit. Like the reason they would have cannibalism in the first place is because they're pretty low on food, right? Unless it was like a spiritual thing or it's like, oh, we eat the the capt the people we capture in but battles. I, I to need you to strength. do more than just eat all of me, Taylor. I want you to use my bones as tools. Uh yeah. <laughs> you know, like it, do stuff. I, if you're not drinking out of my skull, then I'm a little offended that you're being so wasteful. 
what if they like made you into like a shitty end table in like one of the bad <laughs> parts of town? You know, like that would be the worst. Just like just I'd want to have like a leather like, skin my... around my rib cage. I still look like yeah. me. <laughs> I want my forearm like whittled down to be like the spoon of a king or something. Like you don't want to be some bullshit, you know, post dead bone thing. I really don't care what you do with my bones after I'm gone. Just throw me in the trash. It doesn't matter. Ah. <laughs> uh... But yeah, she's blackface, and uh, I couldn't get on board with this one, especially because she's next to him. This is yeah. This my, one my is my thing is about racist. my thing about the whole blackface thing is like a lot of people find it to be offensive and racist, so just don't fucking do it. Like like I don't like there are a lot of things. It's like whoa whoa don't don't step on my right to express myself in a b a way b way c way. This is not one of the ways that I ever want to express myself. Okay, like like so so I am perfectly fine with this just being outlawed. It's funny because I almost like, look, I don't desire to do blackface or anything. I'm not feeling like I'm losing anything. But my pro blackface position is almost to advance equal rights. Like, like, like can we stop, I don't know, like tr- treating people walking on eggshells? I, I feel like we're, we're doing something to eliminate racism by not pointing racist at everything. Yeah. And I- as president. You will all be allowed to paint yourselves as any race you want, but mainly black. Right. Like, you know? <laughs> hey, Taylor, don't you dare have LeBron James as your personal hero. You can't be him. You know, like, like that seems wronger to me than the word wronger. Yeah, I, I, I wish that it was less sensitive. I, I will agree with that because I wish that, for example, our, one of our punishments could be that someone has to come in blackface and and it not being a whole debacle, right? I feel like if someone if one of us actually did that, then Taylor would lose his job. Or 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 like there'd be an uprising of people who hated us because they thought that we were genuinely being hateful in some way. Nobody rea- would be on our side. Nobody would be on our side. When in reality, yeah. I just think it'd be a silly thing to do because but you know, and 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 just comical. Like 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 I don't I wouldn't it wouldn't be racist for us we, to we do it. We would actually make the news. <laughs> maybe maybe like like it'd be Next hilarious YouTuber, woody's gamer tag <laughs> yeah that but yeah that's the thing i i feel like they say black heroes are off limits i guess that's the the thing i hadn't expressed before and that that i don't like that i don't really think you have to do the face thing though to like even dress up as him like if i dress up as lebron james mm-hmm. and i wear lebron or james or whatever on the back they're like oh that's clearly who it is whereas like if some little black kid wants to dress up as Spider-Man or Peter Parker or whatever, he doesn't paint his face white. He wears a Spider-Man outfit, and you go, ah, I've put the pieces together. Like, I don't really think you need to do the, the face painting thing. Yeah, is it okay to dress as Spider-Man if you're black, though? Uh, well, it is cultural appropriation, but I'll allow, as a huge Spider-Man He's fan... He's one I'll... of ours. You go be Green Lantern. I thought he was... Yeah, I, I'm not even, I don't know. There's different iterations. Green, Green Lantern is the holder of the Green Lantern ring. Uh, there's been lots of guys. Thank you, Woody. Thank you, Woody. Okay. I didn't answer. But <laughs> there's been black guys and white guys. Oh, we did this one already. Did we do the DEA Halloween lace candy? Is that a we thing? We did. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Uh, basically, uh, it's not a thing. Because nobody wants to give away their expensive drugs. There's a, thing. There's and, a and, real link here for a kid that tested positive for uh, for meth. Yeah, that kid has lying parents. That's what that <laughs> is. Yeah, Tommy got it from uh, from uh, someone's house. We're not sure which one. I, uh, I read the article, the DEA one, and it's not what I thought it was before I like looked into it. What I thought it was going to be was... 
people taking your three musketeers and like I don't know injecting pot butter into it and then not letting you and it's like fooling you. These are like knockoff brand pot candy, like Keef Cat, Twixt, uh, Rastateers, Rasta Reese's. So I, I I'm guessing this is something that you can buy at a dispensary, and I don't know who would give it out. Like, do you guys have you ever heard like how much it costs for like a pot Keef Cat? I don't know what those are. We we saw prices of stuff when we were in Colorado. Yeah, they're not they're not cheap. They're not cheap. Like like if you like like for one thing. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna break it down a little bit. Um, so like usually you're buying like a whole container of like chocolates, and there'll be like eight chocolates in there, and it'll be like eighteen dollars or something like that. And each one is like ten milligrams. I think that's that's the general like average dosage or like the required dosage, the maximum, unless you're like medical patient when those guys get that scary shit. But uh, (laughs) again, like it's just. You wouldn't do that because you're gonna get caught, and it's and, and like they're often very easily identifiable. Like the ten milligrams and like a pot leaf or something is often like, uh, is it embossed? Like like imprinted into it. On this one, the there's a, a pretty big sticker that says ten x, which I'm assuming means that. Yeah. This one says three x. Okay. Yeah, and 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 sometimes they do this thing where they like they literally paint the item with like some sort of edible like like writing, and it's written on it with like. And like white if it's chocolate or like green if it's like, you know, whatever it is, you know, if it's some sort of like gummy candy or something like that. I, I, I just don't believe anyone's actually doing that because you'd be in so much trouble for one thing if you're dosing kids. We, like we talked about it before the show and it seems yeah. like the downsides are way bigger than the upsides. First of all, you're drugging children. I, I, yeah. I don't know what I'm sure there's laws against that. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm positive there are. Yeah. 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 I don't know what it is exactly, but it seems like drugging children is something there'd be a law against. Uh, you're giving something expensive to someone who doesn't want it. And presumably you do. That's just a bad thing that people mm-hmm. don't do. Right. Like, like yeah, it, it, I can't think of what it is. You know, if I had something I really valued and you didn't, we'll make it my paramotor and I gave it to you. Like, why would I do that? I want yeah, that. Like, oh, I, I was handing out Gatorade bottles, the green kind. But what I actually did was hand out bottles of really nice absinthe I had to import from Denmark. And it's like, <laughs> how much did you spend to do this prank? And it's like <laughs> thousands, man. <laughs> it's like, what's the payoff? You know, not much, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> like I gave away a lot of expensive booze. They and walk gonna away. Figure it out immediately. And I imagine <laughs> what happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick in the head. What could I say? <laughs> I, I do think it's probably more likely that this kid ate something that his parents had around than that one. Because like, if this were the case, it would be a score of Ohio boys that went to this area or region all got dosed. You know, we're trying to narrow down the house that did it. Like, it just seems like it would be weird for a person to just give one one candy. And out. they said like, it was methamphetamine, a pot and How methamphetamine, you- marijuana laced and methamphetamine laced. That's that kid was. How old was the kid? Five. Five. I was gonna say he's buying it at school and and like because like yeah. Adderall. Adderall is a methamphetamine. He actually it, wins it, it after it. his fight. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's got some TRT Kit Kats as well. <laughs> I don't know. I, that, that's bizarre. I just don't. I, I don't think. I certainly don't think it's widespread. I'm sure somewhere someone's doing it. Just like somewhere someone is like having ear sex, right? Like, but it's not widespread and something we need to be be worried about, right? It's just a, a distraction. Yeah, it's not something yeah. I've ever been into, dude. You know what's a distraction? Hurts. 
These things. This is lurking over me as a competition that's going to be sprung on me on an unknown day. It could be tomorrow. It could be next week. But at yeah. some point, I'm going to have to devote myself to raising my pulse, which is a ridiculous thing to do. I'm excited for finally getting it ready. Yeah, as soon as I get it fixed, like, and I'll tell you guys at like the top of that evening so that we all have the same opportunity like the next day to start it. Like, I'm not going to work. I'm not going to get it fixed at 9 a.m. and then at 4 go, all right, let's kick it off. You know, like, I'll, I'll tell you as soon as we do so we can get it. Get yeah, it for sure. Yeah, because we'll, we'll, we'll have like a rolling start here, right? You I have know? genuine like, jitters over this. Really? Yeah. I think it's going to be fun. It's like a like I don't a, want to eat that chip though. A stressful event that's coming up. I have to. I'm excited. Kill myself for a month. Ah, uh, it's not gonna be that bad. It's gonna be fun. Oh, it's gonna it be will fun. be if and you do it right. I I, I and like like no matter what, like like gonna lose some weight, gonna get in shape, gonna feel better. I like. I, I, I got 250 meps today. Meps is that word the agreed upon pronunciation? And I mm-hmm. think I need three to four hundred meps a day to remain competitive, based on what Rogan's crew. How long did it take getting, you to get that? Two hours, two and a half hours. But it, it wasn't... I, what I found was that most of the MEPs were earned actually doing shit. I thought there'd be a bunch of free MEPs involved. Like, yeah, I'm going to work out or whatever, do my activity. I was kiting my paraglider. And then for the next 40 minutes, I need to do just minimal stuff and I'll keep earning. Didn't go like that so much. Really, the, the MEPs are earned by working hard. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to I bought a, uh, I actually have it here down. I just haven't put it together yet. I bought an exercise bike, like a cheap. Uh, you did? Uh, foldable one that like, yeah. it was only like 140 bucks or something pretty cheap on Amazon. And then I bought one of those under a desk or under a table, like uh, elliptical things that you can stand on or you can sit down and do it. Everyone's and, investing to make this thing. <sighs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to like think of anything I can that I can max out on the, on the little time that I have. And so, like, if I can bang out, you know, a couple meps a day on on that under the desk thing, it's worth it. And I only spent like seventy bucks on that, not three fifty. I spent less than you. I hope mine's good enough. Yeah, I got a sixty dollar one. Yeah, I. Yeah. Um, can you stand on yours? No, I don't think I, 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 yeah, mine can stand a, or mine sit. pedals, and it's um, it, it showed up today. I haven't taken it out of the box, but it's like a central, like heavy station with two pedals that stick out of it, and you know, yeah. I, I think I can do it at my desk. I, I, I had the aspiration of I thought it would be entertaining if I if I tried to pedal for an entire PKA. You know, I think I thought that. And what if I if I could keep myself in like the bottom range of effort for an entire PKA? I thought that would be kind of interesting. We've got to have a rule that we can't be doing this during PKA, or it's going to make for bad shows. <laughs> oh, if it start, if it starts like taking away from like the show, if I if I'm like, all right, I, I got to go take a ten minute break, or, or it's going to have an if I see you pedaling, I have to. Pe- we're literally in a race. Right? I can't be like, oh, I'm not going to pedal. So we're all going to be pedaling our stupid machines. It'll be the stupid show. Taylor might be right. I don't yeah, know. I think know, people would like it. We should be able it. to do it on the show. But, oh, all right. All right. What I, if, or what, we could do what, it. What I if I lift idea. a weight? What if, what if I lift a weight? Wait, let's circle back. What if we find a way to display our pulse during the show? Because I think that would change it all. Right? If, if, I don't know exactly how I could do it. If I could share my phone or, or something. Uh, but I... I just feel like if during the show we pedaled and showed our pulse the whole time, that would be interesting to a viewer. Perhaps. I don't know. We'll, we'll think about it. T- she just thinks it's a terrible idea. I've got my watch, mm. um, but I don't know how you get a camera on it. Yeah. 
Wait, so you only have to wear the watch now, or do you still have to wear that thing on your chest? I have to wear the thing on my chest, but but my readout will be here, so so mm-hmm. I can like I, I can I can keep track of it more readily than like opening my phone up and and you know dealing with the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm hoping that bike comes in handy and it isn't a piece of shit. So you could you could have gotten see. Wings' bike. Wings Wings said that all that's wrong with it is the chains off, the one that's been sitting behind him for years. Well, that could take Wait, a few oh, years no, to I, repair, Kyle. Give him give him some slack. That's true. I didn't get a real bike. I got an exercise bike to like set uh, up. Yeah, like yeah. Just, I, I, he doesn't have a real bike either. He's got like one of those like sit recumbent bikes or whatever you call them. I don't know. One of those oh, resistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I. It, yeah. I have a bunch of. I don't actually. I, I want to talk about it, but I don't want to share all my strategies. So maybe a few weeks in, I'll tell you what I, I was, learned. I might learn more. I was thinking about that for a bit, and then I was like, I'm not keeping anything secret that all three of them haven't thought of. Like, yeah, no. I would think. No, I, I think, but, I, I think like, the idea of like, like cheese points is just silly because because it's just not going to add up to, to any. I, and, and I think it might be bad for you as well. Like if you tried to like drink so much caffeine, for example, that your heart rate was just elevated all day. That's scary. I'd never I wouldn't do that to my body. Like, that's like, short I, term. I, I literally wouldn't do that to my body. Like, like I think the only way to do this thing is to put effort in to like genuinely try and like whether it's, you know, it's cardio. So. Even if you're doing jumping jacks, like we're all getting kind of silly with it with the machines and stuff. I realize that it, it's for me. It's not that I think that buying the rowing machine is the only way to win this thing. I got the rowing machine because the investment is what motivates me. Just like I used to talk about with supplements, I don't really believe that. I, I think creatine is just such a tiny advantage with when you're trying to like build muscle. I think protein powder, same thing. Mm-hmm. Pre-workout, same thing. But if I spend $150 on those things, then that's a motivation for me. It's like, hey, come on. Don't quit. You said you, you mentally said you were going to do six sets of this. You're at three and you're tired, but you need to get to six. You, 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 you know, you got $40 for the shit like yeah, courting through your veins right now. You're literally invested in this. Yes, I'm literally investing in this. To It's a motivator for me to, to spend the money on these things. And also, you know, talking shit to you guys. That's a motivator too. I'm not as confident as I say I am. This is scary. Oh, this is no. no, no, you're, we do not. But everything you say on a comedy show is taken. You can't back out now. Literally. <laughs> no, I, I actually... Kyle seems to really hate the Indians. He keeps talking about a new <laughs> genocide. Come on. No, I, I've, I've just been honest. That that's what yeah, that's I do true. on the show most of the time. I, I, I am not confident, no. but I'm trying hard. And that's because the way I've entered athletics my entire life. And exactly. I won some stuff. Like it, it, Just because I'm sitting here like, you know... Man, I'm I'm nervous about this. Doesn't mean that my 100% might not carry me through this. Like I, I think we're all gonna do better than we're we're thinking. I want to. Yeah. I just don't think I'm gonna be able to do well enough to get any better than third. The Rogan shows out there to compare ourselves to. Like if if we all like they're gonna come in at like 11,000 through 9,000. If our rankings come in like 3,000 through 1,500, I can always suck. I don't want that to happen. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. won't happen. Yeah, we'll you, all. You, you know, Joe Rogan's body was literally breaking down at the end, and he was pissing like brown. Yeah, he Are said. You serious? It, he said it looked yeah. like iced tea. What does that mean? Like he's so dehydrated. He said like, his muscles were breaking down. Yeah. They they weren't getting any chance to repair themselves. He was going so hard with exhaust, like exhausting himself every day for so long that his muscle f- tissue was breaking down, and he's pissing it out. Which has an interesting effect. Jesus. On, is, oh, do we know the scores? The final scores are they done? Are they posted? Because there, it was closer 
second through third than you'd guess. Yeah. And I don't know that Joe was out of striking distance of a guy oh. that can run 15 miles in a day. I think he was. I, I, I think that, that Joe would just murder if them. If Joe's I, peeing sweet tea and he has to lay down, meanwhile, this guy can bust out a marathon. Joe's final score is here, uh, Chiz says. Oh. Do, do 11,253 MEPS. <sighs> that is a number. Holy you know, shit. I can't argue with that. 11,253, you said? 11,253. So that's 375 MEPS a day. I got 247 MEPS today. Uh, we'll Tom see. Segura got 9,533. Uh, Bert Kreischer, uh, nine thousand thirty-eight. Somehow I may have skipped over second place. I got two hundred and forty-six maps today. Yeah, I don't see Ari's score. So if I did what I did, I just need to go a little harder than today daily. Even two fifty a day, like what you got today, as a rolling average, would be really good. At least in my mind. I don't think it wins. Oh, Ari got ten thousand and sixteen. Just hypothetically, what is two? 46 times 30. That would get me 7380. So that won't do it. But. Yeah, but we're not competing against Joe Rogan. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. See, that's why I worked out today. Like, I want to learn what mm-hmm. 246 MEPS feels like. And Were you uh, doing a lot of weights or all cardio? Like, what was kind of the mix? You know, it's hard to say, Taylor. I, I don't know. This morning was yeah. so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> Um, actually, uh, a lot of it was running up and down a hill. That's uh, like, I I said, I was kiting my paraglider, but what I really was doing was flying down a hill. So I just carry that shit up the hill, fly down and repeat. Um, there's also some waiting involved because I'd wait for a gust. So that's, did uh, you get more from paramotoring than you thought you would? uh, It wasn't paramotoring. You were kind of doing it in up and down. Yeah. So paramotoring, I haven't tested yet. That would be just running from the ground and sitting in a chair for an hour. This was kiting. So it it's when you stand on the ground and operate the controls mm, okay. and it's more work. Just put on a, bl- just, just get up in the air, put on a blindfold. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, I don't something. know if I'm at 10,000 feet or 10 feet. <laughs> I hear traffic though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think paramotoring might keep me in the minimum range, you know, but it, it's not going to be a score or anything. It's, it's not an easy way to get. There's no easy way to get MEPS. Like, it, I thought maybe there was. I, I had tested like doing dishes and shit. Um, not getting any MEPS out of that. Was, I'll uh, tell you what. I was so angry. I was so angry trying to set my machine up today. I was, I was earning a MEP a minute. <laughs> my heart rate was like 102 when I was trying to make the thing work. I was furious. Trying to get, I'll tell you We're what We're talking about like, what machine? The 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 the, 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 the MZ three. Like I, I plugged oh. this thing in and charged it for like. First of all, don't believe that battery bullshit. All right, so this is. I, I'm glad I thought of this because the battery will last whatever they say months if you disconnect it after every use from the belt. If you've got it plugged into the belt, it seems like it's drawing current because I charged mine overnight when I first got it. Then I put it in the belt and I made sure that the belt was going to work. Then I sat the belt on my desk. Well, today I went to put it on to, to, to sync up my, my MZ60 watch, and, and it's not working. And I'm getting pissed the fuck off. Trying, I'm typing back and forth to Chiz. Like, Taylor, of course, is having his own issues. He's typing in, these people are, this is bullshit. These things suck. And I'm, just, and I'm about to be like, yeah, fuck them. Let's find a competitor. 
But like, then I was like, maybe it died on me somehow. So I came in here and plugged it up and charged it for two hours and it worked. It oh. fucking worked after that. Everything linked up. So, so like, charge the thing every night, I guess, just to be careful because you don't want to lose a workout. Um, yeah. I think during your workout, it might tell you the battery percentage. It, on... Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, it does. But I don't believe that. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't like Bluetooth devices that do, where where both ends don't have digital displays. Like like I I, I don't like that at all. It can be so frustrating. Um, the old GoPro cameras were infuriating, so infuriating. To, like like you know you're about to like I, in my case I'm about to like blow something up that costs twelve hundred dollars, and of uh -huh. course it's going to get blown up when it's over. And either I go back to Atlanta and buy eight more mannequins and a bunch more costumes, or this fucking camera is on. And it's just like, I can't trust it. I can't trust it. I'm just going to go buy a $1,500 fucking like, handy cam and use it for this because I cannot trust a goddamn mm -hmm. GoPro because I never know if they're running. In my world, we use these intercoms to talk to each other. And, oh my gosh, you're trying to sync up two Bluetooth devices. There's no phone. Using a, like blinking lights, like a yeah. red one, a blue one, and then they blink together and they turn purple. And I'm supposed to interpret like blinking purple error messages and shit. It's, ah, uh, Bluetooth can be so infuriating. Or with these things, like sometimes you've got to count aud aud audible beeps. Yeah. And it, it's like, they go, it's like three beeps means it's off. Four means danger mode. And it's like, beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Was that three or four? It's the dirty. Five, you feel lucky five, punk? Means five means it's overheating. Be sure to put it in a, in a dry area outside, away from burnable objects. Wait, wait, wait. Was that three, four, or five? It's not burnable. It's like, no. like, like, Jesus Christ, is it about to explode on me? Or is it not working? Or is it broken? Or is it synced now and I'm ready to exercise? No clue. Dude. <laughs> That's really funny. I noticed that too with the beeping thing. Like I didn't get how it worked. So like when I put it on the first time, I was just like, all right, it says it'll beep. And I started walking around and it didn't do it. I had to like lick my thumb and like put yeah. spit on the back of it. And then like three Which, minutes after that, it turned on. I had the same experience. And you know, I, when I go downstairs in the morning, my dog is crazy excited. I know I've goofed about this, but I'm like, I bet his pulse is like 130 right now. <laughs> but it doesn't work on me without licking it or sweating. So yeah. there's no way it's going to work on a furry dog. Yeah, I, I, I had the same thought as well. And, of course, my... Oh, if fur impedes it, I'm at another disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny if you had to shave, like, part of your... Just to get a ring. Like, like a, a square here of just no hair. That's oh, hilarious. please post it on Instagram if, if you have to do that. <laughs> I, I'll make it, like, way too big. <laughs> like, right out to the nip area. Be right next uh, to your egg sand, egg remember, breakfast. I like... When I was like 16 or 17 or something, I was like, man, this chest is getting a little too hairy for my liking. And like, I was all the nipple hair. I was like, I'm going to shave around the nipple hair. And then like I did that and like looked at myself and I was like, all right, well, you've made an error. <laughs> now, now you've got two nipples that live on Hair Island. And, <laughs> and it was just like two bright white nips. Just like right in a forest. And oh, that was, thank God it wasn't like swimsuit season. Or Here's something. my tip. If you're not happy with your chest hair, maybe you're younger and you're still figuring this out. You don't shave your chest because then you get a stubble thing that I feel like is <laughs> like you're really advertising that you shaved a few days ago. But you can take a beard trimmer to it, just shorten all those hairs, and it, and it backs it off a notch. That'll work. Yeah. 
I, I don't yes. have enough that that would even be an issue. I've got it's just like right down the middle, and uh, I've got and I get hair on my nipples, which I don't care for because I don't have like the full chest thing Taylor has. I shave uh-huh. my nipples. Okay, yeah, you see now, the hair down. Hair and, and can I play this out there? If you're a lady, and you have hairy nipples, I want to embarrass you. Shave those. Pluck them, maybe. Shave those. How many? How, how hairy Plucking is a woman's nipple? can be very nipple? painful. Hairy enough that you know you, you don't. Is it don't like a mole where there's like three long ones coming out of nowhere? No, around the nipple, like not growing straight out of like the nipple nipple, but you know the areola. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's got hair I, I, around it. So I don't know any women with hairy nipples, but I have I heard about it in high school, so I know it's a thing. Because yeah. high school kids wouldn't lie about girls' parts. Definitely not. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I, and they were like, yeah, ever have that like, hair around? I'm like, no, I don't really know about this. I've, I've never been with anyone who did that. But so it's, it's almost, I guess it makes sense to be like a guy entering puberty kind of thing, like early puberty, little circle of more than peach fuzz. Yeah, shave that. Yeah, you want to shave. What's the, what's the hairiest nipple on a lady ever encountered? Kyle? I've only you, you seen, I, I only know of one. I've only seen it once. Can I ask a question? Did she mm-hmm. have a really high sex drive? Because she's she's got a lot of testosterone in her. Was she was she awesome in bed? I, I, I mean, I, yes, I'm hearing yes. This makes perfect sense. I knew it all along. You I, dated I, her. Don't you judge me. I, I, it always comes back to this for you. What's yeah. wrong with you? <laughs> Science-minded. I'm science-minded, Kyle. I'm telling you, if a woman has a lot of testosterone in her system, she's got to be DTF. And she's got that big clit that we all love. (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy Kimmel said the same thing. I'm not alone in this line of thinking. Great minds. You and Jimmy Kimmel on that island. (laughs) (laughs) But what uh, what happened, Kyle? Like, how hairy was it? Like, what was the the, what happened when you removed the bra and you kind of oh. Well, I didn't like, what was your response? I had of no course re- not. No, I ignored it. You know, I, I I I acted like there wasn't an issue at all. Did you bite him one with your teeth, like I in a teasing bite. way? Well, I didn't bite the hair, but I, but you know, I was sucking on the nipple and licking it and stuff, and I was like, oh, there's there's some hair here. I don't care for this. Um, you know, it's not going to impede me. It's not going it, to it's not going to going to stop me. But um, I wish it weren't there. Have you ever had a showstopper with a girl? Like, I know you don't care for really big labias, but I don't think you would be like, you know what? Now that I've seen it, I'm headed to the door. Yeah. yeah. No, I've, I've never had a showstopper. Um, no, no, definitely no. My cousin has. Scott uh, said that he was on the couch with a girl, and um, I think he got his hands down her pants, or maybe her pants were off, and her, and her pussy smelled oh. terrible. And 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 uh, and and he just got up and started getting dressed, and she's like, "What's the problem?" And he, he just he he was like, "You know what the problem is. <laughs> you know what the problem is. That's <laughs> the problem. Is. Like I don't want to catch whatever you have." Taylor, have you like, ever heard it? Like not heard of it. Have you ever experienced that? Sneaky. Like uh, uh, like something like that, like where you just end it right there. Well, no. just a girl who has some sort of thing going on, some sort of hygiene problem. Uh. Nothing like Kyle's saying, like to clear yeah. out a room or something. Like, <laughs> no, I've never had. Like, I guess I've been lucky with that. And like, it's it's so overplayed. Most women do a good job taking care of their vaginas, so it doesn't smell. And it like it's most fine. women have good hygiene in general. Yeah, most women have pretty good hygiene for the most part. And so, yeah, I've never had a showstopper. Yeah. Ah, I should have made something up. Damn it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe the next week I'll fuck someone gross and come back. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? The sky's the limit. Oh, uh, that's funny. 
<sighs> man, this fitness thing. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I know what 247 feels like. I, I'm half tempted tomorrow to bust out like a 350. I, is, is that what I need to maintain? It's 350 times 30. No, three, 300 would get you to 9,000 over three, the month. 350 would get me to 10,5. Yeah, but if Joe Rogan's peeing out muscle mass getting to 11,2, I think us getting to 10,5 might not be I think achievable. Rogan did these super intense shorter workouts, and I don't know that that's the strategy. Was he doing like, you know, he does like uh, uh, running a lot too. What is he, he, he used He elliptical? did rowing machine. He did elliptical. He did uh, bike. He ran. Uh, he ran hills. Um, he, he did everything. He, he would kick the back. He, he described one of his workouts, and it was something like, there was definitely kicking the bag for 45 minutes. I remember that. Um, and, uh, and like rowing for an hour or two, or maybe the, maybe the elliptical for an hour or two, like stuff like that, like, re- like mixing it up. He said he gets like you know stir crazier. Like it becomes monotonous. So this is in all to... caps. Break yourself. Do it. Waste your bones and muscles away. All caps. Bold. This is war. <laughs> I know the strategy. He did everything. I'm excited for day four. When Chiz was earlier saying he's like the rowing machine works nine muscle groups, nothing better. And I'm like, do you know how fucking sore all nine of those muscle Taylor, groups? Taylor, I've be? thought about this. I, I'm considering that you might be wrong. So, so like, Maybe. L- let me exaggerate the other side of the argument uh, to make it clear. If you tried to win this entire competition with just your quads, you'd kill them, right? But if you could, and it's a pulse measuring thing. This is a whole body exercise. On the other hand, you could casually work every muscle in the body and get a little further. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. I just, like... Chiz is saying, like, oh, I won't care. I'll just push through it. It's like, well, like, that's the difference between running. Like, running, you can more easily take a break and go back to it, or biking, or uh, elliptical. Whereas with, like, that, like, you will hit muscle exhaustion. See, yeah, I think Chiz, I don't, I don't know Chiz's athletic career, but I'm assuming it's not elite. And he's like, I know the strategy. He did everything. You act like I give a fuck. There's literally nothing better for working out your entire body than rowing for cardio and strength. And I'm like, man, like, this mind over matter thing doesn't last a month like that you don't you don't just push yourself through a month worth of rowing you, you that's you can't do that it lasts for yeah. well, a minute we'll and see. a half <laughs> you know that's how long you you do that as long as everybody gets fitter he says that's what's he gonna happen we junior will. varsity yeah. in high school well i this Case closed. <laughs> Thank you. I, <laughs> I was searching for the words. Yeah. All right. I'll back down then. Oh, I mean, I played a lot of sports, so I guess in I'm that good. case, <laughs> I was una- look. I was unaware of your, of your sports acumen. Frankly, I want out. <laughs> I was you know misled. What? I was misled. I had no idea that you were a junior varsity athlete <laughs> at the high school you, level. Sir, this is the equivalent of Taylor telling me that. Now he's got an African runner living in his home inexplicably. Oh, and by the way, I got 800 MEPS today. It's coming off a little fishy to me that it's you didn't reveal this, this, this sports acumen that you had prior to right at this moment. This is not fair. We had no idea. Yeah. Like, we can't compete. I didn't play JV soccer in high school. This is never at my peak was I junior varsity. 
I've that never was, been JV was, at all. I mean, that was only a decade ago. Those that muscle memory is fresh. Muscle memory is fresh. And I bet you're living the same style of life that you did back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I feel misled. I feel I feel lied to. Yeah. You know, I feel deceived. You should have to pay twice as much money if you I, buy I Chiz. Think, I, I think that we give a we have to handicap ourselves to keep up with Chiz at this point. I think that I every, think today should count. Every hundred <laughs> maps we earn, we get like five freebies. Or this something makes like sense that. Just to me. Just to, I need a five percent advantage just to be able to keep up. It, that will be so so sad. Laughing my ass off. You should real. You should feel really awful if any of you lose to me. Kyle has Adderall. Careful, he's going to cheat. Um, That's absurd. First of all, I don't have Adderall. I'm all out. My prescription's out. I don't have any. No Adderall. Don't have any. And second of all, the very idea of like using methamphetamine or, or amphetamines. To artificially raise my heart rate for a month. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you would feel so terrible. You'd I, do one row and you'd be beaten out of your chest. I could literally, like, die from doing that. That's oh, the hell yeah. I, I would never do... Like, look, it's not... If there were $100,000 on the line or a million dollars on the line on this competition or something like that, then maybe in that case you're like, yeah, I have to find a way to keep my heart rate at 100 beats per minute while I sleep. Just so I can keep up, I need. It, but but no, we're you know we're we're gonna have, have to eat a spicy chip or something like that. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, that <sighs> chip's gonna suck, dude. I don't know. We'll I'm, I'm kind of looking for. Uh, I'm both. I'm anxious. I have a lot of anxiety about this upcoming competition, which, if nothing else, says that uh, I'm in it. If nothing else, I'm going to lose some weight and look better naked than I did at the beginning of the month. So well, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty fine with that. What you're not going to see from me is these boys all getting like 10,000 meps at the end of the month. And I fucked off and got 900. Yeah. yeah. All of us are going to try. I guarantee that. Yeah, yeah man. It's going to be well, great. I'm hoping some of you don't. <laughs> I was really hoping at least one of you was like, you know what? Ten days in, I changed my mind. <laughs> I don't care about this competition. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tweet tons of pictures of myself eating pizza and like candy or cake shakes and i'm gonna tweet them at you all month chiz now they'll all be like photos that are set up i'm not actually eating this you can eat but all it i'm gonna send it to you rogan oh yeah weight? i can eat it yeah rogan well i'm not gonna gain weight i feel that's the that would be the biggest losing thing imaginable in my mind is gaining weight on this like that's even worse than having to eat a hot chip uh, yeah, that is worse than eating a hot chip. I would eat a hot chip if you told me it, caught, it burned three pounds. If a hot chip burned oh, yeah. three pounds, I'd eat one daily for the next, like, five <laughs> days and be so happy. Well, uh, and then you would go, you, then you'd just be a food fiend and be like, I do whatever I want. I got plenty of hot chips. Like, <laughs> you know what would be great? Woody died. Yeah. I, like, 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 as much as we, we, we fuck around about him, if wings were part of this competition, it'd be wonderful, right? That, that'd, that'd be, be really fun, yeah. He'd be our Bert. He'd be the he'd be the one trying to like. Now he would be the one trying to find some way to stay at one you know mep in a, a minute like like for an extended period of time some some way and like cheese it out. Yeah, he said he walked six thousand steps a day and that was his cardio. There's no way. Uh, six. You don't think so? Six thousand isn't really that much. I walked, six thousand. That that's a couple miles. There's no way he's doing that. I walked eight thousand steps today <laughs> and I napped yeah, a all very afternoon. Yeah, yeah, you had a very active day. Until like 1 p.m. Dude, no <laughs> I way. in the afternoon. Yeah, no that, that, like, for like it. basic bitch 59-year-old moms, they're like, here's your Fitbit. The goal is 10,000 a day. 
Like that's just the default set one. Yeah. Like he's got a Fitbit. Like five miles. I, I challenge him. Call him out on it. Fucking post your Fitbit every day for a week. Show me six thousand steps a day, and I'll fucking do something. Eat an even hotter chip. <laughs> I'll eat an even hotter <laughs> chip. Now everything, everything that's at stake for PK from now on has to be uh, chip related. It's <laughs> on all spicy chips. There's no way. There's no way. I don't believe it. There's no way. So yeah, uh, I, my step count is kind of embarrassing. Oh, but it well, it's a little. I average seven thousand one hundred eighty-nine a day. You probably can't read that, but that sucks. Yeah. A lot of steps. Uh, you guys want to call it I should it a be better. Yeah, is that the, have we, uh, have we reached the... Uh, yeah, we reached it? it a while ago. I was just enjoying the show. Yeah, That's man, cool. we had fun here tonight. Perfect. I really enjoyed uh, Hector as a guest. Uh, had, a, had a good time. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this competition. It's going to be very fun competing with, uh, with you all. It'll be a lively, wonderful competition. And, uh, and, and no matter who loses, even the loser is going to be fitter, better cardio, better looking. It's good. It's great. Excited yep. about it. Unless the All loser's right. a quitter. If someone's a quitter, that needs to That's be remembered. Happen. And it better not be me. Uh. <laughs> well, when you need energy on the go and you don't have time to wait in line, grab Espresso Monster. Espresso Monster is a premium blend of espresso and cream made with freshly brewed espresso coffee, hormone-free milk, and a unique energy blend complete with taurine and B vitamins. Each can has three shots of espresso and comes in vanilla espresso or espresso and cream flavors. Close your eyes, take a sip, and enjoy Espresso Monster today. And uh, don't forget to support that support for today's show came from Fallout 76, Bethesda Game Studios, the award-winning creators of Skyrim and Fallout 4, welcome you to Fallout 76, the online prequel where every surviving human is a real person. Work together or not to survive. Fallout 76 will be available worldwide on Wednesday, November 14th. Pre-order now at participating retailers and play the beta. Games play best on Xbox One. Is that both? That's it. Painkiller already, 411, the pre-MyZone episode. <laughs>